Hello fellow homebrewers, JP here, and I want to introduce to you the brand new Brewbuilt X1 Conical Series available at More Beer. More Beer sells the highest standard in homebrewing equipment, and the Brewbuilt Conicals are just that. They're made from mere polished 304 stainless steel, and they come with loads of features that you and I have been looking for. They have a full 2-inch bottom dump valve, which will eliminate your clogging issues, while the sturdy base includes four reinforced legs, just like those big pro tanks do. More Beer also carries the Brewbuilt line of options and add-ons like casters, pressure kits, and even external glycol chillers. So you can find out more about the new Brewbuilt X1 Conical Unitanks by going over to morebeer.com for detailed videos on the entire line of Brewbuilt Conicals. You can trust Brewbuilt with your next fermentation, and you can trust More Beer to find the right conical for you. Brewbuilt at morebeer.com. Today's Sunday session is brought to you by More Beer, the makers of the all-new Ultimate Conical Fermenter. Check them out today at morebeer.com. Great beer is about drinkability. Doesn't matter the style. You guys are like walking beer Wikipedia. That's the first time that you've ever accepted me as a person. Or you have a fermentation in your gut. I'm jet propelled at all times. (laughs) How many guys do you think that you have the privilege to slap? Somebody who's never tasted a commercial example. And this is how you know everything about this beer? Please, you don't. I think it's bullshit. (laughs) I think it's bullshit too. Wow. Are you guys going to arm wrestle? No. No. We're going to teabag fight. (laughs) You heard of Junkyard Wars? Can I get another high five? Now, live from the Brewing Network Studios in Northern California, this is the radio program for home brewers, craft brewers, beer lovers, and beer geeks. It's your only source for live beer radio that brings expert brewers together with expert drinkers. This is the radio program with a head on it. This is The Session. Oh man, 2013 everybody. 2013. I was waiting for it. Thank Moscow. you. Yeah, yeah. 2013. It's not 20 anything. Uh, it's another year of the Brewing Network and life in general. We've all made it through the apocalypse. I'm happy to see that. And uh, another year uh, for the BN here online, which I have to admit, uh, every time uh, this this time of year comes about, and we do our first show of the year, and, yeah. and, and we're looking ahead at another year of, of broadcasting. Yeah, I'm utterly surprised that we're still here. <laughs> that doesn't make me feel any better about being here with you. I mean, you know, think about it. we do. You know, when I do uh, when we go do appearances and the homebrewers conference and stuff like that, a lot of times, um, you know, people ask the question. People have been listening for a long time. You know, did you ever think that you guys would be would be here? <laughs> and the the truth is, I I don't think I thought past very far ahead. I I. I do answer honestly and say I knew there was a need for what we do. Right. But I didn't really have like a long-term... Uh, you didn't have a five-year plan written out. Yeah. No. And so when so every time a new year comes about, I do kind of go, uh, well, shit, what now? I, 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 <laughs> I do get surprised that not only are we still here, but in my opinion, uh, I think still growing as, as broadcasters and yeah. better guests and still putting out information. And it is a good time to kind of reflect back. And if I'm being completely honest... Uh, 
I, I did not have a vision of 2013 for the Brewing Network. It was well, not on the radar. That's because it's 2013. Oh, okay. yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's probably why. But when I, you know, when I think of 2005 and yeah. st- and starting in my garage, I definitely had no idea that we'd be sitting in the upper echelon <laughs> of the Martinez uh, refinery row. Is yeah, what I call it right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. we're we're like the top five in the top five beer radio shows out of Martinez, California, for sure. <laughs> I think, yeah. Top five. For sure, I, I think go you're top right. four. I think you're you're selling a short, and I don't appreciate it. <laughs> right? Yeah, I mean, it's we're, a tough market here, though. You got to admit that. You know, it it is. We've been around longer than some of our local beer bars, for example. That's true. But we've got Creek Monkey across the street, and yeah. and we're celebrating a, a longer anniversary. Uh, I don't mean that negatively. What I mean is, no. it, I'm su- I'm still surprised that we're here sometimes. And uh, some of our other uh, local favorites down in Oakland there, Beer Revolution, uh, a great they're, they're beer free. place. Um, yeah. We're, in other words, it's, it surprises me sometimes that we're now the veterans, you know. We kind of have been around the block a few years. Yeah. Definitely. It, I, I think it's really hard to look at where we're going to be or where we're going because we don't necessarily have a tangible thing for sale. <laughs> right. We rely on 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 like offshoot secondary kind of streams of income like sure. merchandise and and donations, donations and yeah. stuff like that, but we're still all free all the time. Plus we're busy golfing and that's hard right. to it's hard to make yeah. a, a plan for the future when you yeah. you know, you got 18 holes in front of you. Well, you guys go golfing, I just go find balls. <laughs> I, I I can't do it anymore. Right. So you get too frustrated now. I get well because I can't practice. Yeah. You know, I I need I need more disposable income. And then I can I can justify going out and spending it to like get on a lesson or two and, and getting right. better at it. But I, right now I don't practice enough you to should warrant probably, going out and doing it because I get frustrated at myself too easily. You should probably go back to blowing dudes for cash um, and you'll be able to at least play another couple Market rounds. Market isn't what it used to be. I, I, I told Taryn I wouldn't do that anymore. It's, you know. Well, you shot yourself in the foot is what you did. Well, I'm trying to be a better person, man. <laughs> right. You know, I just, but I, I can't, I can't go back on her like that. All right. Well, that's fair. Well, uh, when a new year comes around, uh, I wish we had more staff here. Jesus, it's, uh, you know, as the BN grows, the the work ethic around here just gets worse and worse. (laughs) Oh, I had a baby. I'm going to be late. Really? We get half the staff. Everybody says, I'm I'm coming, Uh, you know, because it's a Monday show, so we usually do a little uh, host shuffle. I I haven't heard of any union activity or anything like that. No. uh, Well, I'm Doc, are you coming to the show? Yes. Nathan, are you coming to the show? Yes. Bevo, are you coming to the show? Yes. Uh, Half of them are gone. They're all gone. ready. I see. That's what they're saying. So I'll tell you, uh, we may be sticking around, but we're not getting any. We're not growing any no. as, as people. Hey, more zeros for us, right, guys? That's right. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Bigger slice of that pie. Well, I wanted to ask if people do, uh, you know, New Year's resolutions as we start as we start the new year yeah. for the for the BN. I know. Um, I'm not sure if it's just Americans that do this. I really don't know. Uh, but New Year's resolutions, you, you see it on Facebook. It's a very, it's a big thing for people. And Tasty, do you do New Year's resolutions? Well, yeah, yeah. but I'm realistic about it. I'm, I'm you are making them to myself, and I'm wake up the most forgiving guy in the days. world. I can, yeah, blow them off on January second if I. Yeah. Can. So you, so you're like, I, I'm going to not die this year. Yeah, realistic. Yeah. Well, that's, stuff. Yeah, I think this isn't my year. I'm thinking that. Yes, but you don't. In other words, you don't go like uh, I'm going to join a gym and go five. Oh no, days no, I do make some serious ones. When, when like, what, make... give me an example of some resolutions. <laughs> Here's a funny one. Um, I made this last year too. That I'm uh, I'm going to stop hanging around undateable women. <laughs> that's a good resolution. <laughs> Why? Because it's just frustrating. Well, they're all too freaking young, man. They're like 28, 29. What right. is the dateable cutoff? Is it only an age thing? Thirty. Thirty. 30. Yeah. <laughs> 
it's in the it's in the thirties actually. Yeah. You know what you start doing is <laughs> right, like thirty and 30 a half something. Yeah. You start hanging out more with Sully. Right. Yeah, yeah. Well, him and he, yeah, I know that dude. Dates, I know the girls he dates. Young women. Yeah, that a boy. Yeah. I don't think he's dated anyone over thirty in like five years. <laughs> How long till he starts dating his son's friends? Oh, well, at least a few years. Right. Yeah, years, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, but so I, I didn't do it last year either. So I don't expect I'm, you to do it this year right. because those people are fun to hang around with for you. Oh, even yeah, if you're great. not going to date yeah, they're, them. They're you know? great. Yeah, they're nice uh, and soft. Give me another example. You got <laughs> supposed to hard women. I don't right. know how you're going to top they that. They smell good. Another one. Oh, Jesus. Got anything uh, else in there? Uh, like, do you, do you, do you well, I always say I'm going to stop going out like six, seven nights a week. Okay. Or is it eight? I don't know. <laughs> you are like an 18-year-old. I am. I'm out of control. It's yeah, insane. I need a, a, somebody to like discipline me. Uh, right. <laughs> dominatrix? A, a dominatrix would work great. About 25 years old. Not, yeah. Not, not, no. You need some discipline. Yeah. Yeah. Wash my dishes. Fucker. Yeah, that one doesn't last very long at all. I haven't been, you know. You pro- it probably lasted up until tonight. Whatever today is, that's how many days in it so far this year I've been out. Yeah. <laughs> right. It, I, I do think about it, Tasty, sometimes, that how much, how often you go out. and oh, yeah. uh, You don't even know the half of it. It does blow my mind. I mean, uh, you, you just. Now, is it. What is it? Do you, are, do you just. Oh, my get God, restless it's so much at fun. Home or you just have oh, yeah. Fun, yeah. What home? I could watch uh, some TV or something like that or right. a sport, sporting event. Yeah. You just rather get out there. The bars, these people—they're just—they're all in. They're engaging. They're interesting. They're drunk. Right. This is great. See, that's now, Tasty. I'm gonna—we uh, make fun of you a lot for dying, uh, being old, and uh, uh, you know, you're on the death pool. Yeah, sure. But I—I <laughs> I, I do mean this seriously. If and when that day comes, Tasty, you know that we—that your friends will look back on your life and go. I kind of. W- I hope I go out like Tasty. Tasty did it right. Because yeah. so many people sort of throw in the towel. I'm not saying you're at the age to throw in the towel, but you see what I'm up, huh? But if people much younger than you are throw in the well, towel, they're not, they're not in my situation. They're not single. Well, sure. But still, even then, they're maybe not able to go out and make friends, and and you just you, you oh, got yeah. it all, man. I have a do. I do have a good time. There you, won't be a lot of cry- the crying at your funeral. Will just be that we miss you, buddy. It yeah. won't be that you squandered no, your time. That's be the format. <laughs> that'll be the format of the funeral. Too, sure. Yeah, he'll be tweeting from the it'll ca- be a casket. <laughs> yeah, it'll be just, a party. This will Facebook post for you. You just checked into his cast it. <laughs> Doc made it to the show. Doc, do Doc's you do in. New Year's resolutions? Are you one of these guys? No, who, you don't. You don't even. No, do I, I I do the New Year's. I should probably do that. <laughs> But you don't. No, I don't. I don't make. I don't like making promises to myself that I'm just going to break. Right. What about you, JP? You do New Year's resolutions? I do actually. Yeah. That surprises me. Why? Uh, I don't know. Why? Because uh, you're such a cynic. I, I would think that you'd look at the uh, resolute. What? Why don't you just do these things all year? Like I, I feel like you're a cynic about that. Well, I, I tell you, Justin. As <laughs> no, I don't know. I don't know where that was coming from. Um. You know, I, I think as you get older, you realize, you know, your life on this world is very, very short. Right. Right. That's true. So you want to kind of improve it the best way you know how. And it's yeah. definitely not a uh, a uh, um, uh, unrealistic goals, like okay. Tasty was saying. They're very man- manageable goals, but they make me a better person. And sometimes I don't necessarily conquer them that year. They just go on the list for next year. So, but okay. I'm always working on them. It's a reminder to always be working on stuff. So, what do you do? Like one or two a year? Um, I don't know. You know, I actually have my my, my list. Uh, I was working on it down there before the show. Oh, okay. you're still making. You have a yeah. list. So, I, it's well, more yeah, than a, one or two. Well, I feel like that's the only way you're going to be a rounded person. Um, no, it's more than that. Here, let me see. More than five? Who makes more than five? Uh, Man, <clears throat> that way, if you can break 
four of them. You still got one left. <laughs> it's like two pages. How? Give me a rough estimate of how many are on there. Um, I think it's about twenty. I got about twenty right now. <laughs> really? I'm still going. I give myself to about the fifteenth of January to to collate everything that I think I need to work on over the year. Twenty th- see. seems overwhelming. Hmm. Twenty. It's not that bad, really. I pin it up on my door. So before, the first thing I see when I reach for the door is this list, and I go, "Okay," and I take about five minutes. Okay. To kind of review everything and just get it in my head. You give us some examples of do, your do news. Do you want other people's input on this? Have you asked other people to help you on this? <laughs> no, it's my thing. You know, okay. um, like the first one, pay more attention to my chickens. Really? I don't really pay enough attention to them, and I realize they're my pets, and I don't like people who neglect their pets. Do they really need more time from you? Yeah, they're chickens. What, are they, what happens if you give them more time? Um... I, I don't know. I feel better. I think a little bit. I feel <laughs> I a little see. bit better. You feel like a better pet owner. Yeah, I do. Okay, I what do. else? Uh, not let my cats eat so much. <laughs> you I feel that they're, they're Yeah, I, well, you know, again, you have to be a good pet owner. I feel like your resolutions so far are about other people. Not even people. Um, uh, yeah, other, <laughs> other entities, right. Well, but that's part of owning, right? You okay. have to be responsible for things you can't control. All right, how about another right? one? Um, help Taryn learn to pick up after herself. <laughs> Yeah, that definitely goes on your list. Yeah, yeah. well, because she she's gotta be kind a good of a boyfriend. Yeah, right. and so if the more yeah. I can help she's her learn, yeah. yeah. Um, so if she doesn't clean her dishes up or, or rinse the milk out of the glass, I call her over and I say, "What did you? What, what's what's wrong here? What's yeah. wrong with this picture?" That makes sense. And and she just goes, "I don't know what." And then I tell her, and then we kind of work through it. We have a whole coaching thing that we do. Okay, yeah. give us it's, another. It's, it's called parenting. Yeah. By the way, I would love a video sort of. of this coaching going on, but. Uh, What's another one that of you but, helping you yourself? Know, you grow? have to take something away from her, although they never learn. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I have some. I'll, I'll get you some tips because I do have some questions on it because okay. it doesn't work. Really oh, I, I, well. I can make it work. Um, trying to do more in chair calisthenics during the day. Okay, so I'm sitting there in the chair all day. Uh, I'm getting fat and sloppy. I need to just do get the blood flowing. So I do, you know, kind of learn to do. I get those little one pound uh, dumbbells and kind of just do this. Sure, you know. Can your yeah. butt cheeks get any tighter? Yeah, I mean, they're, why they're why get flat. up and go for a walk when you could just do it in the chair? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Okay, right? uh, try not to be so negative when writing Netflix reviews. <laughs> Because you're hurting the movie uh, producer's feelings. Uh, well, I mean, I, I I need to be you need to be more positive. You're reviewing the movie, right? So right. you need to have positives in there with the negatives. So I see. Just to help other 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 <laughs> other people. Um, right. I want to recycle more. That's good. Yeah, I think it's important. <laughs> Very important. This um, list isn't bad, I guess. Person. Love myself more. Oh, well, that's a good. Uh, one. I think it's really important. I think that's it's important. a really important. Yeah, one. you should talk to my therapist. Yeah, you know you're going to fail on that one, though. He'd give you a free session just for saying that. Uh, make more money. I'd like to do that. <laughs> right. You know, That's a good resolution. Good. I think, yeah. Um, try not to hate dogs so much. I think that's a pretty good one. Yeah, you that's know, not a lot bad. Of this, you know, um, I can see you becoming a better person already. I So can I. I think yeah. that's a pretty good one. Um, give out hugs more often. Really? I'm very closed in with, yeah, with hugs the, and stuff like that. How about so just I, longer hugs? I've noticed that. <laughs> I can do longer hugs. <laughs> right. From the, the Shea Comfort School of Hugging. Oh. Um, he, he does long embraces uh, really? to where it's a little uncomfortable. Yeah. Oh, I don't yeah, like that. And he kisses you on the cheek. Oh, but he knows. But yeah. he knows. He's, but he's Euro. I know that he enjoys me. Right. And I want to share that feeling. He's enjoying you a little too much, in my opinion. Um <laughs> Oh, this is a good one. Try to embrace the healing power of crystals. <laughs> That's a, I think right. it's really important. Yeah. Um, you know, there's a lot of, uh, with the symmetry of the crystal, a lot of power is driven through those. Okay. And um, 
why be close minded? You can't hurt. Yeah. It can't hurt to to just wear crystals. Yeah, you're right. You know. All right, let's come back to JP in a second. Moscow, do you do oh. uh, New Year's resolutions? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Like, what do you got? Like lose uh, weight. Yeah, <laughs> right. Is that because we call you fat most of the year? Uh, Behind no. your back? No. <laughs> has nothing to do with it. Because your girlfriend doesn't think you're fat, does she? No. No. But it, I uh, mean, she told I'm me sure she, she thinks you're fat, but you don't yeah. know. I, she, I, I provide a home. She, she she can overlook it. I'm not worried about her. It's for me. It's for you. That's right. Uh, you just Where are you looking? A little around the waistline? Oh, a little gut. A little uh, right. the chin. The chin doesn't hurt. It's a very uh, uh, common, um, you know, this time of year, people uh, take a look in the mirror and mm-hmm. they say, you know, go to the gym. Or, or Do you have a plan for losing this weight? Um, eat less. <laughs> That's yeah, he said yeah. as he sipped his beer. Yeah, how un-American of you. If you ever go into the gym right after the first day, you can't get in there. You can't get a machine. You can't right. do anything. But you know, it's going to thin out in about three weeks. I, I was gonna, I was thinking January 5th. Yeah. No, it does. <laughs> yeah. It just, just starts thinning. By, it's just back to normal about, right. about three yeah, weeks. Yeah, three weeks is generous, though. Yeah. Uh, is that well, it? Is that your only uh, res? Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm essentially perfect <laughs> in every other way. Really? That's it? You know, we can uh, we can work we can work out a list if you want. Maybe JP should make you a list. I I, I I'm compelled through the rest of the year to JP. Do me a favor throughout the show. Yeah. As you hear Moscow interact with us and are reminded of him as right. a person. Right. Make a little list, and at the end of the show, hmm. we'll review. Okay. In fact, maybe we should also make it the Twitter game if you didn't have a better one already. <clears throat> uh, I didn't have a, a one. At all. What should my resolution be? Yeah, what uh, should Moscow's resolution be? That's the new Twitter game. Okay, tonight's Twitter game, what should Moscow's resolution be? Just you know, one. it's just going to be 800 tweets like, shut up, don't talk, <laughs> be less Jewish, <laughs> nobody wants to hear it, yeah, be less Jewish, <laughs> Let, be less of a ginger. Right. Which, by the way, I'm doing every day. You are? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I'm working to be less of a ginger. Every day. You're never going to get a soul. <laughs> all right. I- I don't really do uh, resolutions myself. I, I think uh, I'm, I'm a bit like Doc. I think that they're a, uh, uh, a recipe for failure. But mm-hmm. I, I'll be honest with you, what I do do is, is might be yeah. perceived as a little worse. Okay. Every year to me has a theme. It's a whole theme that I work on. Huh. So in the past, for example, I've had uh, the year of travel where I've tried to accept more invitations, whether they be Brewing Network or from friends, and, and really do as, as much as I can. I've had the year of work, where it was nothing but 10-hour days. You know, I, really, I had to hunker down, and I, I felt like... And it helps me feel like I'm uh, uh, doing what that year needs me to do to right. grow. It's all about growth, same as a regular resolution. Yes. Uh, this year is the year of maintenance. Uh-huh. Maintenance, uh-huh. yeah. So like life maintenance, uh, uh, all things house, uh, maintenance. Uh, house maintenance, life maintenance, brewing network maintenance. It basically means rather than uh, being extroverted and going out like every night, like tasty over here, uh, it's more hunkering down and doing the things that don't get done because I'm going out and and accepting b- both w- new projects, new work. So a year of maintenance to me means saying no. To yes. everything that that is not the stuff that isn't being maintained. Okay. So you might see some website improvements. I would hope oh. uh, we have a new uh, store in the works that's being yes. finished this month. Yeah. Um, I'll be calling Doc to work on my house for me. <laughs> uh, a lot of things like this. Yeah, maintenance. Yeah, we're going to maintain our friendship. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah, yeah, things like that. So, oh, uh, <clears throat> by the way, Doc, I shot your shotgun yesterday. Yeah, how that work? I, I went trap. It's magical, yeah. isn't it? I killed it. Nice. Uh, it's got a nice balance to it. It's a nice gun. It's a Mossberg. Yeah. And, uh, you know, you give 25 uh, clay pigeons go out. 
I was hitting, uh, I did three rounds. I did 20 of, of them on two of them and 21 on the wow, third. Wow. That sounds really I was good. killing it. From what distance? Uh, whatever the closest distance. Four. Uh, six inches. You know, <laughs> right there. I did great. They were laying on the ground. Good. Yeah, I just well, hit well, it with a rifle butt. Now, I haven't done it in so long, though. I did sort of forget how to hold the gun. No. So your shoulder's uh, sore. My, not so much my shoulder as my cheek. Because <laughs> you got to put your face right down on it. Right. And uh, I forgot that you're not supposed to put the butt right on your cheekbone, but rather yeah. tightly below it. And right. tightly. If you do it tight, it's fine. Yeah. But I sort of did it loosely right on my cheekbone. I had a swollen face last nice. night. Uh, anyway, a, it was a good That's why they time. call it a cheek weld. Yeah, but I like the gun, uh, Doc. So thank you. And uh, it's the best I've ever done. Great. You know, it was a good, it was a good time. All right. Well, I thought we'd uh, discuss 2013 a little bit. Yeah. Uh, you know, people like to know what the brewcasters are doing, and I'm I I care about your lives. <laughs> are, are we done? Do you want any I, more? Give me I a couple know. more viewers. Yeah, sure. More yeah. Okay. Um, I'll I'll just pick and choose because I do have about twelve more. Um, go around. Go on more walks around the block. Right. I think it's very important. How for, many for health? For example, in 2012, how many walks around the block did you do? Uh, none. Okay, right. So if you do it tonight, you, you already... There's more. Right. You can check it off. Baby steps. That's um, positive. Your neighborhood, don't, don't do it at night. It's not bad. Yeah. Not during the day. Um, uh, weave another dream catcher. Oh. Yeah, new year, new dream is what I put after that. <laughs> right. Uh, it's real important. That makes sense. Uh, read more books. Uh-huh. How many books did you read in uh, 2012? Uh, none. Okay. Well, yeah. we're, see, these are improvements. More. Um, take Taryn out for dinner more often. How many times did you take? Now for dinner in 2012 uh including the time she paid no uh then none <laughs> uh, see that's got a hidden agenda right there because then she doesn't have to clean up the dishes right? oh, and, or and or leave them in his way it, it helps the other yes. uh, mm-hmm. uh, um, get better at words with friends okay well i could see why that might be important to you somebody know. Um, and try to be more positive about the Kardashians. I feel it's important. Mm. They're here to stay. Well, I hear that they're getting divorced. Yeah. The, the main ones. Well, you hey, know. What's, what's one more? It's mainly just the sisters everyone cares about. Everyone right. else is just satellites and kind of, sure. you know, uh, on their coattails. Well, the one sister has that great rear end. That's true. I don't know if you've seen it. Um, yeah. I, uh, you know, they're, they're more spiritual than that. I could see Tasty dating a Kardashian. You ever yeah. thought about that? I haven't thought about that. No. Yeah. Does that make me a bad person? Yeah, I think he could date one. I think uh, he could. Sure. I think they'd have a good relationship. They, they only date superstars. Oh wait, <laughs> wait, right. possibly. Yeah. Um, that's all. I mean, there's all more, right. but you know, Bevo made it in the studio. Uh, real quick, before we move on to the rest of our, uh, do you have? Do you do New Year's resolutions, Bevo? Uh, this is the first day I've ever kind of, sort of did one. Is that right? Yeah. Let me guess. It was to leave Sam. <laughs> no. Oh. Okay, Mm-mm. what is it? Or them? There was just one, and it was just to take better care of myself. I see. Does that include going to the gym, or is this like an eating? Well, look, or here's getting the rid thing. of Sam? I had a gym membership. I went to CrossFit for three months. Okay. It was good. That shit's expensive. But that shit's expensive. Yeah. I see. So I can't afford the gym. So what, well, will, what will taking better care of yourself entail? It does entail exercising at least three times a week and eating better. Okay. Mostly, I'm just tired of being fat. <laughs> I see. And we're and not you know, tired of you being be like, fat. Oh, you're not fat. Whatever, dude. Right. There's some fat. I, it needs to be addressed. You know, I, I hadn't noticed, uh, but we did go bowling on New Year's Eve. And I was I did look at your rear end a couple of times. and Just once. You know, it, it doesn't look as good as it used no, to. No, no, it's sad. Yeah. It's, it's, a, it's a mopey butt. It's a little boxy. 
You're just it's deceptive though because she still looks good. She B- still both looks things fantastic. are true, right? She's hot and she's right. A little, but you might you know. not focus on the rear end anymore. I think you could bring the rear end back. I think that should be your resolution. Forget about it. Don't make it so general. Just make it the rear end and the rest will fall yeah, into give it place. A focus. I don't know. Well, look, let me tell you, the two plates of pasta that I had for dinner already <laughs> shows that I am an epic failure. Yeah, right. Wow. <laughs> but, but it high was hella good, though. You, <laughs> high rates of failure are not an argument against New Year's regu- resolutions. Sure. They're an argument for making an attainable New Year's resolution. That's true. And also, yeah, exactly. You need to make them attainable. And I will say this on a serious note to all of our listeners. Don't be so hard on yourself. You know, as you do your, what happens is if you really beat yourself up for failing at the resolution, then you're doing twice as much damage to yourself as actually failing at the resolution. Forgive yourself. It's okay. Uh, But you will learn to make more attainable resolutions. I forgave myself for that first plate of pasta by (laughs) eating. Well, that's not what I meant. Don't be stupid. (laughs) (laughs) You're a cow having two plates of pasta. By the way, a hot cow. You can't afford the gym. You just can't afford CrossFit, which is like a hundred and something bucks. You can afford a 24. $24 $24 a month. That's fine. Second of all, I don't care how good your ass looks. If you have a gunt, no one's going to love you. Well, you know what I mean? You don't have a gunt. I don't yet. have a gunt. No. no, but I'm just saying that, you know, don't make it just it's focus a, on the it's ass. A slippery slope. Right, because then you'll still eat pasta, but just do 10,000 squats a day, <laughs> and then you're fine, but it'll grow in the other way. I see. The money you Precisely. save on that yeah. second plate of pasta, you can put towards the gym. Oh, no, I had a rep lunch at, at the office today, so that was a free plate of second, uh, second free? plate of pasta. Oh. Well, then, so you're right. stocking up. That's fine. It's wintertime. I got to stay warm, yo. <laughs> does, uh, does You have a heater, right? Does Sammy have a resolution that you know of? I don't think so. I bet it's to have more sex. <laughs> Not date fat chicks. <laughs> right. No fat chicks. Right. All right. Uh, well, thanks for indulging us there. We like to... Ex- I-, I like to explore the new year. I uh, Like I said, I don't really do resolutions, but I do think it's a good time for reflection and that people should look forward and, and try to better themselves. And I guess all of us are doing that except for Doc. <laughs> oh, I, I think about it. I just don't make a promise to myself. Yeah, I Trust me, I think about these. Yeah, it'd be better if I did that. So it's all thought of. It's not like, this is what I'm going to do. Right. Wouldn't be- that help you do these things, though? Making, no. Making a, why not? By the way, you look skinny. Do I? Have you, are you losing weight? Because you look thin right now. Yeah, a little I, resolution there. Oh, it was? <laughs> yeah. I, it's not because you've been sick or anything. Yeah, you, that too, but I haven't oh. been drinking for about two weeks. Oh, I see. Yeah, you look thin. Yeah, well, be careful. You're bo- you're not looking unhealthy, but you're borderline. Don't lose so much <laughs> oh, weight. Oh, I was getting like, that hangy over the belty thing. <clears throat> oh, I, I see. like that anymore. So. Okay. All right. Uh, a great show planned for you today. Uh, this is probably always one of my favorite shows of the year because we get to do the Brewing Network Awards. And I think it's like the uh, seventh annual. It's only the sixth? I believe that's right, yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't think we did it the first couple of years. Oh, okay. Took us a while to come up with that brilliant idea. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so the Brewing Network Awards are happening tonight. You might want to stay tuned if you're a regular listener, uh, regular caller, uh, regular drunk of the week, regular contributor. You might actually make it onto the BNAs. And, uh, you know, it's a, it'll make you famous. You won't be able to walk down the street the same way again if you, if you <laughs> win it. You'll be walking the left a little bit. <laughs> you win a BNA tonight. So stay tuned for that. We'll be doing that a little bit later in the show. Also, uh, we'd love to welcome back to the program uh, Stan Hieronymus, uh, who's got a new book out, The Hops Book, which everybody is raving about. If you haven't picked it up, you can pick it up in our store. Uh, actually, I did order it, and they sent me one book. I ordered a case of it, and they sent me one book. Did the same thing with Brewing Classic Styles, yeah. Yeah. How to Brew. 
What's it's online. It? You can't pick it up in our store because they screwed up my order. Right. Uh, soon you'll be able to pick it up in the store, but uh, really a fantastic book. We do have our promotional copy, and uh, Stan did a, a wonderful job on it. So if you've got questions about hops or you need to figure out why you should own this book, just stay tuned. You can call in, 888-401-BEER. Stan will be on uh, in just about uh, 20 minutes. We'll be talking to Stan. Uh, all about the hops book. A couple of announcements to get out to you real quick here. The Winter Brews Festival is back. How many years have we been doing that? Ten, I think, at least. It's our fourth. Fourth annual. Right? Fourth annual, and it's the first time we've <laughs> we've been accepted back into the same location twice. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you'll remember, we thought Berkeley was our new home, and then it was occupied by homeless people. Right. Uh, it got occupied. That's Moscow's favorite Berkeley. people, uh, by the way. Oh, Even, I, 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 yeah. I'm on board with their values wholeheartedly. <laughs> Yeah, well, homeless people and Democrats. He was occupied by both of those people. I don't see a difference, to tell you the truth. (laughs) So uh, we're back in Toto Santos and Concord. I do think we found a permanent home because we love it there, and they like to have us too, and it's just a couple blocks away from the uh, Concord BART station. Tickets are on sale right now. You can go to WBF2013. That's WBF2013.eventbrite.com and buy your tickets right now. They're 35 bucks in advance. They're going to be 40 bucks at the door. That's right. So, uh, Is it rain or shine? It's rain or shine. Rain or yeah, shine. actually, uh, the city of Concord helped us out with a great plan in case it rains, and we're going to move it out of the park and right next to it. The park is in a big square, and the city of Concord is it will gladly shut down the whole street for us so that we can not have to walk around in the mud. So we'll put up tents, uh, big tents for everybody to be under, but the other part of that is if it was in the park, it would still be kind of a slushy ground. Right. They're going to let us be on all the sidewalks and shut down the street and let us move over to the street. Still have access to the stage because we've got live entertainment coming. Uh, Purple Haze is back. The oh, Gina oh, Hendricks yeah. uh, tribute band. And I'm working on a, a reggae band right now to do the other part of it to keep us active. I don't like, you know, our winter fest is, it, it's more like a summer fest. You know, it should feel right. like a party. It should keep you warm. So it is rain or shine and we won't be in the mud if it does rain. Has, but. Um, has Schumann's outfit been addressed? Because he is to wear the awful bridesmaid's dress I had to wear last year, right? What? Oh, is, is that what happened? Yeah. For what? Was that the deal? Who cares? He liked it. He was like, I want that. <laughs> I see. Okay, then. Let's Done. make Schumann wear the bridesmaid's dress. When, Absolutely. When did he announce that he was doing that? Yeah. Who cares? I just announced I don't think it we just announced it. I don't think we're going to need to make him. I Done. think he'll no. be on board. Yeah. If, if he even catches wind of it, he'll he'll say yes before we finish the sentence. <laughs> yeah, just say dress. He'll say yes to the dress. dress. I feel like you and JP should role play what that exchange is going to be. <laughs> uh, so, Schumann... I have this dress. Yeah, done. I would love to wear it. <laughs> Perfect. Do I have to wear underwear? No. No. Oh. Yes, you do. That dress is very short. Oh, I don't remember seeing you in that. I looked like a cupcake. You did look like a cupcake. Yeah, that's actually exactly. Well, I guess what it was hard to like. tell where the dress ended and your legs began. Oh, that's rude. Oh, I, I had on rub-on tan. That's not true. <laughs> Cupcake. All right, WF WBF2013 wbf2013.eventbrite.com. Get your tickets right now. Or go to the uh, ONTAP page on the Network.com slash ONTAP. Click it there. It's from 12 to 4 on Saturday, January 26th in downtown Concord. Take BART. Uh, there's also free parking, by the yep. way, if you have a designated driver. Designated drivers are free. There's lots uh, of free parking. There's actually two parking garages yeah. in downtown Concord. Yeah. It's tons of parking, but also yeah. I, I recommend take a bar because it's really just a couple yeah. blocks away. Right. Uh, 12 to 4, so you got plenty of time to do your own thing afterward, include, uh, including maybe just going to EJ Fair and uh, grabbing a burger and a pint right after the thing. Maybe. Uh, it's all right there, so do that. Uh, Moscow has some thank yous because I guess we got some beer sent to us over the holidays. Oh. Yeah, lots of people. Very generous. Uh, Matt Potts and Mark Tilly, our friends out at Distill in Illinois, they were on uh, early in 12. They sent us uh, some more beer. There's some downstairs in the fridge. I think I remember loving their beer. Their beer yeah. was great. Yeah. The 
a Dose of Adania, Russian Imperial Stout. We got a bottle of that. We'll pop it in a moment. Uh, our friend Theo Brew sent us some Cigar City beer. Uh, Leonard Ashcroft sent us beer from Full Pint Brewing in Pennsylvania. Those were great. Wow. And then uh, Steve-O, he sent us a sour from the brewery. And, oh, man, I like sours, man. I know you like sours. Well, it's, it was labeled for Justin, so we'll see oh. if Justin is uh, selfish or not. Well, I know it's a likes, sour? I'm not sharing that. And then, uh, you like sours. We'll get ready. He also sent us Westy 12, which we can open really? later tonight. Really? Yep. Wow. Uh, and then every guest and listener who is wildly generous. How many people in this room have not had West Letterin 12? Bevo? I think I might have shared some. I had exactly one sip Maybe. Of it. I don't remember. Yeah. Okay. It's fine. Oh, it's a wonderful beer. Um, so thank you, everybody. So very generous. We appreciate it. Is the Cigar City beer here, too? Uh, yes. Oh, that's another great beer. No problem, man. Oh, thanks right. to all you guys for sending beer. We always do appreciate yeah, it. Uh, all right. In the store, uh, our brand new Brewing Network DVDs. Our first in the series of our brew, uh, BN University is with uh, Matt Brennelson from Firestone Walker. He teaches us how to brew the perfect American pale ale. They're available for pre-sale now. I do think they're actually supposed to arrive uh, this week or next, so they will be shipping very soon. Just click on store and uh, brewing DVDs, and you can uh, purchase them right now. Uh, if you do a pre-sale, you're going to save a couple bucks. I think it's like 17 bucks right now, and it goes up to about 20 once we get the DVDs in stock. So uh, save yourself a couple bucks and get it now. You're going to want this. You know, even if you already have a nice American pale ale, why would you not want to listen to Matt Brinelson give you all the tips? Uh, I mean, he he wins not just gold in American pale ale every year, but gold and silver. And then his beers just swap places uh, for right. gold and silver the right. following year. The guy's a badass. So check it out right now. Uh, a bunch of you shopped uh, via Amazon over the Christmas season by oh, clicking man. the Amazon link. Oh, Tasty and Doc did too. Yep. Sure. Thank you, guys. I didn't do any Christmas shopping this year. I yeah, was neither a, did I. I was a, I was a Scrooge. And, yeah. You know, I made gifts. Uh, but a bunch of you did, and we thank you for that. You can just click the Amazon link right there on the homepage all year long, or you can save it in your favorites, and you just shop as normal, and you, you pay the same price. But Amazon gets less of your money, and we get a little bit of it, and it's a great way to support the Brewing Network. And so many of you have done it. I can't thank you enough. It's It's been a wonderful uh, boost to help us pay the rent around here. So thanks very much for that. Just click the Amazon link. You can do the same with the Micromatic link, and I need to put a new static link for Micromatic up there. But if you need keg parts, uh, just click the Micromatic link, and you can do that too. Uh, iPhone and Android apps are in uh, both Android Market and uh, iTunes. Just search BN Mobile. They're both free. Watch all this live on justin.tv slash brewing network. You can see our pretty faces. Subscribe and join the BN Army by clicking the donate button. If you're a recurring uh, recurring donor, uh, you're entered to win a monthly uh, donation giveaway courtesy of More Beer. And that's a $100 gift certificate that you could win. Plus, uh, I think this year they're going to add some extra prizes to the mix. Wow. And when it comes to uh, BN Anniversary Time, which is in Philly this year. Uh, if you're a, a monthly donor, you might be entered to win an even bigger prize, like a conical or a more beer sculpture. So, wow. all sorts of reasons to become a recurring donor. And once again, being that it's the the first of the year for us, thank you so much to all of you donors who have donated over the years. You've been wonderful. Uh, you've really kept us going. And in fact, I, I kind of looked at things. I was telling the story about how. We, I almost threw in the towel several years ago. Yeah. And it was you donors that really turned it around. It was a, a couple of key sponsors, but it was a, a couple hundred of you donors that ended up paying the bills around here and, and kept me from having to go out of business. So I just wanted to thank you all for doing that. Um, all right. Uh, so get all this and more over on Twitter and... Yeah. <laughs> Uh, get your show ideas uh, over to Scott at thebrewingnetwork.com. Send feedback to feedback at thebrewingnetwork.com. And we already did our Twitter game, didn't we? 
We did. Which was what was it again? What was what is Scott's uh, New what Year's resolution? What should it be? Yeah. Right. We know what it is. Right. We're right. gonna find out. Right. We do feedback? Do we have time for feedback? I hope so. I got five minutes. I don't have our feedback music though. I kind of loaded everything up with our BN awards later. So uh, just do me a banjo sound. <laughs> Perfect. All right. Feedback's brought to you today by our great old sponsor, the Twenty First Amendment. With us all these years, you go to Two and A and check out their wonderful beer. And they also put it, if you didn't know, in cans. In fact, I brought uh, Bitter American in cans to Moscow's birthday the other night. Those were demolished in a moment. Mosky turns 30 this week, ladies and gentlemen. 30. Thanks. The big 3-0. Mm-hmm. His balls are finally dropping. Isn't that right, Tasty? Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, yeah. My other resolution is to stay young. I forgot. <laughs> oh, it is a good one. <laughs> yeah. All right. Wonderful. Uh, all right. I, I do have some good feedback this week, actually. So, Oh, how about that? It's pretty good, huh? Is that just playing through your laptop? No. It's not playing through my laptop. Oh, Doc's wow. got it on the phone. Nice, Doc. Because it's working like it's coming through the system. Yeah. Wow. Love it. All right, here we go. Uh, <laughs> sent from my Toshiba laptop writes in, uh, I just wanted to say thanks for doing what you do. I was in the uh, L.A. area last week and at first struggled to find a good brewery to go to. Then I remembered how highly you spoke of Ladyface. So I went there for some food and beer. The beers were great, especially their coffee porter and IPA. If it weren't for the BN, I would never have known about them. Thanks, from sent for my Toshiba laptop. You are welcome. Uh, uh, I've never been to Ladyface myself, but I have had their beer. It is rad. The Ladyface is great. Food's great. People are great. Beer's great. Perfect. Sent for my iPhone writes in. I brewed a Belgian... Uh, I'm going to read them as they come in, by the way, just so you know. Uh, I brewed a Belgian tipple uh, that stopped fermenting. Needs some help. I warm it up to 70F. Then I transferred it to a glass carbon. Added a new dry yeast after rehydrated. It's still nothing. So I add a little priming sugar. Still nothing. Uh, it's still N- nothing. Need help on direction on what to do. It is should be 8.5 to 9%, but is only at 7%. I hope he's foreign and not just dumb. <laughs> you know? He could be a dumb well, but foreigner. he sent it from his iPhone, so maybe it, he it, was drinking and right. using the soft pad. Inner bad autocorrect. Yeah. Uh did anybody get the actual question, though, and like yeah, to I answer did. it? Well, yeah. the facts were like you know, dis- yeah. distracting in a way. Yeah. Right. He has a stuck ferment. Well, I, I, yeah. I have to ask him how it tastes. I mean, he's giving us numbers that he thinks it's under-attenuated. I wonder how it tastes, but he's not, he obviously didn't tell us that. Let's assume it's sweet, because it's measuring sweet, right? Yeah. Right. Well, he doesn't really well, say. We tried all the normal stuff, right? It's he, measuring. Yeah, he says it should be. He's just going by ABV, I guess. Yeah, he says well, it, the, yeah the inning grab. He, yeah. He says that the AB... He, so he you know, said it's at 7%. It should be about 9%. Yeah, so, so it's he, under attenuated. Yeah, it's sure. under attenuated. Sure. Uh, so he's tried the... Like, he, he warmed it up to 70. He might consider uh, going, you know, quite a bit higher than that. 75, 76 mm-hmm. even. Oh, and, not right away, but just, you know, like a degree a day for six days, and if it does, it should kick up. He says he added sugar That's and not, yeast. Yeah, shouldn't no added, fermentation? I don't know. Shouldn't, no. shouldn't have added sugar, period. No. Okay. That no. just makes the, the final gravity higher. If, the, if it's not working, you should at least first start stirring around the yeast. Okay. If that doesn't do it, there's a couple other things you can do. One is brew another beer, rack it off, and then pour that beer right on top of that new, brand new yeast cake. Stir it up. It should start in again. Okay. Uh, the other thing is to basically croisin it. Use that other beer, and just as soon as it starts really going off in the first a couple hours, you want to add about 10% of that beer into his triple. Okay. Make sure it's an appropriate kind of beer to put in there. 
and that should kick it up and bring it back down too. Is that different than doing another big yeast starter? It's a little tougher with a big yeast starter. Okay. And it's it's better to do it with putting it right on top of a brand new yeast cake or croisoning it with a with some already fermenting beer that's like just in the first part of its ferment. Okay. Yeah. Bring it up to like seventy five, like Tasty was saying, but also shake the shit out of it yeah, too. Just try Rou- that rouse that yeast first. Try that first. Okay. All right, good ideas. Uh, Michael writes in, uh, Dear Brewcasters, I'm not one to write feedback in general, but I feel in this case it's warranted. The Brewing Network has been helping me brew great beer from day one. I must say it's been the single best resource of brewing insight that I've found. I recently began listening to the resource-rich Sunday session after the Jamil show and Bruce Strong. I must say that it's been amazing. Not only is the show in a candid, anything-goes format, but it also comes with a great cast of also uh, awesome personalities. Uh, it's always a treat to get the thoughts and direction from the best brewers out there. Uh, blah, 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 blah. Th- thank you for the very nice words. Uh, I guess, uh, he says, the BN was instrumental in helping me win the annual Hampton Roads Brewing Cup. Uh, so I guess he won a... Yep, yep, that sounds important. Yeah, he won a big deal. I think we have somebody locked out. Uh-oh. Uh, maybe not. Uh, so that's Michael from Beer and Ale Research Foundation. Barf. Barf. Uh, that's his club. I met Michael, I think, out in uh, Virginia. I the name we, sounds yeah. familiar. We what, met Michael out there, Doug. Uh, Mitchum. Yep. Yeah, met him out there. Mitchell. <clears throat> he was good. Spork Saber writes in. Um, <laughs> Spork Saber. Hey, Jason. Uh, since we are all still here, I wanted to wish everyone, even Scott, a Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. So there you go. Even the Jew got one of those. He doesn't need no, no reaction whatsoever. I'm offended. Um, Doctor Mao writes in JP and mental uh, JP and the mental Lilliputians that keep you down. Right? Do we know what Lilliputians are? Yeah, they're from Lilliput, hmm. little midgets. Yeah, from uh, little dwarfs. Gulliver's Travel. After using Jamil's book for years and listening to you bloody afterbirths going on and on about Heretic's evil twin, I finally gave in and ordered myself a 12-pack of 22-ounce bottles. Okay, the shit blew the back off my skull. (coughs) When is the smarmy bastard ever going to give up the recipe, or is he too good for that now? Allahu Akbar, Dr. Mao. (laughs) Uh, That recipe's been out for years, and in fact, you can buy the kit at Northern Brewer, can't you? Yeah. I mean, he's tweaked it out, I guess, uh, since bringing on commercial system, but uh, it's probably the same thing. uh, It's also in his book, Brewing Classic Styles, uh, under Evil Twin, along with all of his other recipes. So I will, you know, uh, I too, like a good Jamil jab, it's always fun to to make fun of our friend Jamil. Right. But I will stand by him uh, from now until forever. Uh, that he, the man gives away his information, and he yeah. always has, and, and he's helped the Brewing Network by doing that, and he wrote a book that did it. It, gave, it, was, a, it was the tell-all a Jamil book. Uh, no, Brewing Classic Style. So, so that recipe's out there, dude. Uh, yeah. Buy the book. Uh, okay. And finally, Brandon. I guess I have a couple more. Uh, blah, blah, blah. Just downloaded your... I don't know. This one's... Uh, oh, okay. Uh, a guy downloaded... He's a radio fan. He likes radio. It's one of his passions. He would love to be on the show. His wife okay. ended up saying, uh, you would love nothing more than to be sitting around brew shitting with those guys. Uh, she was proud of herself for inventing the term. Coin it. Give her credit. Thanks, Mary. That's from Brandon. So, Mary just gave us brew shitting. Okay. Right. It's uh, like bullshitting, but what we did. about beer. Right. I'm, cool. I'm pretty sure I brew shit on January 1st after a night of beer drinking. <laughs> that comes before yeast ghosting. Yeah, yeah. it usually does. 
Sometimes they are. Sometimes simultaneously. <laughs> <laughs> you know. What are you doing? Just yeast Lift ghost off. shitting. <laughs> right. Uh, Alex writes in, uh, Dear Brewcasters, really love your shows, but... Not but... No, he says, but nothing. You're totally awesome. Throwing myself into my passion for brewing has saved me um, from having to go on happy hills, uh, oh, happy pills since my mom died. I'm so grateful for the service you provide the brewing community, blah, blah, blah. Uh, listen, uh, I would not say that we're a replacement for good old-fashioned happy pills. <laughs> no. I mean, I'm happy for you that or you, you found do, that. You can't yeah. do both. But, uh, yeah, listen, don't uh, underestimate a good old-fashioned happy pill. <laughs> right. Great. We're using them. <laughs> right. Listen to me condoning uh, <laughs> your prescription mi- drugs. Right. Your mileage may vary. But he says, uh, here's my issue, though. I really fucking hate my job and really want to quit. However, it pays me shitloads of cash, which I use to support the hobby and to come see you guys at nationals every year. It's like I'm miserable 50% of the time and elated 50% of the time. Any advice from you that doesn't involve suicide would be considered. There's pills for that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there you go. There are happy pills for that. Bipolar. Fine. You know... <laughs> that's fine. Eat this. <clears throat> as an American standard, uh, 50% miserable and 50% happy is not that bad. No, yeah. uh, that's pretty good. There's a lot of miserable working folks out there who, yeah. uh, you know... And they go home and be miserable. Bebo's <laughs> hair just flew up into the air. But at least you... Uh, <laughs> but at least you're happy the other 50% of the time. Now, no, he said, said, he said elated. Elated, right. Yeah. So that's even better than just... Good. That being said, I don't condone the status quo. I'm an I, I I'm an achiever. I prefer to go for <laughs> for, for more than that. Yeah. And uh, so while I I do say that you're doing above average by being elated fifty percent of the time, I would strive for more than that. Um, now, I would need to you, you, I need you to define shitloads of money uh, for this job, yeah. and really, it's just a mental state. Now, I've always said this: um, if I have to be at work a hundred hours a week, but make shitloads of money. I'm out. I don't care. I'd rather make minimum wage mm. because what good is money if you can't enjoy it, if you can't spend it, See, if you I, can't go on vacation, if I, you you know do the things that money allows you to do. I'm sure you wouldn't mind me interjecting. I would be up for that, <laughs> right? But for a, a finite amount of time. So that's the thing. You oh, do that's it for true. like five years, yeah. and you just sock money away. So it depends on how much money he means by shitloads. Because I'll, yeah. I'll give you that. Because uh, then you, you come out of it, you can buy a better house, you, right. can, you, can, you can invest, then you can retire probably earlier. If you're, making, right. if you're making six figures, low six figures or whatever, for five years, go right. back to 80 grand. Uh, you know, I'll agree with conservative. that. But this whole thing where you work until retirement age and then enjoy your life... I am not for. I'm sorry to say it, no. but I'm not for it. I don't go with that. I don't go with the whole put all your money and all your time away till later because I don't know many people who don't die uh, about a month after they retire. <laughs> yep. I know that there are examples. I see them on, on Cialis commercials. Sure. Um, but in my opinion, uh, putting your entire life off for the day that you retire is a terrible waste of life. So I agree with JP. If it's a short amount of time, you can sock some money away and yeah. then maybe just do something that takes less of your time. Go for it. Or if you're just freaking miserable, get out of there. Forget yep. about the money. Right. Uh, make yourself some life goals, and the goals don't have to be uh, they don't ha- they don't have to be like I need to own a yacht. They could be look. This is how much my mortgage is. Uh, this is how much I need to pay for my car, and this is how much my family is. I just need to make a little more than that, and then figure out how many hours a week you have to work to get that. And read the four hour work week. It'll change your life. There you go. Mm. That's my advice. Save for retirement also. Come on. Come on. It depends. Yes, unless that means that you're doing all of your 
work and saving for later. You don't do any fun or any living or any vacation, then I'm not for that. I say don't save a goddamn dime if it means you're miserable your whole life. Because you won't live. If you're miserable your whole life, your health is failing. And you will make it to about 67. Right. And you'll still be working and you'll die when you're working. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. There's a balance you should find. Schumann's dad and my dad both. Right. Are dead. Didn't even make it to <laughs> retirement. But they did that whole plan. Sock yeah. it away. Work and work. Both dead. Do you think they had fun though? No. At the same time? They had a couple moments of fun. Mm. But they were miserable. Mm. That happened to my friend's dad. He worked and worked and worked. As soon as he retired, he bought a big old motor home. Right. Made it up to Alaska, face down in his oatmeal. See? You know what? F it. Everybody, quit your jobs tomorrow. Yeah. Go have some fun. Oh, yeah. That you know? point, well, like moved to Europe. Listen, Obama just extended the unemployment. What? That's not the Obama I know. Uh, quit! Or get fired, or whatever you have to do. Oh, yeah. I Go get, enjoy your life. I want to get fired. It's not going to work for you. Oh, shit. <laughs> Technically, you're a contractor. Fuck. You don't get shit. Uh, everybody else has a real job. Ah, fuck it. Who wants to work for a living, right? All right. Don't forget, feedback's brought to you today by the 21st Amendment. This message from Justin Crosley brought to you by the 21st Amendment. <laughs> by Steve the Therapist. Yeah. I would rather, rather than work, I'd rather donate all of my time free of charge. <laughs> I love that idea, <laughs> Bebo. I am being sarcastic. Whoa. Because I was thinking you're onto something. What would you be doing for free of charge? <laughs> yeah. Donating Nothing at all. Nothing you think I'm going to be doing. Okay. Creeper, turn around. <laughs> <laughs> turn around. All right. I got to get us to break. We're way over time, and Stan Aronimus is waiting to be on the program. We're going to talk hops when we get back. 888-401-BEER if you have questions to ask. Also, Bevo is running the chat room. Just hit the chat button on the homepage. We got a great show lined up for you, so stick with us. It's the session. We'll be right back. Listening to the Brewcasters. Brewcasters on the Brewing Network. Since the first time the Brewing Network microphones turned on, more beer was behind it. More Beer sponsors the programming on the BN because, like you, they love brewing. And like the Brewing Network, they love sharing their knowledge. MoreBeer.com isn't just a website to place your next equipment or ingredient order. MoreBeer.com also gives you access to free beer information that will make you a better brewer. Go to MoreBeer.com and click into the Learning Center. You'll find podcasts, technical facts, video tutorials, and more, including access to The Buzz, more beer social network of more than 5,000 members. And some of them might even be crazier about beer than you are. Get over to morebeer.com today and take advantage of the buzz, the forum, the learning center, and make sure you're signed up to receive the newest More Beer catalog. More Beer, bringing you absolutely everything for beer making. Hi, I'm Jamel Zanishef, and in addition to my work on the Brewing Network, I write the style profile column in every issue of Brew Your Own magazine. Hi, I'm Sean Paxton, and when I'm not prepping for the home-brewed chef on the Brewing Network, you can find me writing articles on how to cook with your homebrew for Brew Your Own magazine. Greetings, cretins. This is John Palmer, and when I'm not writing for Brew Your Own, I'm reading it. 
John Palmer, Sean Paxton, Jamil Zanishev. If you love listening to them on the Brewing Network, you'll love reading their articles, tips, and recipes in the pages of Brew Your Own magazine. Join Jamil, John, and Sean eight times a year in Brew Your Own. And when you subscribe to BYO on the Brewing Network website, half of your subscription price goes right back to the BN to support great beer and food programming. So sign up for Brew Your Own magazine through the BN website today so you can listen and read your way to better homebrew. Nico, listen, our lawyer said that we had to do this for one hour, and after this, we don't have to talk to each other for three more months until the next meeting. Kids. Come on, let's get out of here. I'm supposed to have more lines. I'm the professional. <clears throat> hey, it's Sully. And I'm Nico. And we opened the 21st Amendment nine years ago at 563 2nd Street in San Francisco, just two blocks from Giants Park, to make great beer and have a great time doing it. That's right, because to us, the 21st Amendment is more than just the right to make beer. It's the right to experiment, to be innovative, and just do things differently. And so now, we're putting our craft beer in cans. That's right, cans. You can find our world-famous Hell or High Watermelon Wheat Beer and Brew Free or Die IPA throughout California and Alaska. And now, it's also available on draft at select accounts in the Bay Area. So next time you're at your local neighborhood pub or good beer store, be sure to ask for 21st Amendment in cans. Because everyone likes it in a can. Tasty Crack Cans. Tasty Crack Cans. A vial of White Labs yeast is the key to your best beer. When you open a vial of White Labs yeast, you're giving your beer its best chance for a perfect fermentation. In addition to their already incredible variety of yeasts, White Labs is proud to announce WLP 90, San Diego's super yeast, now available year-round. WLP 90 is super clean, super fast fermenting, with low esters and has a neutral flavor and aroma profile. It's alcohol tolerant and highly flocculent. For more of the latest White Labs news, click over to whitelabs.com, where you can read reviews of yeast, learn in the lab section, and join the customer club. And if you should find yourself in San Diego, White Labs has a brand new training facility for craft brewers and home brewers alike. Whitelabs.com. Discover yeast, nutrients, enzymes, and more for commercial breweries, home brewers, and homebrew stores. White Labs. It's all in the vial. This Sit down next to it, grab yourself a paper towel, and watch those yeast have sex. You're listening to the Google Network. The session. Brewing up our next batch of radio gold. Right now. All right, welcome back to the program. Thanks for sticking with us. It's the session 2013, ladies and gentlemen, in 3D. Yeah, that's Bl- our new thing. Blu-ray? I did we're, notice a difference today. We're in 3D this year. Not Blu-ray, though. No, just 3D. you got to wear glasses to see it. I have those. Yeah, you, you're the only one who can see it in the room. Thank you. It's our new thing. It's a new technology. I, I, I purchased it over the holidays. <laughs> uh, 3D radio. We should be in 5D. Yeah. <laughs> We have the great Stan Hieronymus on the line with us. Stan, how are you, buddy? Good. How are you? I'm doing great. It's wonderful to have you back on the program. It's my pleasure. Now, Stan, as you'll remember, uh, among other things, is the author of Brewing with Wheat, which is available in the Brewing Network store and on Amazon and through Brewers Publications, and it's a wonderful book. And that was the last time we spoke to you, Stan, was after that book. Um, Yep. 
And now, have you been working on the new book, which is the Hops book? Have you been working on that since? It's, it's by the way, it's for the love of hops, the practical guide to aroma, bitterness, and the culture of hops. Have you been working on that since finishing the wheat book? Um, not, not three years solid. Okay, uh, more like about eighteen months. Got it. Oh, see, you're see. I look at books like this and think about what it would take me to do them. And that's why, and it would be like a decade. I don't think yeah. you could read one that fast. <laughs> You'd have to start in kindergarten for you. <laughs> right. But Stan is a professional, so uh, he gets these things done. Well, Stan, did you write the book by yourself? Uh, uh, I'm the one who did all the words that end up on the paper. To yeah. say I did it by myself would be a gross overstatement. Well, that makes I sense. Guess that's you, true. You yeah. have to have a lot of help and, and research to do that, don't you? Uh, so, uh, I, I heard that there... It originally, yeah. uh, Matt Brinelson uh, might have written this same Hops book. Is that huh. correct? Yep, um, but he came to a census. <laughs> right. Because uh, it's a lot of work, something like this, isn't it? Uh, it's a lot of fun. Uh, you know, I, I'm not going to deny that. Um, and uh, there, there's a scary aspect if, if you think about how much information in the book was not known when Matt started working on it originally. Um, uh, you know, a bulk of the information in the book, for instance, is much younger than your show. Oh, is that right? M- meaning new research on hops. Yeah, uh, understanding of uh, aroma and the essential oils that go into it, the compounds, the interaction between yeast and uh, the compounds, and, and a variety of things about bitterness. Um, of course, then just all the practices of dry hopping that are still being refined. Right. So, really, I mean, obviously the the craft beer consumer knows that hops are, are such an important part of, of craft beer now, but it's not just the, that they're ending up in our beers. There's a ton of research being done on them. Uh, uh, yeah. Okay. Um, be, because people, every all of a sudden, you know, Citra was, was actually born in 1990, and it was 2008 before it became a, a commercial product. Interesting. Uh, it was rejected by three large brewers, as a matter of fact, um, because nobody knew what to do with that aroma. Then you turn around within two years and everybody wants citra. It's impossible um, to grow it up that quickly. So then people are leaning and saying, um, what are our alternatives and, and why do these aromas work this way so they can use other hops? I see. When you say large brewers, do you, do you mean really the big boys, the macro brewers, when you say rejected by them? Uh, um, that's it, it, it was first developed for an unnamed brewer um, and, and owned by them, um, and they decided they didn't want it. It, it was stuck to the side. Uh, another brewer came along, and uh, Gene Probosco at, at John Haas said, I have the hop I think you'd like, and, and they developed a little bit more, and they decided they were not interested. I see. And, and then Miller is the one who really paid for the, the last steps of development uh, before craft brewers got involved, and, and that's when uh, Deschutes and um, Sierra Nevada paid for the acreage. Oh, I see. That, that, and, then we ended, and, and then Citrus was unleashed on the public. <laughs> Which we're now thankful for are we as are? Uh, craft beer lovers. Yes, we are, JP. Not all of us. We not including people who are cynics. Not all of us. Well, it's still in short supply, so it's not, not everybody's getting it. Right. 
Now, Stan, it makes sense to me, uh, we're diving right into this uh, topic here, I love it, uh, it makes sense to me that, you know, research on the craft beer side, this microbrew side, would be a little slow uh, to start, but there must have been a lot of research going on over the years in hops from the companies that did have money, like your Anheuser-Busch and your Miller Coors. Yes, but they were interested in in other aromas. Uh, from if the Breedingham hops goes back about one hundred years, okay. Uh, before that, everything was um, just selected basically um, the hop that was that smelled the best in the yard was planted in another yard, um, and and you had hops emerge like Saz and and Middlefrew and Golding and Fogel. Interesting. But n- none of those, their their alpha was not above six percent, and and they were genetically unique. Um, hops are about six million years old, um, and and we really don't know what they did until about the last two thousand years. Um, but more than a million years ago, some migrated into Western Europe. About another five hundred thousand years later, some migrated into the United States. They are very different and the character of the american hops is higher alpha i so brewers wanted that the other character of american hops is um black currant uh, also considered ribes and and some would say caddy okay and they didn't want this so the breeding was an effort to get the higher alpha and and plus you're getting hops that will grow more uh, pounds per acre and stand up better to disease. So those are the things they were working on. But the goal was always just to keep those classic aromas. I see. Hmm. I have to admit that it blows my mind that hops were around six million years ago. Yeah, especially because they appear to have such a specific use at, right. and and not very many other uses, if at all. Yeah, that it it really blows my mind that they would have been around for 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 so long. But only have been in use so recently, like apples. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what that means. Yeah, it is, it is kind of true. It's it's uh, it's nice that we're we're you know finding these kind of things out. It, it adds more depth to that beer you're drinking. I think. Stan, how do you find out that something was around six million years ago? Yes. Where does that Where does that pop up? We read it on the internet. <laughs> yeah, it's tasty. I, I kept a diary back then. <laughs> ah, got it. I knew it. Smart guy, Stan. <laughs> right. At least close. Uh, but re- well, the, uh, the, you know, the, uh, that's what scientists do. <laughs> I mean, I'm not quite sure how, but uh, they do, and they determine it, it began in Mongolia. I see. Mongolia. You know, because I, sometimes I, feel, I, I read this about... Uh, Things like meteorites too, and they go, "Oh, we've we've now decided that this came from Mars." And we, and sometimes yeah. I read these things, and I go, "I don't know. That sounds like bullshit yeah. to me." <laughs> yeah. Like, how do you know this? Uh, but yeah. clearly, I'm 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 half of an idiot compared to these scientists. Yeah, you believe global warming? So, yeah. yeah. But sometimes I I do think, God, how do they trace these things back? It, it is pretty amazing. Yeah, guessing with a PhD is still guessing. <laughs> right. I guess that's true. He's uh, guessing now. Let's back up just a, a, a little bit, Stan. What prompted the the hops book? Why 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 did the Brewers uh, publication decide that we need this? Well, it, it's it's um, part of the, a series of four books. So the East book was the first one. 
Okay. Um, and then water, which John Palmer and, and Colin Kaminsky are working on. Oh, yeah. Um, will be out uh, perhaps in the fall. And then John Mallett is writing the malt book, and that should be out in the spring of 2014. Got it. And then you've got your complete Reinheitsgebot little series of four books for your bookshelf. Fantastic. And then you guys can just keep doing edition two and edition three. <laughs> I mean, Stan, you've already been around for six million years. I'm sure you can do another couple of editions, right? Well, in the case of hops, uh, within four or five years, there, there might be a need to to do a series of updates. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, well, and really, I think as, you know, we've talked to Charlie Bamforth on here from UC Davis a few times, and, and he really talks about all ingredients as, as having scratched the surface, really, and, and how they react in beer and in fermentation and things like that. Um, but, of course, hops, uh, it seems to be the newest one, doesn't it? Well, I, I, like I said, there, there's ongoing research that show the interaction between hops and yeast. That's not fermentation. That's biotransformation. So is, is that something you study when you're studying yeast? It is something you study during um, uh, the it, – it takes place at the same time as fermentation, but it's different. Okay. Um, and, and these are, are just things uh, people are trying to sort out. I see. Now, where did your interest in, in hops come from, Stan? Did, was there a moment uh, where you decided this is a fascinating subject that you could write about? Um, and, and not per se. Um, hops are beer, and, and parts of beer interest me. Um, <laughs> the, the, the hops are – there are a lot of interesting stories related to hops uh, that are people-related, uh, because you you had people picking hops in in the 19th century and and going into the country and it seemed like some sort of excursion get on a wagon and and ride out and and pick hops and 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 that makes a nice story and 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 the relationship with farmers and I kind of like farmers so so for me there were a lot of nice there there's a people element to it as well okay. And, and particularly when it comes to uh, craft beer, you, you you have a lot more brewers establishing relationships with uh, farmers now. Right. And that makes sense. As food, I think, is parallel to the slow food movement and, and even just knowing where the things you consume come from, um, it makes sense to me that small breweries are reaching out directly to their farmers. You know. Yes, but uh, why beer industry is better than the slow food movement? Because you don't find a book on arugula. <laughs> yes. You know what I mean? Well, just yet. I think it's just that there are less topics to cover in beer. You just don't look for books on healthy leafy greens very often. Jesse. That's right. No. I bet there you could be a whole Nathan, book on that. I bet you Nathan the vegan has uh, a... <laughs> yeah, my entire... mom probably sending it to me for my birthday. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. Kale and your colon. The secret mysteries <laughs> of kale. <laughs> Is it also six million years old? We I'd rather know. Read, I'd rather read a water book or a hops book, you know what I mean? Right. Uh, Stan, this is tasty. Uh... Yeah. On that farmer relationship issue, uh, is there any economic uh, advantage to the uh, to the uh, brewer to have that relationship, or is that more like a farm to table kind of thing? Well, I, it, it, as far as an economic, in, in other words, cutting out the middleman. Yeah, I, I don't think there's going to be a whole lot of the cutting out of the middleman. Uh, you might do it a little bit cheaper. I, I know s- some people who are establishing those relationships are just paying the farmer more. I see. Uh, but, but what you see, you realize that everything that takes place on the farm is the decision when to pick those hops. Right. 
and 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 picking dates are being pushed way back. Sam Adams practices in the Haller Tower in Germany have pushed the picking dates back ten days. Now, what is that? Order. That means higher alpha. Uh, no, it means more oil. More oil, okay, okay. All right, and good. and that's what they're looking for is more oil. And then you're also looking for retaining the oil, which is dropping the kilning temperatures. So you and then getting it to cold sooner. So these are all farm practices that when you're at the farm that you understand. Um, and it and it also really helps to get the varieties you want. Right. It's always been a guessing game right. for the hop growers to say what what's going to be the next hot hop or right. you, you look at i mean centennial acreage almost doubled in 2012 hmm. chinook acreage was not up that much but like 80 percent and those are the demands of ipas right now with some of these varieties like and you were talking about citra earlier uh, I'm not sure if I'm using the right term, but they're they're actually trademarked or, or copywritten. I don't know which would be the right one. Uh, proprietary. Proprietary. And, okay. And, and and what happens? You can hold a patent on them. I see. Eventually, the patent expires. Um, Simcoe patent has a few more years, for instance. Uh, but the people who grow Simcoe will continue to grow Simcoe. Somebody else could get those rhizomes and grow something similar, but they can't call it Simcoe. So trademarks oh. last longer. Than patents. I see. So, in the case of the Citrate, where you said, uh, I, I remember you ma- mentioning Sierra Nevada and another uh, brewing company bought the acreage to to make that happen. Uh, th- does that mean that they sort of own that hop and and allow other brewers to use it, or how does that work? Uh, no, all they did is support the planning and say we would buy these hops. So, that, so ah, okay, that that's hop continues to be owned um, by um, three different families. Um, and you know they, it's a it's now a partnership uh, be, between uh, John Haas, which is part of Barth Haas, the largest hop company in the world, okay, and Yakima Chief, uh, and and it was developed at Haas. See, so th- they own they own that hop, and and they can control which farmers grow that hop. But that didn't really slow the development of it down at all. It was simply you, you, you can only split the rhizomes a certain amount of times and make sure that, you, that you've got good, strong plants. Okay, got it. See, this part of, of, of the industry fascinates me, and, and we're somewhat removed from it here. Because we're kind of a marketing company. We help people talk about their beer and things like that. But when it comes to this, this, this thing that's happening between families, and we have interviewed some hop farmers in the past, and... And they're very generational. I mean, I think we've interviewed like fifth-generation hop farmers in the Yakima Valley and things like that. And it's fascinating to me how this kind of uh, patent uh, works uh, uh, among the families and the and the new growth and how much home brewers and craft brewers have driven that industry for them, you know. Um, you know, the hops we're talking about that are added late and – we the easiest thing to do is call them aroma hops. Okay, um, and and therefore Chinook is often used as an aroma hop, for instance, even though it has strong bittering power. Uh, of course, Simcoe ha- has strong bittering power, but it's it's mostly used for aroma, for instance, and some hops out out of Australia and and New Zealand and so on. Um, and and when hops are only sold for bittering they become commodities 
and eventually those farms go out of business. Oh, really? Because if, 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 if you were only selling a commodity, you have very little chance. What's, what's happening in the United States is the aroma hops are probably up to about 30% of acreage now. But by it, if things continue as they have been, and, and of course forecasting is uh, um, a forecast, yeah, um, we, that hop aroma acreage will be almost fifty percent uh, by the end of the decade, and and that gives the farmers a balance. They need the alpha as well because it's it is a capital intense business because it's a very short window, and so you need a lot of capacity to be able to pick and kiln, and get those baled, keep them cold, and so on. I see. So it's, it, it takes either a lot of labor or a lot of size or some combination between the two. Okay. So, Stan, when the growers are growing a hop like Citra versus a hop like Nugget or Apollo that would be grown primarily for Alpha, they're getting a higher price for Citra? Um, they're getting a... Uh, per pound, I guess, or per acre. Well, it's it's tricky because what's uh, th- they're certainly getting a better price per pound. Th- those higher alpha hops are traded on the basis of alpha, and so that's the the amount of of grams of alpha that you can fit into a drum because it's going to turn it be extract. So that balance is a little bit difficult, but it gives them a measure to also. Because they pick in this window, they you you need a variety of hops, so you've got a month or five or six weeks to harvest them all. So if everything was the same hop, it would all have to be harvested the same week, which would be impossible. Yeah, the growers want to stagger it so that they're not all on top of each right. other at the same so, time. So there's that combination, um, and and certainly the aroma you you can it, it, there it's easier to contract so. So you you need to have a certain amount of aroma. See, Nathan, I knew we gave you those hop school tickets for a reason. It <laughs> oh, was yeah. All, it was for the Stan interview. <laughs> oh, definitely. No, we did a whole show about that. But yeah. that's like a right. year and a half old. No, it's actually really interesting having done that that uh, hop school and then reading Stan's book. There's all kinds of new information that's happened in just one year. Oh, I see. Like speaking about proprietary varieties or trademark varieties, there's one variety in particular readers have to read the book to find it but oh, okay wait, i'd always thought that there was only one grower for it and now i find out that there's three they just started last year licensing this hop out to three other growers to help because this hop is in such high demand i see listeners can probably guess like which hop which hop this probably is but it's really interesting all the new stuff that's in this book it's really cutting edge uh, Stan, that's Nathan, by the way. As always, we yes. got a, a full room of people here. Uh, but that kind of brings me to the question, then, as, since we're sort of talking about the, the proprietary strains and things like that, is there a short list of hops that have been on this proprietary list that are about to expire and, and, and for that matter, be able to be grown in, in more quantity? Well, th- that won't mean that they'll be able to be grown in more quantity. Okay. Um, but yeah, they will over time. But look at a situation like Centennial. I mean, Centennial, it was. It, uh, there were so many times that it could have been killed, and it barely survived for such a short period of time. And and you go back to, and, and it just... I don't know if I can find it this quick in the book. That's but, okay. So I might just have to make it up. That's fine. Um, we do it all the time. But in um, 
say at about, okay, 2005, there were only 100 acres of Centennial in the country. This this surprises me. It seems like Amazing. such a popular hop. But only for craft brewers, right. which are a small part of the market. If you want to, yeah. I think, if you want to um, get your hop numbers up, you start getting larger breweries to be buying hops from you. Right. Okay. Budweiser doesn't care about Simcoe. Like Stone and, Stone and Bells are probably Centennial. using a bunch of it, but... You know they were they're still small by comparison. They're still small. But yeah. in, in 2005, Two Hearted was like Bell's sixth best selling beer. Oh yeah. Uh, you know they're 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 just a variety of reasons. Now they're 1,500 acres. Okay. And and it's taken a while to build it up, and, and it isn't on that many farms. So here's what it is. You know what it is. It, it's my perspective as a home brewer that is what is making me a surprised person. Yep. Because as soon as I came into home brewing, all of the sea hops are well, they're ready readily available, which of course makes sense now if if if, if they weren't being all bought up by the professional breweries. So when I think of Centennial, I think of one of the most popular and abundant hops. But in two thousand five, when I started home brewing, it was one of the most popular and abundant hops to home brewers, right. which I guess you don't have to grow a whole lot to be Abundant. Popular and abundant. <laughs> right. To a so small it's really my perspective right. that is, is making it seem that way. Yeah. You know. But but if you tried to, to buy Centennial last July as a home brewer, yeah. there's a good chance you were going to be scrambling. Right. Okay. Because it became popular for the pros. Exactly. I see. Well, everything's gin. Last seven years, uh, late edition hopping with uh, hops like Centennial has just taken off like... Yeah. Crazy. That's what the beers we like and the beers we love, the ones that are good, are all just doing late edition uh, hopping with some really good hops. And yeah, and right. One of those. And they all probably started contracting after the shortage in yeah. 07, 08. They're not going to well, buy it on the spot market now, so they have it around. Like, right. It's sitting in a brewery. It's not sitting at Hop Union or something. It's, it's right? catching up. And then that, like, you know, if it's going to be 50% alpha and 50% aroma in the fields, that's kind of where the beers are going, too. Right. You know? Well, After bittering at 60 minutes, the other half, you know, less than 20 minutes. And Stan, I guess you've alluded to this or, or even said it, but it's, it's now just clicking in my brain. As the research catches up, as the breweries, as the brewers start to, to do this late hop addition and realize the benefits, hops become more popular if they're aroma hops. And, and for that matter, in short supply. Right. And, and many of these are, are the hops that were developed as a so-called dual purpose, which Centennial is one of those. Okay. Um, you know, in New Zealand, that's what Nelson Sauvigny is, or Rewaka. Hmm. And it, it, because the in the course of breeding, they wanted something with a fair amount of alpha. Now, at this point, they recognize that that alpha isn't all that important, that you can, you're going for that punch it early, and then decide how much you want to bring late. Okay. That makes sense. And we've heard that over the last couple of years here from interviews with with good hophead brewers on the program, too. So that kind of makes sense. Stan, i got to take a quick break, but we got a lot more to dive into uh, about your research and and how this book came about. So can you hang out for just a couple minutes? Yep. All right. Here's what we'll do. We'll take a, a real quick break. When we come back, more from Stan Hieronymus. Of course, we got our Brewing and Network Awards coming up later. If you got questions about hops for Stan, just hit the chat button on the homepage, and Bevo will take your questions or call 888-401-BEER. I know we got more for him. So hang in there. It's the session. We'll be right back.
listening to the Brewcasters. Brewcasters on the Brewing Network. Publications is thrilled to announce the release of For the Love of Hops, a practical guide to aroma, bitterness, and the culture of hops by Stan Hieronymus. For the Love of Hops is a resource for brewers of all experience levels. It explains the nature of hops, their origins, and how brewers can really maximize their positive attributes throughout the brewing process. Ken Grossman from Sierra Nevada Brewing Company says, This book is an amazing compendium on the hop, written at a level of detail that will captivate historians, chemists, and brewers alike. For the Love of Hops is available now from Brewers Publications at brewerspublications.com. Order your copy today and wrap yourself in the binds of bitterness with everyone's favorite brewing ingredient, the Love of Hops. Hi, I'm Jason Harris, the proud owner here at Keystone Homebrew Supply. We're thrilled to be entering our 20th year of supplying this great industry. And to show you, the Brewing Network Army, how much we appreciate your support, we're offering you 10% off your first order on our website, keystonehomebrew.com. Just use coupon code BNARMY at checkout, and I'll get your order out the same day. My goal at Keystone Homebrew Supply has always been to have a complete supply of everything a brewer could want. When you place your order online or when you come into our store, it's our goal to have everything on your list and more. One aspect of KeystoneHomebrew.com that we're really excited about is the ability to fulfill customers' exact rain bills. Do you hate to wait? Keystone Homebrew Supply can get your precious yeast and hops to you within just one day if you live between Connecticut and Virginia and within two days east of the Mississippi. KeystoneHomebrew.com I'm Jason Harris and I approve this message. Hey, my brewing brothers and sisters, this is Jamel Zanishev, and I want to tell you about Heretic Evil Twin. You might be familiar with my homebrew recipe, which uses massive late hopping to create a balance between the malty sweet and the hoppy bitter, along with an outrageous malt and hop character. I wanted a beer with the same bold hop and malt character, so we played around with the homebrew recipe until we were able to make a great commercial version, too. We've created a beer rich in malt character, full of caramel, toast, biscuit, and an ever-so-subtle roast note. On top of that, we piled in an insane amount of Citra and Columbus hops at the end of the boil, as well as in dry hopping. This damn-the-cost approach to hopping gives Heretic's Evil Twin a great blast of citrus and tropical fruit that can't be matched by any other hop. The result is a bold, malty, hoppy, but easy-drinking beer. This is our top seller, our flagship beer, and I couldn't be prouder of it. Cheers. To find Heretic Beers near you, click on Find Some at hereticbrewing.com. What'd you get? More brewing ingredients? Yep. You know what I love about Brewmaster's Warehouse? The $6.99 shipping. Well, yeah, but... Oh, the in-store classes for beginning brewers. Yeah, that's cool, but... Oh, oh, the brew builder. Creating and saving your recipes online is... Awesome! No, I'm... Yes, but the cheese-making supplies. No. Oh, the wine-making supplies. Oh, the distilling equipment and liquor flavorings. All that stuff is awesome, yes, but what I really love is that the guy who runs it is totally hot. And, and that brew builder software is awesome. Oh, yeah. Brewmaster's Warehouse brings you flat rate shipping on great equipment and ingredients to make beer, wine, cheese, and spirits at brewmasterswarehouse.com. And if you're in Georgia, stop by Brewmaster's Warehouse Monday through Saturday from 10 to 6. Visit brewmasterswarehouse.com today because it's totally hot. Oh, yeah. 
What's funny is Bruce would say, yeah, I don't brew to stop. I'm brewing my own beer. And it's like a German Pilsner, but it's black. Yeah, it's a sports beer. beer. <laughs> you know? The, yeah. the home of live beer radio. TheBrewingNetwork.com Because like beer, radio shouldn't suck. You're listening to The Session. Happy New Year, everybody. We're still hanging out with Stan Hieronymus. We're talking about the new book, For the Love of Hops, The Practical Guide to Aroma, Bitterness, and the Culture of Hops. And Stan, you know, I'm looking through the book, and you really do cover every, uh, you know, everything about hops from growing them and, and, and harvesting, of course, to use in the brew house, and, and then you even get into the chemistry of it. Who, who is this book for? Is this for professionals or, or home brewers? Well, <clears throat> The B, my philosophy on the BP books is it's to serve the commercial brewer. Okay. So overall, that's who it's written to. That doesn't mean it isn't for home brewers, but there are a lot of things into it that, that are not relevant for home brewers. Home brewers can't go develop relationships with hop farmers. Uh, they can at a local level. Well, that's um, true, yeah. But, but you aren't going to have a relationship with somebody in Yakima and, and probably not somebody in the Hallertown. Right. Uh, and and you're not going to get involved in hop selection. Uh, you're not going to go to a farmer and say, you know, I I would like you to kiln these hops for me three degrees cooler, and I will pay you more. <laughs> and if you are, you're that douchey home brewer who thinks he's more than he is. <laughs> I have this really good recipe for a wheat beer. I'm trying to sell to the local brewing company. I think they're going to buy it. Right. Right. But, you know, Stan, having said that, you're right about those details, but it's a little bit of a trick question because the the line is really blurred, I think, between pro-brewer and, and home-brewer now in terms of the amount of knowledge that they have access to. So a lot of this stuff, like, for example, the science, when you're getting into uh, polyphenols and phenols and, and lupulin and, and these different things, home-brewers can really speak this language now, too. You know. oh, I, I, I agree 100%, and it makes it easier to write the book. Uh, instead of saying, geez, I'm going to write this for homebrewers, and somehow I have to, quote, dumb it down, you, you write it at one level, and you make sure you have the information that is information in there as to that core audience, and you recognize that that homebrewers will get as much out of the book, but, but there are certain things they can't do. Sure. Now, what, now I'm seeing a whole... Uh, section here under under dry hopping, which of course makes perfect sense for a book to come out in, in uh, 2012. Um, you, you have to include dry hopping, but it it really is very new uh, on the beer scene, isn't it? it? Is was it difficult to to have a comprehensive section on dry hopping? Well, the, the dry hopping is really looking at what Americans are doing with dry hopping. Okay, uh, you know, dry hopping did. Uh, does go back to the 19th century in uh, in the UK and took place in casks. 
and th- and that's where dry hopping mostly took place. A little bit of it once in a while might have been in secondary fermentation, but it was a process that took place in a cask until Americans said we want to dry hop on scale. And you you can see what Sierra Nevada's gone through um, between dry hopping um, celebration and Bigfoot in bags. They were maxed out. They, they could not have produced an IPA unless they came up with another system, which is when they came up with the torpedo. Oh, I see. Okay. See, and I guess you're right. It is, it's easy for us to go, oh, uh, dry hopping is, is, is brand new. But, right. but that cask hopping, which is a wonderful character to beer, I've talked about that before, uh, is where it starts. But I guess the, the, the research done on it by American brewers is what's, what's really so new. And, Sierra is, uh, is the perfect example. Stan also talked about this thing that I'd never, I've heard brewers talk about, never, he's seen it documented in a book where essential oils can get transformed during fermentation by yeast activity. And you actually get a different type of oil or a modified oil on the other end. I thought that was pretty mind blowing. Stan, do you know of anyone, and this was a study done by Sapporo, I think, in comparing citra and actually using spices like coriander to see how oils get transformed during ferment. Do you know anyone doing more research in that area? Well, uh, as a matter of fact, the same researcher in Japan had a presentation at at the World Beer Congress, one of those things that happened in August, and the book is going through, well, it's not in print, and can we grab it back and put that in there? And, of course, not. Um, And what they were looking at is um, the role of linalool and geraniol, and, and little oil is, has been considered for more than 20 years a, an oil that sort of signals uh, hoppiness. Uh, there's been a lot of confusion about the importance of it. And geraniol is a compound that is, again, unique to the American hops. Um, Cascade has a lot of centennial, for instance, uh, uh, um, geraniol. Um, Citra, a lot of geraniol. Um, so... And Bravo, Apollo, some hops like that that people don't really think of. So they've done those studies of adding those late. And then in the process, when you have an excess of linalool and geraniol, you are creating, and I I say this terribly and I I need to work on it, but I just know how to type the word, is citronellol. And that is more of that lime and tropical flavor. Okay. So that is creating... Uh, that sort of thing. In fact, I'm going to suggest to some local home brewers some experiments of using just Bravo and Apollo, um, adding them right at the end, so you're retaining most of those oils and letting them go through the fermentation process, and then compare that to a beer made single hop with Citra. Interesting. And that, yeah, you're actually going to get these, you know, new and interesting oils on the other end through fermentation, right? And you can also get them through not just hops, but also spices. And some that I can imagine w- w- would be awful in abundance when you Quite say possibly. that kind of uh flavor, but that still, if you can hone it in, th- those are those are great characteristics if you dial it in. Citra. It, <laughs> yeah. So, uh, at, at this point, it's important not to get too excited and overstate the importance of any single character. Uh, it's more the idea of people keep it experimenting, and you keep track of what you're doing. You'll say, "I did this combination of hops, this, this, and this." Yeah, um, and that worked. Now I've got the beer that works. 
Excellent point. Wait, well, you yeah. smell a hop, and then you actually make a beer and ferment with it, is you going to get something completely different. It's yeah. transformed during ferment. The oils are not just everything else that happens in ferment. That, that's, that's certainly a point that, that it, when, when people go to selection for the first time, they should understand that when they, they rub that hop, that is not the aroma they're going to get in their beer unless they dry hop like crazy. And that has been one of the appeals of dry hopping. Because at least when you select a hop and you say, I love that, there's a better chance it'll end up in the beer if you just use it for dry hopping. Okay. All right. Uh, let's go to the phones. I've got, uh, what do I have? Godzilla. <laughs> uh, Godzilla from Iowa is on the line. He's got a hop question for Stan. Godzilla, what's happening? Hey. <laughs> oh, sorry. Hey, buddy. You got a hop question for Stan? Yeah, you're on. What's up, Ben? Uh, yeah, I was just wondering, um, you know, with the the trend of American beers going to, like, more tropical, citrusy, like, dry hopping, flavor hops, are the hop producers doing anything special trying to accentuate those types of flavors? Are they doing anything special there? So I guess trying to really pull out the aroma characteristics, Stan. Yeah, well, instead of just it, going for, like, the uh, the alpha acids like right. they have in the past. Sure. Well, it's, it's, it, it, the hop has to go through the breeding process, and and that takes 7 to 10 years. So, you know, uh, Mosaic, for instance, the cross for Mosaic was made in 2000. So it takes a while to get those. Now, they can do a few things. If they can identify and say it's important that we have these oils, that's why they're going lower kilning. So people are saying we want more oil, but they're not quite sure what to do with the oil. Um, you, you've also got certainly this is not taking place only in the United States. Um, the, the Germans uh, this have released to, to farmers – this year, and so they'll only be getting small crops, but there are already people starting to contract for them. Three aroma hops, and uh, then one super high alpha hop called Polaris, uh, which that was like 24 alpha acids in uh, the 2011 crop. But the big thing about it, it has 4% oils. And, and if, you, if you go back right now and read any journals about brewing, they'll say the maximum amount of oils you can have in a hop is 3%. Okay. So that's that's changing that face. The three aroma hops all have Cascade as a mother. Got it. Godzilla, thanks for the call and the question. Stan, uh, at the risk of either asking an obvious question or opening Pandora's box, why does it take 10 years? These oils really have to compound in a, in a plant over generations? No, you have to know you can grow the plant. Oh, um, I see. You know, so the, the the first year is just selecting the ones that, and you eliminate about ninety percent of them. Uh, the hop reader I talked to in Germany said you have to be a serial killer. Um, <laughs> you're, you're you're literally constantly getting rid of first of all hops that won't survive in the field. Okay. Um, then that have aromas you don't like. You want to see if they have the consistent alpha acids. Um, but how easy they're going to be to grow. Uh, all of those things, and, and it and it takes multiple trials. Um, now, these these German hops that are, have been released this year, actually, they've got through the system in about seven years, and that's pretty fast. Okay, so they're just really it's it's Darwin. It's yeah. Darwin at its simplest form. They're just <laughs> picking the, yeah. 
it's really getting to it. That's how everything we eat is, is you know, straw, from strawberries to apples to whatever. I wish humans were a little more like that. <laughs> humans? <laughs> or yeah. humans? Human. Well, we, w- we wouldn't have had the humans if humans were a little closer to the hop cycle. That's true. You know what I mean? <laughs> Where we really just got rid of the weakest links a little faster. Darwin would be a good name for a hop strain. <laughs> That's true. It's, it's probably one. To Stan, do you know of a Darwin being developed yet? Uh, I I don't. Um, uh, Dar- uh, hops are different than the way uh, Darwin thought plants worked, as a matter of fact. And he was fascinated by hops. He would sit there when he was laying in the hospital bed, and, and actually he wrote a, uh, a large section of a book where he's just tracking a hop growing huh. um, around a string. Interesting. I would like to read an old guy laying in bed talking about hops on a string. I don't know. I mean, <laughs> right? He's a genius. Sounds fascinating. Really? I, I like the way hops are named now. They name after hookers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Simcoe on the center stage. Strippers. Yeah. El Dorado. <laughs> El Dorado. <laughs> right. Let's go. That's true. Yes. I don't want to see Apollo on the stage. <laughs> and there's Apollo for your enjoyment. Speaking of that mosaic, like that's the name of a hop virus. How did that become the name of the hop? Do you know the story behind that, Stan? I, you know they. It's this is a hop that came out after Citra was such a great name, and yeah, they worked yeah. really hard on that name, and and they had some other alternatives. But when you want to trademark the name, uh, everything they came up with was the name of a beer that was already trademarked. Oh, and and they didn't want to conflict with that, uh, and they were feeling rushed. The Craft Brewers Conference was coming up, and um, I don't know if any of you were there but they actually handed out these t-shirts and with the specs on the hops and mosaics one of them so they needed to get the t-shirts printed um and and they think the mosaic's really good because it's it's a mosaic of flavors and they're right um most people don't pay attention to uh the mosaic hop virus no so so i don't i don't, I don't think that's much of a drawback but it was my first thought yeah, I mean, I had thought about it before Nathan just said it, for well, example, yeah. but I can see how most people wouldn't, you know. Now, Stan, though, Mosaic is representative kind of of this group of or flavors that the hop growers are looking for these days, kind of melon, tropical fruit. Like, you mentioned this in the book, like hops are like 9 to 12% alpha acid, 24 to 32% cohumulone, and high oil. Does that just right. happen by chance, or is that like a specific cross of things in its lineage that leads to well, that? Well, certainly there are efforts to breed for it, uh, but it's not simple. That's why that they're not coming out more often. Uh, but but right. they, they are looking towards those things, and, and there's a lot more research uh, recently and, and at Oregon State and also funded by Indie Hops with the idea that maybe they can get that dialed in. So maybe that answers my next question because I, you know you say that they're they're trying to to breed for it and I and I wonder who is they is this being done on the farm or it's being done in the lab and then transferred to the farm? Well, it has right now. It's being done on the farm and analyzed in in the lab. Okay, uh, you know hops. When you think back to the hop crisis in two thousand eight at the Craft Brewers Conference, a, a brewer asked why you couldn't trade hop futures and contracting sort of does that but why they wouldn't trade on an exchange i grew up in champaign county in illinois um and it's it's not the largest soybean producing county in illinois it's just you know one of several dozen that is pretty good size and they grow more acres of soybeans 
that produce a greater weight of soybeans at a much higher cash value than all the hops in the world. Wow. So hops are a pretty small amount. And if the consumers are are going to, to care about aroma particularly, if, if you're starting to get genetically modified hops, um, I think that's that throws up a red flag. Okay. I got a couple questions coming through from the chat as we're uh, running out of time here with you too, Stan. But uh, one of them was to go back to the Sierra Nevada question about how you mentioned their tor- uh, torpedo process. How, what is different about their torpedo dry hopping process? Well, they they, they run uh, the work through this. It, it looks like a torpedo, um, and and so it it circs into. Um, one of the fermentation tanks, and it could be a 200-barrel tank or it could be an 800-barrel tank. And, and so as, as Torpedo the beer became more popular, they've acquired a lot more tanks, and they, they will hook them up in line. So you could have like four Torpedoes hooked up to, and they retrofitted every one of their 800-barrel tanks. Wow. So they can be hooked up to that tank. So instead of dry hopping that tank, you're just packing each of those torpedoes with the hops and you're circling it through and you're and you're sucking out much more of the oil you're determining the speed it's happening with and the temperature it's happening at because one thing they learn with their bags it goes back again to they want the yeast present at the beginning so you've got some of the biotransformation going on uh, it also takes uh, in the case of when you're bagging it'll take some of the oxygen out um, as got well there's a neat picture of it in this book Actually, oh, there is okay. The torpedoes, yeah. You know, as much you know, I've said when you have the brewer in here in the studio or on the phone talking to us about their beer, we like it more. We enjoy it more hearing the story behind it or, or hearing the brewer's voice. Hearing a technique like that that's really different to, to dry hopping makes me think back about the last torpedo I had and respect it more. Now I want to go out and buy a torpedo. The, some of these things where you know that they're being innovative and they're trying new things to get out hop oils or all that stuff, it makes you like the beer more when you learn about the process. Because not just doing it willy-nilly. See they what I mean? They could put like quadruple torpedoed on the right. can. <laughs> <laughs> and it would make me like it more. Yeah. But knowing that they retrofitted all of their 800-barrel tanks to accommodate this process that they believe in, that they think does something for the flavor of their of that IPA. And sticking to whole hops. And that's, what, that's, yeah. what I'm, that's kind of what I'm getting yeah. at. It makes me appreciate it more. You know, it's not just some willy-nilly thing that they've done to add more hops to a beer. Uh, you know, and you can't have an eight hundred barrel fermenter and dry hop. That's the <laughs> well, that's true. Right, <laughs> that's the practicality of it. They, Tasty that, knows he has one at his house. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, not it's all dry, on the ground. Not with dry hop. It is his house. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, all right, a couple more questions here in in front of me, Stan. Before we uh, run out of time, uh, Northwest Homebrewers ask: uh, Is there a next big region for hop growing on the horizon? Champaign uh, and, County, Illinois. I, I no, <laughs> uh, and, 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 and unless you were to say it's local, and and people are willing to pay more for the hops and say I, I taste this hop from this region and it tastes different. If if you have Cascade from New Zealand right now, it it's somewhat like the Cascade from the northwest uh, from the Yakima. You have a Willamette Valley Cascade, it's different. You have an English Cascade, it's different. Um, and in 
during the hop crisis or you bought some of those shitty South American cascades, <laughs> then you know how different they can be. <laughs> yeah. So so different regions can, can have different sort of hops. For a region to become uh, big in hops, that that's probably not going to happen. People are excited about New Zealand hops right now. When they finish their, their current expansion, there will be 900 acres of hops in New Zealand. The average Yakima farm is 600 acres. Uh, wow. So by American is what you're saying. <laughs> um, uh, not not there. You know, I, I love the so-called noble hops, which I would just as soon call land race hops. Uh, from, and, and, and Tetanang, those are just beautiful hops. Saz. Um, they're all terrific, and and I I don't, despite the fact that they're sort of the the uh, neglected sister right now, um, I'd be surprised if they're going away. Talk to me about the name Noble Hops for a second. You you don't believe in in Noble as being a, a viable term for a hop? Well, it, it just sort of popped up in the eighties uh, when people were trying to sell hops. Oh, they started to call them noble hops. There's there's no definition and there's no reason to say they 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 were just the popular hops of of the time. So some people will say Herzbrecher, which is a wonderful hop, is a noble hop, um, and others don't classify it that way. Uh, you know, I, I know a brewer in New Mexico who used to call Cascade the fifth noble hop. I see. <laughs> So there's not some specific magical lineage that makes it a noble hop? Nothing at all. It's a marketing term. Although, in Stan's book, I learned that there are three of the noble hops that actually are so genetically similar, they're essentially the same thing. Oh, is and that be- right? Because they're grown in different regions, they express themselves differently. They, different genes turn themselves on and off, basically, how because of how they're as fascinating. So they have themselves. the same origin, you mean? But Yeah, the but, same genetic material, essentially. Uh, okay. When, yeah. when, when you go back and, and look at them through these magic things that they look at them, you cannot tell the difference between a Saz hop and a Tetanang hop. And and the the Saz hops, the, the Czechs were the most stubborn about crossbreeding. So they only released their first crossbred hops um, within the last 15 years. So the way they would keep the Saz hops going were to pick the best ones in in the field. And they became no, known by different numbers. There's clone 532 and there's clone 17 and stuff like that. Well, it turns out that when you start comparing those clones, there are some that aren't quite the same. In fact, when they, when they did this study, they compared the Tetanang hops to the Saz hops, they discovered that one of the hops being grown as a Saz hop so it, it's grown in size as a size hop, smells like a size hop. People use it as in the beer like a size hop. You would say it's a size hop. It's a fuggle. Wow. It's amazing. You know, I, I will admit that I suck at comparing two and saying one can't be the other. <laughs> but you would never catch me saying that fuggle is similar to a size. It's just so different, it seems to me. It's amazing. For me, it's hard to tell. Really? Yeah. That, that's never really been one of my sensory um, genes, I suppose. Oh, yeah, yeah. Never been oh, able you, to you grow. Stan is also talking in his book about you grow hops in Europe that would have like levels of 4-MMP, that kind of like that black currant thing that we associate with some American hop varieties. You yeah. just take those same hops and grow them in, in Europe, and for whatever reason, you don't get elevated levels of that 4-MMP. It's fascinating. 
What do you think that is? Is it terroir? Is it the same thing they talk about with wine? It's the it's the dirt. Um, well, it's the dirt's part of it. it. In the case of the four MMP, there's a thought that it's still the copper ions uh, that, uh, and copper ions are still used for spraying on wine, but are not used to spray hops now. But the copper ions are remaining in the soil. Uh, might be what's suppressing the 4-MMP. Um, but uh, is it like terroir? Uh, yes, although I absolutely hate that word. Okay. Um, it's like a lightning but, rod but of a word term. It, it, it varies a lot, and, it, and, and it's where the hop is grown. Um, and it's, uh, you know, there's a whole lot more science behind it. Yeah. Um, and, and because there's a whole lot of science behind it, that's why I don't particularly like the word terroir. It, it occurs to me that this conversation we're having about where hops are grown, where we're surprised about their differences, that farmers of other plants would say something akin to, duh. Right. If you grow it in a different place, it does different things. Uh, right? I mean, we're talking about it because it's such a specific use of hops, but... Maybe farmers would look at it and go, yeah, of course it's different in a different place. I think it's, it's newer to us, too, though. You know. You know, like you were saying, we're, you know, we're in our little bubble yeah. of, of home brewers and, and craft brewers, and we're just learning about this stuff where, you know, coffee is the same plant. Yeah. It just varies on where it goes. People have known that for years. Home brewers were buying hops in the 70s, just said hops on the side of this, like, right. pink paper right. packages, all crappy oxidized hops. So once, yeah. I think once craft brewers and home brewers started finding different varieties, it became all about the variety. There's more can, to it than that, obviously. I wonder if you can trace that linearly, right? Like, uh, you know, in the 60s, that 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 jump between when, when homebrewers realize that hops are green and not brown. Like, I wonder <laughs> when in, in history that is, and we should celebrate that as a day in, in Britain. That's true, actually. Yeah. Like the day I celebrated finding dank weed instead of brown weed. I was right. I was asked this question last week by homebrewer JP. Really? They, they thought you could trace it to, like, a time. <laughs> like, a, a, a down to, like, maybe the month, you know? Yeah. And I was like, I don't know, man. Ask mental floss. We'll put mental floss on it. They know everything. <laughs> All right, Stan, I'm, I'm running out of time because we got to do our awards tonight, too, but I do have a couple more questions. I, I'm wondering if you uh, if you found any interesting, I don't know, hop controversies out there. I have, a, I have something in my notes about the uh, Hop Queen competition. Well, that's not really, uh, other than the fact that you realize when you walk in that who's going to win has already been determined because it's who's bought the tickets to be in the place and who the supporters are. Really? Um, <laughs> but, I mean, but but the Hop Queen is, is a, a, except for the fact she needs to come from a hop-growing family. Okay. And they're, you know, they're down to about a thousand hop-growing families in the Howard House, still a pretty good amount um, compared to 75 in the United States. Um, but... One of the big fans. Which is not to say the Hop Queen is not really qualified. <laughs> that in the case, when I was there in, in 2011 watching the Hop Queen selection, she actually worked in a uh, hop extraction plant. <laughs> so, and, and she worked on the farm, and, and they are real. Some of them are more babes than others. Yeah. There's a picture of her uh, on, yeah, our, on our a, refrigerator at it's home. It's not actually. a babe competition. No. It's more like yeah. Yeah. I, I think everything that, is yeah. a babe competition. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You, you should you know talk that. talk to some of the people voting, and and they are definitely voting on the babe factor. Is that right? Well, that's not fair. Yeah. It's not fair, but that's life. 
<laughs> it's life. It's life when the majority of the world is run by penises. Yes. It's always a babe competition. If you have big forearms and giant hands stained with hop oil. Yeah, that's great. She should be the queen. You're yeah, hot. queen. See, I could actually see Tasty vote because he's, he's a hop head. He's exactly. that's, that's the queen. There's babes are, you can, you know, babes are all over the place. But right. only one babe can be hop queen. Yeah, oh, right. You're just thinking queen has to mean like beauty queen. but yeah. Hey, it's a plus. Any other sure. any other hop mysteries or or, or things that, yeah. that really stand out to you through your research, Stan? Oh, I, I think we've hit upon mo- most of the surprises. Um, you know, w- one thing I will say it was uh, when I was first working on the book, and, and Tasty asked if it was possible uh, to calculate um, the impo- the the role of mash hopping. Yeah, and I asked that question a thousand times, and and the answer is probably no. Um, Miller did a little bit of research and and found that it, it it's not as effective as first word hopping, which is going to give you more ISO. But for one thing, <coughs> pardon me, when when the people do this research, they they're not talking about IBUs. Um, they're talking about milligrams of ISO alpha per liter. So if they say there's 45 milligrams per liter, we sort of that's that's meant to be 45 IBU, but IBUs become such a foggy number that that's not totally relevant. But one thing, and, and this is not, uh, this is German food researchers. So they're, they, they're checking out that there are three genes in your tongue that perceive hop bitterness. So they've actually pulled these gene, uh, these uh, parts out of the tongue and grown them up like in cow stomachs or something like that. Wow. So they can put them in the lab and then dose them with ISO. Wow. And see how they react to that. And what they've discovered is it's different in the cow's stomach than your mouth. That sounds so strange. Um, <laughs> right. But but your mouth is mitigating the bitterness. Okay. You know, by Through your mucus glands. And what the food researchers have found out is the max that you can perceive a difference in bitterness of isoalphids per liter, milligrams per liter, in other words, is between 50 and 60. You're not going to get any more bitterness above those that you can perceive the bitterness. Okay. Now, you could say there's a lot more hops in there because of the aroma and flavor. Yeah. And there's and there's research that's also shown that. You give people... Um, late hop beers with the same bitterness as uh, beers that uh, that weren't dry hop, for instance, and they will say the beers that have the same bitterness but more aroma, they will call them more bitter. Wow! Yeah, more so it's, that yeah. sort of research that was really interesting throughout yeah. the time. That is interesting. See, Stan, this is why I like interviewing you. You you make us feel smarter. Every time. <laughs> You've got good information. That is, because we talk about that in other terms. We go, well, this beer is hoppier, and it's this and that. But really talking about what that means for a person's perception, and uh, it makes sense, you know. And it also makes sense that there's a threshold of the bitterness that you can perceive. Yeah, uh, that part to me is really interesting, because yeah. we all think we have the numbers, and then the more research that's done... The more we realize, we have no idea. It, it's all <laughs> right. it's, it's perspective, right? But again, and, that's almost all. And what of you science. have to do, Nathan, is you need to consider that liberating, right? Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Agreed. Agreed. 
Well, Stan, it's a it's a fabulous book. I'll tell you this: I'm I'm glad that we have a a, a second thing to do on the show today. Because we would just keep picking Stan's brain about this stuff, and he'd sell less books. It would. Yeah. I want to do a whole like segment <laughs> on uh, whirlpool hopulization. We're not going right. to do that. Well, and Tasty, I, I'm, I'm happy to hear somebody finally give you an answer where Stan says there isn't any. Art. Well, that it that it's very. It, it might be impossible to measure the impact. Well, but it's not so much different than first first word hopping, other than what gets left in the grain and the mash. Really, I mean. It gets to the kettle about the same time as the first word hopping. So okay, yeah, okay, it's something like it. So you feel validated? I well, I think first word hopping validates mash hopping. Yeah, okay. Oh, that makes sense. I, Go ahead, Stan. Don't let me stop I, on I, your validation. I, 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 just one thing, it tasty, and that, that's an important thing. Uh, we you'll see when people uh, come up with uh, brewing programs, and they want you to calculate first word hopping like a ten minute hopping because of the impact factor first word hopping gives you more iso than 60 minute hopping it which means to. what it's in there longer and it's in there at a lower ph so you're getting better conversion so you've got more iso but it's not perceived the same and that's where you just have have to accept those things dumb that down for me that means you have more of the of the characteristic that will add bitterness or that will add yes. Okay. Hop, hop alpha acids are that. That's when you convert the alpha acids into there are different iso alpha acids. Okay, and they have left and right hands, but they're those. They are going to convert those iso alpha acids. So there is measurably more bitterness in that beer. Okay, it isn't necessarily perceived the same way. That's a, that's fascinating. Right. It really is. Well, think about perception as hop character, right? If it's yes. perceived to have lots of hop character, then you may think it's a 75 IBU beer, even though you can only taste 60. You may, but I think that there's also, like my, well, at least what I prefer anyway, uh, hop, I, I would prefer to talk to you about a beer I like in terms of hop character than hop bitterness. Sure. So if it comes across more as hop character, I'm more apt to like that beer. <laughs> than I am one that just has uh, the actual bitterness. You see what I mean? Because right. because I will then say, well, it's it's a, a bit too bitter for me. Right. And you're normal. And good and good brewers are got you figured out. They're making beers just like that. Yeah. It, but 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 if you're a brewer, you you want some sort of formula that measures HC hop character. Yeah. You know because you need to plug that into your recipe. And, and there I'm isn't sorry, one. You can't. Ah, I see. So it's a it's trial and error, and it's got to be trial and error. Per hop variety too, I mean, if if each one has a different amount of those chemicals, yeah, we won't start talking about the role of, of cohumulone. Or... <laughs> <laughs> See, that's what I mean, Stan. We're letting you off the hook here. We could go on another two hours Ayo, easily. <laughs> uh, but these things are covered in the book, Stan. Uh, I hope so. Okay, good. <laughs> hey, let me ask you this because I, I just I am I've heard the rumors before, and it's in my notes a little bit. Is the Miller Coors process different when they where they think about hops? Do they even use real hops? I've heard they only use liquid or something. Talk to they, me about they, Miller Coors. They they use extracts throughout, and and one of the important things, or at least helping us understand hops, is they recognize by using extracts all the way through, which means they're only taking out the lupulin. Okay. They're not using the whole column, 
And by using those extracts, at the end, they were not getting what brewers always referred to as kettle aroma or kettle flavor. And quite often that's associated with the, quote, noble flavor. And, and they realize that's coming from someplace else. So they're extracting that green matter as well and adding it back into the beer. So they're taking the hop and re-engineering it. Um, wow. There's nothing wrong with that except we all know we can taste the difference. Right. It makes me wonder why they would reinvent the wheel. It's like taking sense. flour, stripping out all the nutrients, and making it white, and then adding nutrients and back then, in again. And then putting—I mean, I'm sure that there are some cost things involved. But if it ends well, you, up, you, you can control the, the bitterness yeah. exactly. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you want the beer to the same bitterness. If if you get to the end and your bitterness isn't right, you just add some some isoalpha acids. I see. Um, and in theory. Which a lot of people are doing, and 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 in the UK, and there are small craft brewers in the UK that are buying oils. So it, it's funny in the UK, most most of the craft brewers in the UK still use flowers. Uh, so they're using flowers, and they get to the end, and they don't have the aroma they want. They're dosing it with oils. That's right. another form of extraction. Okay. You know, I'll admit there was a, a a little period of time in my life where I was young, dumb, and full of stupid that I was a Miller man. And uh, that's okay. It happens. It's all right. <laughs> just stealing out of your dad's refrigerator. Drinks pretty good. Well, sure. And I wonder now if I would know. Uh, you know, if I could taste the. Well, yes. The see this that doesn't taste like hops at all. I'm pretty no. sure I saw JP. Uh, ha- he had a Miller Light at my party. I had a Miller Light. Oh, but he dumped it out. And dumped it out. I, I yeah, but he took a sip first. I took a couple <laughs> sips and then uh, right. and then it hit me that it really doesn't taste like anything. It right. did, literally tastes like nothing. Yeah. And you think PBR tastes like nothing? Yeah. Do you notice a big difference? PBR is a Russian Imperial Stout compared right. to Miller Light. <laughs> well, I'll say uh, you know less than than make me kind of hate on Miller. It it actually just fascinates me about the different ways to use hops and yep. the chemicals and how the chemicals affect beer and. Uh, it's all a fascinating topic. You can find it all in For the Love of Hops, The Practical Guide to Aroma, Bitterness, and the Culture of Hops uh, by our friend Stan Hieronymus. It's available through Brewers Publications. I'm going to fix our order, and it will be available in the Brewing Network store. And you know what you could probably do? Yes. We'll, we'll make a Brewing with Wheat and Hops bundle oh. in our store, yeah. and you can uh, we'll, we'll let you own both Hieronymus books um, for a discounted price. And um, Stan... Thank you so much for spending time with us. And I meant what I said. You make us feel smarter when you're on the show. That's my goal. (laughs) Thank you, Stan. We appreciate it. We should have you on once every six months because we get stupider as the months, as the year goes by. Now we're going back to dumb. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, we're already started. Yeah, believe me. By the end of the show, Stan, we'll be dumber already. Uh, it, it, It. Hops has a lasting effect, okay. so it'll preserve your smartness for a few days. See? He's justifying us once again. This is great. I love yeah. it. Stan, it's always a pleasure. Thank you so much for your time, and I look forward to talking to you in the future. Okay. See you in Philadelphia. Yeah, we'll see you there. Cheers. Yeah, I look forward Thanks, to it. Thanks, Stan. Okay. Bye. There you go. The great Stan Hieronymus, and uh round of applause. Uh, if that interview is any inclination to what this book has in store. It's a good book. Go buy the book. Yeah, it's really good. Uh, Nathan's read it cover to cover twice. I think, I, yeah, I'm working on third time around now. He's been neglecting Nicole for several weeks. <laughs> He's so, probably read her cover to cover a few times. Are you, ready, big are, words. are you ready for bed, Nathan? It's, I, Hold I, on. I'm reading I, about dry hopping again for the tenth time. I put on something sexy for you. Yeah, is it a hops book? Because I'm busy. <laughs> right.
<laughs> you know what? Look, why don't you just keep brushing my hair out, and when I'm done with this chapter, <laughs> maybe you can, can give me a Can we talk about isohumulones right now? <laughs> right. Whisper, just, whisper that stuff in my ear. That's, the, that, that's Nathan's dirty <laughs> talk. Harvest my cones. Nicole, say isohumulones. <laughs> just say it. Say it to me again. Say MMP4 precursor. <laughs> Tell me about all the things that make up Mosaic. Go. <laughs> Their safe word is play now. Yeah. Their safe word is is pre boil. <laughs> I pre boiled my pants. safe word is first wort. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just blew our best interview of 2013 on the first show of the year. Yeah, yeah, I know. You're, it's all downhill. Yep. Stan's a badass. I yep. like talking to him yeah. uh, because the man really knows what he's talking about, and it's you know what it, you know what it is. It's just good to have somebody who's serious on the program every now and then. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you interject a little seriousness once in a while. Yeah, get ready yeah. for all the it where is, all the dick joke emails. Well, I'll tell you, it makes me want to buy the audiobook right now. Yeah, and uh, buy for the love of hops, uh, the practical guide to aroma, bitterness, and the culture of hops. I, I wish that we, our order w- was uh, proper. We'd have it in your store right now. I ordered it a month ago. Yeah, uh, along with you, Brewing Classic Styles and <laughs> yeah, How to Brew. We'll get it all in for you. In the meantime, you could click the Amazon link mm. and then buy it through Amazon, and I think we'll get a little chunk of that. Mm-hmm. So you still can support us if you just can't wait uh, for the book. You can do it that way. And uh, Stan's a good dude. So uh, what a great time talking to him. Here's what we're going to do. Uh, we're going to take a break. And y'all know what it's time for, you know. Yeah. What is it time for? It's time the, to the business. It's time for the sixth annual I Brewing think, Network Award. Right. Something yeah. annual brewing. Woo! But first. All right. Yeah. Hop grenade. Oh, there our uh, first ever homebrew competition is over the cost. Oh, wait, we'll be right back as the session. Hang in there. You're listening to the Brewcasters. Brewcasters. Brewing Network. When Michael Fairbrother started Moonlighting, he had no idea how quickly his dream was going to grow. Having homebrewed for 15 years, Michael decided to go pro, but not with beer. While attending his homebrew club meetings, he saw ladies knocking their men out of the way to try his mead. Moonlight Meadery is now two years old and can produce 200,000 bottles a year. It's the first New Hampshire winery to ever distribute to California and Australia. In fact, you can now find Moonlight Meadery Meads distributed nationwide. And they ship direct, too. They produce 56 different varieties of mead and are unlike anything you've ever seen on the market. Michael Fairbrother at Moonlight Meadery is a real success story that can make the BN Army proud. Visit Moonlight Meadery in Londonderry, New Hampshire or online at MoonlightMeadery.com. Moonlight Meadery. Romance in a glass. That's it. I've had it. I am never putting hops in my beer again. What? Why? It's just too ridiculous. Insane prices, stupid contracts, high shipping costs, crappy selection. Dude, you need Nico Brew. Nico Brew will rock your f***ing face right the f*** off your f***ing skull. $5 shipping to all 50 states, plus fantastic international rates get you low prices on Nico Brew's great selection of hops and more. Whether you're a home brewer, a pro brewer, or a home brew shop owner,
owner, Nico Brew can get you the hops you need in increments big and small, single orders, spot buys, or full contracts. And there's only one place to join the uber special secret elite bare bones club where you'll get the best deals anywhere. Holy shit! NicoBrew.com. N I K O B R E W. Nico Brew, your bare bones buddy in the brewing business. Tonight is the night. We bring the creature to life, Dr. Blitzkrankstein. Yes, J.P. Law. Everything is perfect for my next fermented creation. My father, the storm is too far away. We'll never have enough power to isomerize the creature's alpha acid. <laughs> yes, J.P. Law. We will. For I have in my possession the Tower of Power. <laughs> Glickman's new Tower of Power is the evolution of automation. Control hot liquor, sparge, and mash temps like a pro. The Tower of Power is a high-quality gas-fired rim system that works with your current brewing setup. With ultra-precision, the tower can hold your mash to one-half of a degree Fahrenheit. Precision and repeatability. The Tower of Power is the answer to automatic, fast ramp times. See more at BlickmanEngineering.com. Bring your next creation to life with the Tower of Power. Dr. Glickman's with the Tower of Power, you can probably give me an afternoon at the pub to enjoy a pint. Don't be silly, J.P. Gore. We have beer to brew. BN Army, HopTech has a great discount waiting for you. Do you often find it difficult to find specific specialty ingredients for your homebrew recipes? Well, listen to this. HopTech stocks 59 different grains to choose from, 39 varieties of pellet hops, and 8 kinds of whole leaf hops. And HopTech not only carries Y-Yeast and White Labs yeast for you, but also Fermentus, 04, 5, 6, 23, 33, and T58 Belgian yeast, plus Cooper's Nottingham and Windsor yeasts. Got your recipe ready to go? Pick up some great brew gear like new long and short sleeved shirts, games, and more. HopTech's new website is being updated every day with new items. If you don't see it, call the shop. They're open six days a week. BN Army and AHA members get a 10% discount, and active military personnel get 15% off. Visit HopTech.com today for great selection, great service, and a great discount. HopTech.com. Sleep. 
guide to aroma bitterness and the culture of hops buy the book now he's a great dude uh tune in next week we've got mark carpenter and the crew from anchor uh, back on the program one of our best shows i think we've ever done when the anchor steam crew came in it was one of those shows that i had uh, looked forward to our my whole career uh and so you know i saw <laughs> i saw mark at, at gabf this year and every time I've I've seen him since that show, they had so much fun. They were so stoked. They're they're stuck in that brewery all the time, which they love. But they don't get to come out and have fun with douchebags like us a bunch. <laughs> and he was just so happy to do it. And he talked to me at GABF. We talked for like fifteen minutes, and then at the end, I said, "All right, John, I'll see you later." You douche. <laughs> and he goes, uh, it's, "It's Mark," and he was so humble, like that 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 I wasn't the one that should remember his name. <laughs> And I was like, Mark, I'm a fucking douchebag. I should remember your name from here until forever. I just called you John. Like an idiot. <laughs> like a stupid idiot. Why? You're one of That's my right. I heroes. Called him, I called him Chris one time. Did you? <laughs> Didn't he, oh, I have, just have a brother named Chris. He had a little comeback, but I felt bad. <laughs> I felt so terrible. Because I'm like, this is not for lack of respect. It's sheer stupidity. No. <laughs> I have full res- I have so much respect no, for you. look at him. He's tall. He's old. Uh, he's a guy that you were respecting from the get-go. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So why John? Where did John come from? Uh wasn't I God, I hope one of the other guys was John. No. No. <laughs> I don't know. Then I, don't, you're drinking, I don't know. You're busy. Mark, John, they're all biblical. <laughs> is Mark biblical? I guess he Matthew, is. Mark, yeah. Luke, and John. Yeah. I could have called him any of those. That's and, the that's the most you know about the Bible, isn't it? Yeah, that's Jesus it. and Mary. That's all I know. And God. Yeah. That so, God guy's real biblical. Right. And they're all virgins. That's yeah. all I know. Right. You know what you need to do now, you just need to make a joke out of it. And when he comes, be like, and it's our pleasure to welcome Jason and crew from uh, Anchor. Yeah, right. Yeah. You know oh, what? Sorry, he'll he'll remember. Friends. You know, he's such a nice guy. He, he, he doesn't remember that stuff. It, it rolls off. It, well, he's not like us douchebags who remember every dumb thing that's ever happened. It just rolls right off. He's like a duck. You ever seen water off a duck? Just go. That's what he's... Anyway. <laughs> it rolls right off his back. <laughs> I love the man. I, I love the guys at Anchor, and they're going to be on the program next week. So stay tuned for that. Uh, right now, I'd like to tell you, I don't know if you've heard about this, but, um, you know, not the holiday season is over. <laughs> 
I don't even know where this is going, but I love it already. It doesn't mean that the gift giving has to end. Oh, no. Well, yours did. (laughs) It never started. It never started. It might never really did. Tell me more. Uh, Well, now that the the, uh, Christian gift giving season has ended, it's time for the naughty side to come out. Go to adamandeve.com right now and order yourself some fucking dildos, man. Uh, You know, some blow up dolls and some naughty lingerie. Get get some for yourself. Bevo, do they they make lingerie your size? That is so Damn. mean. But I just, no, you can you can buy two and just sew them together. It's I'm fun. trying to encourage your uh, your. Was that not good encouragement? That was so mean. I'm, I'm a medium, you dick. I'm sorry. Yeah, and obesity Where? is a huge. I don't even think they make things smaller any longer. Bevo's not obese. No, 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 no. I'm saying oh there's God. an obesity problem in America, and they don't. They, who, <laughs> right. Who's small anymore? Right. I see. Well, what part of you is medium? How about we just get you one, and that's your like goal. Shirts, medium. No, but like a like a hand. If we were to order a bunch of different sizes of no, I wouldn't try them on. I wouldn't prance around here, and I might punch you in the nuts. <laughs> you could do it all from within the booth. I might actually punch you in the nuts anyway. That's why we created and the booth and decided. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I just want to say uh, uh, thanks Shut to up. Doc for coming in early to reinforce that section of the subfloor. <laughs> Can we put a lock on the door <laughs> on the outside, Doc? <laughs> You guys are terrible. Uh, all right, go to adamandeve.com right now. You can uh, buy all these things for the special someone in your life. Do we get anything with it? Special uh, chalupa devourer in your life. Well, it's funny you should ask, Doc. I do like chalupa. Uh, not only do you get uh, half off just about any item, half, that's 50%. but you get uh, free Almost. shipping, a special gift, Whoa. and also three free DVDs from categories such as anal, perverted, oh, I'm sorry, Asians. Uh, Omeal Stout. Gay. <laughs> Big butt. <laughs> Nicole, what's your favorite category? <laughs> Nicole likes Big Butt. You took it from her. And she cannot lie. Uh, Orgies. There you go, Doc. Oh. What other categories are in there? POV. No, there is point of view. You're a dick. <laughs> Yes, that's a category. Sure well. that yeah. Chunky. Oh, big Chunky. Oh, no, it's BBW. Right. Why would you got to say that? <laughs> All sorts of wonderful categories. You can choose uh, your own three uh, free DVDs. But go order now. All you have to do is use coupon code BNARMY. That's B-N-A-R-M-Y. You know, it doesn't have to be the dude in the family that goes to adamandeve.com. You too, chick who's being forced to listen to this program, can go and order your own things or think... I, I, there are like, does anybody here wear man lingerie? Like, have you ever worn dude outfits? Meggings? They, they sell them. No, no not like meggings. No. But there's a man section. Banana hammocks? For like man lingerie. I think some of them are banana hammocks. There's, 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 there's like Tarzan outfits. I'm just curious. I'm not, I, I think that men should go ahead and do it. But has anybody in this room ever worn no. mangerie? It's, it's for gay men. Too there's bad no, the shoes aren't here. There's no manger. Nobody's ever worn a. I know that Shoe Light likes a banana like hammock. I said and, it's for and mangerie. Wait, I'm pulling the men's work because I don't believe. Wow. Wow. <laughs> See? There's wow. a bunch of stuff there. <laughs> you stre- learn something every day, JP. <laughs> a stretch net bong thong. 
thong thong. So I, it's, it's, I don't even know what that means. It's, 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 it's thong, but it's in fishnet. Sam it's knows fishnet what it means. Bong. He's wearing one under his pants right now. No. The male power percolator G-string. No straight man. What is what ever... happens in the power percolator? It's just You're it, curious, it, like it's like a sling for your boner to be perky all the time. It holds it. It's perk hyphen you hyphen later. Perk you later. It's for what's our game? Boner Jeopardy. Boner chicken. Oh, thank you. Boner Jeopardy. What is? <laughs> what is a giant rod? What is the salt? I had a special private message. Yeah, one of did. our sponsors. I hate you guys. One, no, one of our <laughs> loved, dear employees. Yeah, has worn a knitted elephant on his little push. Terrence the black on his little push. Oh, pushy push. Uh, sorry, I was trying to think of an employee that would do that. Now, I thought it was Terrence. He's worn a what? What is it again? A knitted elephant. Did like his a, wife like a trunk? Because his wiener's the trunk. Did his wife make it or did he buy it? Find out details, please. I hope his wife made it. <laughs> Use coupon code BNARMY at adamandeve.com right now. Uh, all right. A uh, lot to do. You know, guys, it's that time of year where we get into the Brewing Network Awards. But first, before we do our uh, official Brewing Network Awards, we, we have a new award to give out this year before we even start. We've had our first ever Brewing Network homebrew competition. We did the IPA kit. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Hot grenade. Yeah. So a lot of people bought it uh, and entered the competition. Obviously, it was all one beer. And um, we did a best in show competition. That's right. Yep. We whittled it down. Nathan Smith. Yep. Nicole Ernie, Jason Petros, Hi. and Brian Cooper mm-hmm. were the judges. That's right. Esteemed judges. They were the esteemed judges. I will have you know that JP took extra special care of all the beers. As they came in, they went right into our refrigerator. That's right. Uh, Nicole, please vouch for us. When you arrived, all of the beers were safely in our Brewing Network camo refrigerator, weren't they? They were incredibly cold. Yeah. We kept- <laughs> <laughs> right. They were close to, to uh, Tasty's beer for you know additional fame recognition. That's, That's right, true. You know? We had a uh, uh, what's left of our Janet's Brown keg, and we we, hovled the, we hu- huddled them yeah. all around yep. uh, Tasty's keg. None, to, of, none of them touching. To give extra love yeah let's not go crazy right um but we did have our first ever brewing network homebrew competition i'm making i'm making a lot of fun but i'm actually pretty excited you know people have asked us to do a homebrew competition for years and i've said oh hell no hell no because uh, we would get so many entries it's a pain in the ass and none of us want to do anything no Uh, but luckily we had the uh, donated time of nathan nicole jp and brian and so they did it so how many entries uh, did we Inside? have? We had 22. <laughs> 22 entries yes. for one best of show round. Right. Uh, and what we ended up with was uh, five finalists that we will have here on the program That's tonight. Right. <laughs> we, did, um, we did kind of a modified uh, tasting segment. Since they were all the same style and the, sp- uh, the same ingredients, the exact same everything, uh, we kind of did a modified score sheet where we just really focused on overall tastes. Okay, uh, because you know, writing down the color and the uh, the same all thing the same. time after time. So we did all that. Then we then we pulled five people from that and had a little mini best of show uh, from there. And I'm certain that the number one beer was a was a fifty point beer, right? It was actually an eighty point beer. It was a modified scale. <laughs> so we had to cut it in half, so it was really forty. It's a forty, <laughs> right? Yeah, and dude, then we, we divided by two. We went to eighty, but we had to cut it in half. Right. I love Nathan's logic. For some reason, it makes perfect sense to me. It does. Yeah. 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 Well, I figured he couldn't 
just a beer that high. We just figured, well, we'll just yeah. arbitrarily cut it in half for no this reason. This is at eighty. All. Let's cut it in half. Yeah, yeah. Why? No, it was amazing how much different the beers were from beer yeah. to beer. Like, you figure that you're going to sit down and judge a beer made from the same kit. It's going to be one beer after another. Tastes the same. But they, they were, were all very different. Yeah, a lot very, of them were very different. different. Like the top. I mean, we had like what was in the final ten or twelve that we were kind of whittling it down to. Even mm-hmm. those, they're all great beers. But okay. Like, very different. Was it difficult to judge IPA after IPA? Uh, did your palate? You get some palate fatigue. For okay, sure. all right. Yeah. By the end, it, it becomes a little bit harder. But I meant know. to ask Nicole. She's the real judge here. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> uh, who cares what you think? Seriously. Oh, it's totally just zoning out right now. <laughs> uh, perfect. Perfect That's example. Exactly yeah. what I have. Yeah. Exactly what life. I expected out of a master cicerone. <laughs> cicerone. <laughs> well, that's what you don't have enough mics. I thought I wasn't included. No, you're inclu- You're always included, Nicole. You're, we just sometimes make fun of you. Yeah. Uh, okay, let's go to our first caller, uh, Matt Regardin. Regardin. Matt? This is Matt, but it's not Regardin. What, how do you say Probably. your last name? Uh, not Regardin. Not even close. It's regarding Matt. Beaver. <laughs> Beaver and... Beaver, you know, <laughs> it's regarding, except I typed wrong. <laughs> I was just thinking, like, I wish you would work for an ear doctor instead of an eye doctor. But, My uh, name is Employees. Employees, what? <laughs> Must wash hands. <laughs> you know what, Matt? It's fucking Regarden from now on. Right. All what right? does this pertain to, Mr. Regarden? It's Matt regarding the beer competition. Oh, thank you, Beaver. Uh, Except I forgot the comma and the G. And the rest of the thing. <laughs> My name is Some Matt. Matt, what? <laughs> Regarding your He's like, not even. No, it's it's Smith. It's Smith. What do you mean? But you mean Smirgarden. Smirgarden. <laughs> All right, Matt, line two. <laughs> Matt, caller. Matt, where are you from? I'm from St. Louis. Saint, is that St. Louis, Alabama? San Jose. Uh, I hope not. St. Louis, Missouri. <laughs> oh, tasty. A man after your own heart. Yeah, I'm familiar with that area. Yeah. Get back there now, Nick. Okay. Uh, all right, Matt. Uh, so as we mentioned, we had uh, five finalists. If you had to guess, uh, you know, think about your beer, and uh, I don't know w- whether you were uh, proud of it or confident. Uh, where do you think you are in the top five? Are there only five people entering the competition? There are 20... <laughs> there were 22. 22. So, and, and there are five finalists. Five finalists. So you are... We're going to get to all the other ones uh, you, after you. You're one of the five. Where do you right. think you are? It's not Four. hard, Matt. Four. Wrong. Yeah. <laughs> wow. What do you think was wrong with your beer that would put you down at four? Uh, I don't know. I, I used the recipe exactly as you said, so uh, there's got to be uh, maybe some minor issue there. Did you enjoy the beer? <laughs> wait, wait, So it's got to be perfect. Wait, wait, yeah, wait, I get wait, that. Wait, wait That's a, a backhanded... Uh, well, yeah, exactly I used your right. recipe exactly how you said, so it's so, your fault, <laughs> bitch. Yeah. <laughs> I don't right. know what's wrong with it. I did what you told me, so there's probably something wrong. <laughs> right. So it must taste like semen. Yeah. Fuck you, man. We're going actually, to the next caller. No, actually, it was uh, um, it was probably gone in about 10 days, um, which for only one and a half people drinking it is pretty good. Yeah, that's awesome. Your drain must be clogged. <laughs> <laughs> did, you, uh, did you keg it or bottle it all? Um, actually, I kegged it, and then I used a, a beer gun to send in to the competition there. Oh, okay. The the Blickman beer gun. Mm-hmm. From Blickman. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> From one of your proud sponsors. Right. All right, Matt. Well, uh, your beer has been received, and your place in the competition
You are the winner, my friend. Champion. You are the champion of the first ever Brewing Network homebrew competition, my friend. We deceived you. There aren't four other people on the line. (laughs) Tell us how you feel right now. Go. Go. Uh, I'm speechless. Uh, I had no idea that I would have a chance in this one. Oh, my God. Well, you had all the chance in the world, my friend. You brewed a a fantastic beer that the judges loved, and uh, it was the uh, best of show of all 22 (laughs) beers. And you've won yourself a trip to, and and this is going to sound like a joke, but it's not, uh, to beautiful Martinez uh, for a Sunday show and also a brew day at Heretic. You can go brew beer with the boys at Heretic. We're going to pay for the whole deal. Uh, we just got to work out when it works for you and when it yep. works for the brewery. We'll get you in here on the program. We'll put you up in a hotel. Uh, you get to hang out with JP. Uh, He's going to give you a back massage. Hey, oh, wait, what? Uh, yeah. Hookers. Uh, Hookers. Yeah. 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 There's also going to be some bonus prizes. We're going to give you some hops and some T-shirts and some hats we are? and some glassware. And uh, you get the whole kit and caboodle, man. Some, some mandra. Oh, my God. Get your liver ready. Oh, my wife is... My wife is going crazy right now. She ran upstairs. She was listening downstairs, and oh my god! <laughs> I'm glad she's happy for you. We're jump gonna out the window. <laughs> tell her that we're gonna send you home in leopard skin brewing network boy shorts. Yep. Uh, and a percolator like g-string. <laughs> brewing yeah. network mandarin. <laughs> Make sure that when you oh, book um, his plane ticket, you don't put the name regarding as his last <laughs> name. <laughs> Matt, Matt, it's actually regarding. Yeah, regarding. It's regarding. Regarding, yeah. Yeah. This is Matt Regarding. Regarding what? The bomb, uh, motherfucker! What? <laughs> so, uh, Justin, I, before I go, I gotta um, just let you know that we actually talked to you in uh, San Diego. Uh, sorry, in Seattle. And we asked you some recommendations of a uh, place to go, and you gave us the recommendation of the... Um, the in Portland, the the triangle with Sassy's and uh, the sour beer place. Oh, hell yeah. Cascade, yeah. Cascade. Uh, yeah, so it was corner. so good. Um, my wife actually wanted to go back to Sassy's multiple times, and we, we hit it twice up in Portland. Now. Wow. So. Thank you for that recommendation. Well, you're very welcome. You and in woman. fact, the if you would have read the fine print on your homebrew entry, it was if if your wife enjoys strip clubs, she's actually the one that won the trip to Martinez. <laughs> All right. Yeah, you'll be staying at home uh, come next month. <laughs> Tammy Regarden, can't wait to meet you. <laughs> right. Uh, no, I'm glad you enjoyed it. I'm, isn't that a great triangle? Because you get your boobs on, and then you head over and have a sour beer, right. or vice versa. Yeah, and... In fact, the second time, we didn't even hit all three. We just went uh, to the sour place and straight to the strip club. So. You know what? You're a good family. I can tell right now. And uh, I can tell just by talking to you for a couple minutes that you're yeah. a good, good, strong family. <laughs> that, that is true. I'm actually afraid when he comes out. He sounds like a party animal. Oh, we're taking him to the gold club, I think, is where we got to take him. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. I haven't been there. club, bro. Doc, we haven't been in a while anyway. Uh, I, I have. Uh, <laughs> Oops. Uh, that a boy, Doc. Uh, all right, listen, I mean every word, Matt. You've won, and we're going to fly you out here. Send me an email, justin at thebrewingnetwork.com. We'll start talking about dates. We'll get you out here for a full weekend. Uh, you'll get to come out to a show and brew with the boys at Heretic, and uh, we'll put you up and do the whole thing. So congratulations. And and honestly, uh, thanks for buying the kit you. and brewing, man. Yeah. Oh, it was awesome. Yeah, I was just uh, joking about they must have been a mistake, because a mistake <laughs> I would have thought would have all been on my end. That's all right. That's all right. You did a good job. It was a fine beer. And in fact, I think we have one bottle left. We're going to enjoy it after the show tonight. So, Oh, awesome. Well, that's the last one because, I, like I said, it ran out in a few days. So, 
Good. It's all yours. That's a good sign. Good job. Congratulations, Matt. And send me an email, Justin at the Brewing Network.com. We'll get you all set up, brother. Awesome. All right. Thank you very much. Cheers. Take care. Cheers. There you go. Uh, Matt from Missouri. And uh, how expensive is a flight from Missouri, Tasty? 400 Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. What about flying us all out to the East Coast for NHC this year? I was thinking about that. Oh, God. Yeah, we do need to go. That's the only way I can go. Is if I what do you pay for your airfare? My yeah, all I'm like, what's going uh, on here? I mean... Yeah. Hey, Moscow, shut up! Why am I doing freaking shows and shit like that? <laughs> right. Thank you that, Moscow. Uh, this is my day job, Tasty. You're staying yeah. home, by you the way. You have a day job. Yeah. <laughs> this show gets yeah. you free beer. It's by fine. the way, Philly is going to be a very selective year for the Brewing Network. <laughs> Right. Uh, is there a hotel in downtown Philly? Martinez proper yeah. for him? Yeah. He's, got, he's got to get the whole experience. It's, yeah, there, I was going to say, please don't make him stay in Martinez. Like a Martian mansion hotel or like a <laughs> hotel hotel? <laughs> we'll get a narrow bed and put it in here. What are you talking about? Guys, there's, there's a oh. couch right yeah. down there in the green room. And that couch Nicole's sitting on actually folds out into a full bed. Well, uh, he's going to be fine. Yeah, he'll be all right. I'll pay one of the bums to do like room service in the morning. Oh yeah, uh, the, he's you got any the, shitter paper you want to get rid get of? Coffee. Buddy? Hey, you got you got Starbucks right across the street. How more convenient? Yeah. It's like in the lobby. Right. Yeah. Listen, the guy's gonna get the star treatment. You want yeah. a sandwich from Luigi's or something? Yeah, I'm going that way. The half star treatment. I'm actually gonna park my Volkswagen out front and pop the top. He could just sleep in the top deck of that. It's very luxurious. Make sure you get out in the morning and put some coins in the, <laughs> in the meter. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll pay a homeless guy. The heretic and be like, all right, free labor. Are you going to grain out now, buddy? <laughs> I was at Luigi's. Yeah, we're milling today. today. And a, a homeless guy bought a dollar twenty-five can of sardines. He was in front of me holding my shitty order up. And <laughs> the guy, the Luigi's like, all right, here you go, man. And he goes, do you have any one of those little containers of mayonnaise? And Luigi's like, uh, yeah, fine. He squirts a bunch of mayo in a little ramekin. He's like, here uh, you go. And then he turns to me and the homeless guy goes, do you have any forks? And like Luigi, he's like, oh my, uh, here, go. Just go, go away. Sardines and mayonnaise. Oh. That's what you have to look forward to in beautiful Martinez. <laughs> Can't you well, buy it with mayonnaise already in it? I, I'll tell you what. <laughs> I don't know. Matt, we're going to stock your room with sardines and mayonnaise. <laughs> it's the official <laughs> official snack of Martinez. Yeah. We yeah. want you to have the full experience. Yeah. You people think the martini was invented here? No. <laughs> sardines no. and yeah. mayonnaise. It's the, mar- the sardinis. <laughs> the sard- sardinis. The martini. The mardinis. Sardine, the whatever he All right, said before I enough. ruined it. All right, <laughs> it smells like feet in here. All right, should you we get to that the, before? Should it's we get to the Brewing Network Awards? Yes. Nah. All right. Really? Let's do it. Right. So I love this time of year, I and I love too. the Brewing Network Awards. Let's yeah. have some fun, everybody. Here Woo! we go. It's time for the 2012 uh, Brewing Network Awards. Our 19th annual. who are forced to listen to this crap against their will. Live from Sticky Martinez, California, we're proud to present the 2013 Brewing Network Awards with your hard-working hosts, Justin Strip Club Crosley, Jason Shut Up Nicole Petros, Doctor, let me repeat what he said, Scott, Nathan, Shut Up Nicole Smith, and Tasty. Bring it on, bitch. 
Big Dole, featuring Scott the Jew and our Lady of Lactation in the chat room, Bevo. Now, here's Justin. Yeah, that's right. It's actually the 2012 Brewing Network. We always screw that up, though. I think it's now a tradition. Announcer Man's kind of retarded. Uh, Yeah, (laughs) Announcer Man has been retarded for years. He's a special character here on the program. We've got a lot of awards to give away. Some new, some old. I've eliminated uh, a couple of awards, and uh, I think you'll thank me for that. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, a lot to do uh, here on the... uh, Sixth Sixth annual. Sixth annual. What are you, fucking Vulcan right now? Yeah, I think so. All right, now I have to find the folder with uh, the things that I need. (laughs) We can never get anything right, can we? music from eight months. Well, it worked great in rehearsal, didn't it? (laughs) You only got one chance, Nicole. That music was rad. (laughs) Right. Uh, All right. It's an alt-rock song, Scott. It's It's a rap song. Oh, you gotta lose yourself in the moment. You gotta own it. Should we just play the intro over and over? It's a good intro. It's really good. good. Yeah. All right, we got a lot of awards to give away. We're going to start out with one that I think, uh, and and by the way, don't take my word for any of this because I make it up as I go, but I'm pretty sure we gave this award for the first time last year. It's the uh, Pimp of the Year Award. I think that was, we gave it. I think it's two years old. It's a couple years old. Yeah. Yeah, well, like I said. Yeah. Just go with it. Like my current girlfriend. I'm pretty sure we just invented this award this year. Right now. Uh, here you go. Since Our fresh. first award of the BNAs. <laughs> now for the listeners with the smoothest game, who foolishly and with reckless abandon rock the BN above all other priorities in their lives. Here are the nominees for the Brewing Network Pimp of the Year. That's right. So these, as you might remember, are people who are constantly promoting the Brewing Network, uh, whether it's good for them or not. Some people have gotten fired for it in the past, and uh, others have gotten scolded by their wives. But it's really people who just promote us, uh, no matter what the consequence. They're always talking and uh, tweeting and uh, (laughs) other things like that. The nominees this year for the Brewing Network Pimp of the Year are... The Brewing Network Homebrew Club. Yeah. Uh, We won the Homebrew Club of the Year once again. Thanks to the Brewing Network listeners uh, who kicked ass on that. Uh, Our next nominee, a sponsor this time. A new sponsor in 2012 who spent a lot of time tweeting and doing social media about how badass he felt the BN Army was. Yes. Our friend... Your friend, oh. Michael Fairbrother of Moonlight Meadery. Yes! One of the most active sponsors on Twitter. Yeah. Rocking the BN all time, every time. Check out his Twitter feed and you'll notice uh, he's, he's very grateful is what it is. He's constantly, yeah. really what he's doing is thanking the BN for responding to his sponsorship and buying Moonlight Mead. Yep. Uh, of course, we have to give the mead some credit. It's badass. It's yeah. real good. It's real, real good. <laughs> all right. Um, next on the list, uh, another sponsor. And in fact, this one comes from not just 2012, but it's actually a couple years of promotion. Uh, 
a local company here in the Bay Area who gives us props all the time. We love to see them at every event that we do. Hop Tech Homebrew yeah! is in there for Pimp of the Year. Yeah. Uh, follow them on Facebook, and you'll see that they're always mentioning the BN, and um, uh, they, they they love us. Yeah. Every order that goes out, they they put a little thing in there about us. They right. love us to death. Yeah. So, uh, good fun there, and we thank them for that. And finally, uh, the final nominee in Pimp of the Year is uh, my shrink, Justin's shrink. Yes. And uh, in, this, in this Dr. case... Dr. Quack, yes. Uh, in this case, uh, it's for uh, giving me uh, therapy pro bono yeah. because uh, come about the, the middle of the year, I couldn't afford it anymore, and he decided I was too crazy to quit. Right. And uh, here's a little clip of that uh, when it happened. I tried to quit therapy. I was like, look, uh, I've been going for a while. I'm feeling pretty good. I'm fixed. He says, okay. <laughs> He's like, I really, I think you should think about it. And I said, no, I, you know, I thought about it, and I really, you know, I just, I've been coming to you for like over a year now, and uh, you know, I think it's cool. So he comes back the next week and he goes, I've been thinking about this and um, I'm going to go ahead and keep you in therapy pro bono. Wow. Oh, God. Oh, shit. No way. How fucked up are you yeah. when your shrink goes, um, yeah, you yeah. can't. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Wow. He's like, I'm going to do this for you. A community How? service. I'm How? standing up for your insane mind. <laughs> Unbelievable. I was like. He's writing a book about I, you. I was like, um, <laughs> thank you? <laughs> like, what do you, how do you even, resp- you know. Yeah. So there you go. I think we can all attest to the benefits of my therapy continuing. Yeah. You're still a crazy dickhead. Yeah, I agree with that. But less so. But it could be worse. And so does my shrink. And thank you, Tasty. See, this is why Tasty's living so long. Right. Because his glass is full. (laughs) Well, technically, it's it's positive. It's 100% full. It has air or beer in it or both. And it could be worse. Right. Right. Could be in a vacuum. All right. Your 2012 Pimp of the Year. The Brewing Network Homebrew Club! Of course. Come on, how can you deny the dominance of promotion that is the Brewing Network? We didn't even solicit uh, them to enter under the Brewing Network Club. They just own it, produce good beer, kicked ass, and... Let's face it, dominated the homebrew competition twice. I think we won it in the first round. I think we did. Uh, How will will the dominance ever end if the rules don't change? It won't, right? It could. I mean, there are strategies that could be employed. Uh, Sure. I don't know. Uh, Or we quit because we're tired of getting looked at like dickwads. When really, all we're doing is producing great beer. (laughs) But what are you going to do? Lots of it. All right. Yeah. And there you go. That's your first award. Uh, I think that went well. Uh, I think it went real well, except yeah. for the whole date thing that was wrong. <laughs> right. That was real. But I bad. think that now that that's part of our thing, it's it's okay. Hmm. It's all right. Is it though? Yeah. All right. Now I'm pretty sure that this is a new award that we're going to do right now. Doc, do you have to go already? Have we wasted your time? <laughs> and now you have to leave. He got his nap in. He's out of here. I'm oh, bored. Yeah, he does. yeah. No, I got to go to be a good dad. He'll pick up the boy. Yep. You can't just call him a cab. <laughs> yeah, <that'd> work. <laughs> I mean, it's Maraga. It's safe. That'll be fine. Safe. All right, Doc. All right. Don't worry. 
I'll reveal that you didn't win any awards this year, Great, so good. it's fine that you can leave. You feel better. Well, yeah, you're, you're more uh, worried than anticipated. Yeah, I was a little yeah. worried about that. <laughs> you didn't win any. You're good. All right, Doc. We'll see you uh, next week. Okay, bye. All right, buddy. Uh, okay. This, I think, is a new uh, award this year. Um, have we ever done Worst Show of the Year? No. Uh, no. Brand oh. new for 12,800 whatever year it is. <clears throat> you know, something I like to do about the Brewing Network Awards is not take them seriously. Right. While at the same time... Taking them seriously. Exactly. Right. Which is why we're going to nominate ourselves and what we've done this year for the Worst Show of the Year. Whether they admit it or not, every parent has a favorite child and one they wish they could shove back up that gooey fun hole. Enjoy your nominations for Worst Show of the Year. That's right. Gooey fun hole. I wonder if Mrs. Announcer has heard this. (laughs) Probably not. She'd be so proud. (laughs) Now, let's be honest, guys. We do a lot of shows every year, and they're not all winners. And it took some reflection for us to look back, yeah. and uh, we had our own nominations, but we also put this one out to the listeners in a poll in the forum uh, for them to vote our worst show of the year, because we are not afraid of failure here at the Brewing Network. No. Well, Clearly. How, how can you be afraid of something you're so familiar with? <laughs> it's like being afraid of your feet. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. We're not afraid of How's that working out for you, GPU, by the way? It's pretty good. Yeah. I hate them. <laughs> And the nominees for the worst show of the year are the first Goose Island show that we did. The Goose Island show. Yeah. And why was that? Well, we felt a little duped because by the second Goose Island show, the guy had retired and the brewmaster had retired. And we felt like we didn't really ask the hard questions, did right. we? No. We pushed out. A little bit. Let's be honest. Starstruck. We we pushed out because I, I felt that he wasn't going to answer them anyway, and so I didn't want to deal with the radio silence, and we didn't give you the hard answers that you deserve. What is this we business, host man? We're, this is a team. There is no Moscow in team, <laughs> Moscow. Wait, does that work? Not the way I, I wanted it to but work. The, but there's an A in it. There is an A in Wait. it. Wait. So... Yeah, and right I'm the now. stupid one. Yeah, well, that's true. well. You are. Yeah, those there's, two there's things. No, are, I and Beverly either. Yeah, they're not mouth. mutually exclusive. You're, you're correct. There's not. So when when I fail, we fail. Okay, everybody. That's Shit. the way it works. We've around been failing here. for a long time. Though. Nathan knows that, don't you, Nathan? Every day. Yeah. yeah. Tasty. He's on. He's on the fence about that. What Whenever, about when we fail? What? Do you fail? No. <laughs> See, that's why I don't. <laughs> I don't think that's true. I don't. Yeah. But that's the way it works, guys. Yeah. Whenever you fail, we cut ourselves. Right. And whenever you fail, I yell. Right. A lot. Oh, yeah, that happens. This is how it goes. Wasn't that interview 2011? I'm not disputing that it sucked. Uh, yes. It did. But. Oh, so maybe it was the second interview. Then. Correct. Yes. The first one was in 11, but we did a follow-up in July oh, right. this year. Oh, so Our I first failed. show in the new studio. Oh, people didn't like that so one. So, guys, mm-hmm. I failed at announcing which show it was. So, we, we <laughs> failed. We failed at... Oh, uh, uh, yeah, yeah. That makes sense. I think that See that, I'm, Tasty? I'm getting it. I think that I'm excluded because I'm in my own room. No, no. You're no. still with us. Yeah. Yeah, Stupid. just as my butt is also large as your butt is large, right? It's the same thing. Because you're like, yeah, no. butt, butt brothers, <laughs> right? Bro- I'm a girl. <laughs> All right, well, butt sister then. <laughs> I'm fine with that. I'm okay with. I'm comfortable with that tasting. Your butt's flat. All right, the next nominee for worst show of the year here on the Brewing Network is our. 
fairly recent pumpkin beer and spice beer show. Oh, bullshit. What a terrible idea. Yeah. That was a good show. Well, now here's one, you know, uh, being honest, we did not nominate this as brewcasters. This was solely nominated by right. the listeners. Right. Well, they get what they and, get. Uh, and, and I like, you know, I, I, I think worst show of the year actually should come from the listeners, not, not us. <laughs> we have our opinions, should. but uh, they're the ones who, I thought it was a decent show. I man. thought it was pretty good. Drink yeah. the beer, eat the squash. <laughs> <laughs> well, now, don't put the squash in the. Beer. Let me give you it's some just, more. Most people don't care about pumpkin beers, is what which is also why before we ever did the show, Tasty knew in his heart that it would be the worst show. <laughs> he was like, "Really?" And I said, "Come on, it's 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 timely, it's topical, very timely. It's very a good nice. girl show. Yeah, wet hot beer like, and I, pumpkin beer. I liked it all in one. See, Bevar liked it. Well, and we, it's a good girl show. Right, Pump girls like." Pumpkin beer. Like pumping. We, Pump we also did that awesome well, not, Halloween not, skit. Not you. You're not a real girl. Oh, yeah. We did the Halloween skit. <laughs> what are they talking about? Where Tasty did some you're of the best acting uh, you'll ever hear. Yeah, that, that was, was my gold. Best stuff right there. And he got to see Bevo's boobs? Oh, yeah. That's Susie's right. Susie's boobs. Oh, sorry, sorry, Susie. Yeah. You're right. Yeah, yeah. yeah no. <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Someone <laughs> clearly hadn't heard that We, we wrote it for Bevo, but it ended up being Susie. Yeah. And Susie did a great job. All right. The third nominee for Worst Session Show of 2012. Any show Scott's on. Off Week. <laughs> Every Off Week wow. show. Sure, it gets a lot of hate. It gets a lot of hate. We get a lot of hate for Off Week, yeah. and so every single Off Week was nominated as we Worst We do show. get a lot of shit for it. Yeah, yeah. But uh, we don't care. No. Uh, and your fourth and final nomination for the Worst Show of 2012 listener nominated all of them Ooh. every single oh. show was actually nominated in the <laughs> in the survey that yep. we put out multiple times wow and i just thought wow uh, yeah it's like that same thread in the form that only, there's only a good show if you go to an old show <laughs> <laughs> like, what do you Wait, guys? I didn't know that. There's a whole oh, yeah. thread that says yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, what, what's the what older is, the show, the better, this, or something like what that? What is this? My the life's cutoff? work we're talking know, about yeah. here. The, oh, the depression. I'm taking the form down tomorrow. Let's call my shrink on air right now. <laughs> Let's do it. Let's call it. I think we should. <laughs> hey, stay. So one of the nominations was whenever we broadcast, and the other nomination was whenever we yeah. don't broadcast. Yes, yes. interesting. Yes. Probably by the same nut job. <laughs> you know, they think they're real clever. All right. The winner of the worst show of the year. It got the most votes. Pumpkin and Spice Beer is our worst show. Yeah, completely voted by the listeners, and we grant you the award. Uh, you didn't like it? I guess we won't repeat the show in uh, 20 No, we'll do it better. <laughs> Please nominate better? another show that you would like, listeners. Right. Can't it, say enough about that squash. Uh, it also uh, means that all the off-week shows were better than the Pumpkin and Spice show. They'd rather not no listen. Not having a show is better <laughs> than the Pumpkin Beer Wow. Show. You make a good point. Fucking dicks. All yeah. Voted. And listen... It wasn't just a couple votes. No, it wasn't. <laughs> no. Damn. Yeah. Wow, we got our own Harris pool going here. So, there you Maybe go. Maybe we should check more often, actually, huh? <laughs> you know, you know just... I will say, um, it, 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 
it hurts the pride less than something that we might have oh, been really proud, proud of. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, if it had been... They're like, Kirk and Staven, or you suck. Something <laughs> like that, <laughs> right? Yeah. We were like, wait a minute, what? <laughs> uh, because at least we can go, all right, yeah, the topic, we know. Uh, but... I don't know. I thought people want to make this. Uh, they want to get laid. It was a get, it was a get you laid show, yeah. you know. But no points, no points for that. No one wants to get in the gooey fun hole. Apparently. All right, no. let's get right to the next one. This one is a very coveted award, uh, and I think that people look forward to it every year. Ball gobbler of the century. It is also heavily driven by listener votes. <laughs> also supplemented by brewcaster votes. Incredible guests from around the world, always live in studio, uh, via Skype sometimes, or on shitty phone connections, or maybe we just read a note they left behind at a bar. It's the Brewing Network Best Guest of the Year nominees. Yeah, a very important award, I think. Uh, How many guests would you say we have throughout the year? Moscow. Oh, I would say... 12? 13? I was going to say 20. <laughs> at least. Yeah, at right. least. Well, if there's 52 weeks and we take one off a month... It's like 40. 12. 3 times 12? That's a hard one. 40. Is to, is we're somewhere around 38 <laughs> guests or something like that. He was a little quiet. Yeah, 30s, yeah. <laughs> All right. The nominees for Best Guest of the Year are... Chad Jakobson, Crooked Stave. The actual brewing aspect of brewing is really over-romanticized. The truth of it is our beers are produced in the cellar. That is where all my love goes into the beer and really every brewer. When you pitch the yeast, the way you pitch the yeast, the temperature at which you ferment, everything, all the process really goes into that. So those couple hours you spend in the brew house, it's the next two, three weeks uh, through the cellar. And then if it's barrel aging, you're looking at the next year and blending. And that's where the love goes into the beer. And that's where the actual, really, uh, creativity, but process takes life. Garrett Oliver, Brooklyn Brewery. You know, we want to do something that was complex, you know, but not silly. And I'm sure you'll know what I mean when you talk about a beer where you'll pour it and you're like, you smell, you're like, wow, that's amazing. And then you get halfway down the glass and you're kind of like, um... Uh, yeah, uh, uh, you know, I'd like to have a margarita now. (laughs) Right. Uh, That's less sweet than this. I think that's really nice about local, too, is that it has that complexity, and it's really big, but because of its dryness, because of its restraint, it's also really, really drinkable. Is it Mazen? Uh, yeah, uh, Mazen. 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 Mazen Hazar from 961 Brewing. I get this crazy guy walking into the brewery completely at random and he says, You're Mazen, you make 961. I'm like, Yeah. He goes, I love you. I'm like, Weirdo. <laughs> <laughs> right. I'm like, What do you do? He goes, I make Shimei. I'm like, I love you. <laughs> <laughs> right. Turns out he's, he's uh, a Lebanese guy who was studying in Belgium and worked for Chimay as a brewmaster. And um, he had taken the Heineken subsidiaries beer to Chimay to the tasting panel with all the monks. And they laughed him off the table. And then he took our beer and they loved it. And so he felt really proud. And two weeks later, I made the guy an offer and he now works for us full time. And finally, Gabe Fletcher from Anchorage Brewing. 
I don't really have a number one selling beer as far as, I mean, all my beer is pre-sold before it even leaves the brewery. So you make, that's how much you sell is how much you make. Yeah, yeah. and it's it's allocated way before it even leaves the brewery. Shelton basically goes around and says, you get 50 cases, you get 85, you get 120, and, and then it's gone. So you don't really even deal with sales and taking on new accounts or anything? No, no. He's living the dream yeah. right now, <laughs> this man. All right. And the winner, the 2012 2012 Guest of the Year. 13. By listener vote, as well as supplementary brewcaster vote. Oh, no. What is it? Chad Yakovsky. Now listen, here's what put Chad over the edge. Uh, First of all, the show speaks for itself. The guy was a badass and had so much information to give. And the beer uh, was also amazing. But when Vinny Chalurzo comes up to me and says, Hey, I've been catching up on Brewing Network shows. I don't get to listen all the time. But when I travel, I, I, I put them on my iPod and I listen. I've listened to Chad Jacobson twice now <laughs> because he had so much yeast information to offer about Britannomyces that I had to listen twice. When when Mr. Uh, spontaneous uh, Fermentation or, or, or Sour Fermentation or Bug Fermentation himself says, I had to listen to the show twice, that's a goddamn good show. <laughs> yeah. Chad Jacobson, congratulations. Yeah. You are Brewing Network Guest of the Year. And it didn't hurt that he sent us a whole bunch of his amazing beer. Yeah. 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 So By thank the, you for that. Guests, keep in mind, uh, if he wants to do a... Now, this sounds uh, self-serving, and it is, but it does help the interview. Send us your beer so we have something to talk to you about. Hell yeah. Uh, and, and his beer did really speak for itself. It was a, just a wonderful showing of beer. I don't like to be all starstruck and go, oh, well, Vinny said it, but let's face it. When Mr... Sour Beer says it. You give him the best show of the year. So there you go. Chad Jacobson, well done. All right. The next award, I've combined two uh, two awards after several years. You know, for so long we've done Asshat of the Year and No Pants Award. And we've confused ourselves even uh, how similar they are. I I could no longer figure out which one is which. So we put them both together, and it's basically, you know, the, 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 the most Brewing Network representative listener. The strict adherence to the code. Right, the, the Brewer's Code. The, 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 the sheer irreverence of your attitude and sense of humor. The accepting of vulgarity. The nobility of the homebrewing law. It's all of these things combined together that bring right. us our next award. Next Listeners who are so geeky, such consistent listeners, so often in the chat, contributing all year long, helping the show at every turn. Welcome the nominees for Asshat of the Year. Right. Technically, Asshat No Pants of the Year, a highly coveted Brewing Network award. Uh, Such luminaries as Bad Rock. Yeah. I believe the Woods... I think so as well. Uh, maybe a blobber glop in there. Um, definitely a Mills. A Mills, I think. Or is he? Oh, pimp he won of the year. pimp by the uh, year. Yeah, 
Bub, I think, has won uh, no pants. Oh. Uh, so now... Well, he wears a lot of skirts now. So. Combined together for the No Pants Ass Hat of the Year Award, the nominees are... Nico Brew. Oh. Again, a skirt wearing man. It's true. Yeah. Uh, apparently wearing a skirt gets you in the No Pants Award. Yeah. Uh, uh, Nico Brew, always in the chat room, contributing to the shows, phone calls, and otherwise, uh, really helping out the programming. A new character this year, another nominee, Theo Brew. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Calling in very often drunk. Calling in gay and drunk. While also uh, trying to finish seminary. Right. And seminary. <laughs> or whatever the hell he's doing. Yeah. Right. The next nominee is actually a dynamic duo of nominees. Mm. It's the Mexicans, Stevo and Riggs. No! Oh. Yeah. If you'll remember, the second half of 2012 was filled with contributions from the Mexicans, Stevo and Riggs, from Fontucky, California, uh, calling in often, uh, joining in the chat room, annoying Bevo on the phones, which gives you a lot of points towards Asshat of the Year. I thought you liked sour beers, man. I'm sorry. And finally, a regular returning nominee. Always bringing it strong in the ass out of the year category, Mr. Andy Wood. Oh! Yeah. I mean, think back at all the phone calls we've gotten from Andy, the contributions, the songs, the shotgun shooting. Um, Sam. Yeah, the Sam evil, Cal- evil Sam, Sam yeah. Calagione calls. Those are your four nominees for the No Pants Ass Hat of the Year. And the winner. Like I just dropped E. I'm about to have a hand orgy. The winner. Praise Jesus, it's Theo Brew. Oh! Uh, he won something. Wow. He finally won something. Hey, who says God hates homosexuals? See? He doesn't right? hate Theo Brew. Theo Brew is brought into that. By the way, we always encourage acceptance phone calls. Triple eight four zero one beer. Bevo is in the chat room to accept your phone calls. Theo Brew, if you're out there, as we know you are. Oh, <laughs> well, he's here. <laughs> yeah, uh, you are. Triple eight four zero one beer will be happy to uh, make your acceptance acquaintance. All right. <laughs> I love this show. I love it. <laughs> Are you getting uh, angry comments from the chat? Oh, or uh, you could say that. Getting... Whose boobies? Semi topless shots. Who is that? Who is sending us semi topless shots? Listener uh, has sent you some, and then you haven't responded, so he oh. sent them to me. Are those she, oiled? She has wonderful. They might be. I, I like dyed hair. Yeah. She has very mm-hmm. dark nipples. Yeah. Well, she's ethnic. I think. I'm seeing. I'm looking at a. Wait, the a, webcam might be I'm looking up. at a a cupped woman uh, who's holding two uh, wine glasses full of beer over her nipples. Um, so they're they're a bit like pasty. Tasty's laser focused right now. <laughs> uh, Sammy comes walking up with the baby. Show the baby the, oh, the baby. Uh, the One day you'll have these too. Oh, the baby's smiling. She likes brown nipples. Apparently, that's fine too. 
She's like, oh, they're much smaller than mommy's. Mommy's are, didn't mommy admit that they're like uh, pancake size? I think she said oh, silver I dollars. I thought you admitted that they're like. Uh, Shut they, up. They're they, hangers now. Yeah, I thought Th- that, those are perky over there. She is very sweaty, but she has a PlayStation Three controller on. Well, that's okay. <laughs> Sam, look at Sam Sammy. just trying to look over your shoulder. Look at the internet at home, Sam. Sam's like, I'm down here watching the baby for Bevo. <laughs> Please let me see a boob. Uh, well, now I see her nipple. Uh, what ethnicity would you say she is based on that nipple? I'm Mexican. Latina. You think? Oh, yeah. No. Yeah, with the yeah. purple hair? No. Yes. Yeah. She could be Indian. I don't like it. No, she's not. Like Choctaw or... I don't know if she's... <laughs> what the... <laughs> you can't even go local like Ohlone or anything, can you? <laughs> no, she's Mexican for sure. I'll bet you anything. No way. Bebo, I thought you admitted that yours were like a manta ray or something. <laughs> <laughs> No, I didn't They're comment, like the and you just ran with it, oh. like you do everything. Oh, my fault. <laughs> All right. We got to get to a couple more before the break, because we have so many awards to give. Uh, Beave, the phone's ringing. Uh, might that be... I answered it. Damn. Is it's it... Theo. Okay. Let's take Theo Brew's uh, acceptance speech for Asshat of the Year. Theo, welcome to the program. Hi. Hey, congratulations, man. Thank you. Yeah, I mean, you really, uh, wow, you really did it. I, I, I tried. <laughs> you did try. Yeah, you did try, and you succeeded. <laughs> yeah, you tried and you succeeded. Uh, go ahead and, uh, you know, thank the Academy or whatever it is that you do. I, I, w- I would like to thank the people who have made this possible, the chat room, you, you know, at those times when I, I, I didn't know if I could do it. You guys pushed me on and on and on. Of course they did. Exactly. Thank I would like you. to thank the beers. I mean, without the beers, this would not be possible. Right. Whether or not they were homebrewed or made by professionals. Sure, get on with it. Or just Jesus made the beers themselves. <laughs> right. I'm surprised that you waited so long to thank Jesus. Uh, you know. Well, most- I mean, I mean, Jesus kept the party going. I mean, Jesus' first miracle was to to make water into wine when right. everyone was already drunk. So obviously Jesus would be totally awesome with this award. I agree. I would have thought his first miracle was to be born without a father. I I don't know. <laughs> but what do I know? I, I, I want to thank well. Susie Q. She's given me a lot of moral support in these past few months. Okay. Great. And 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 last of all, I want to announce our retirement. What? Uh-oh. Theo, yeah. don't do it this, to us. No, no, this is a retirement speech. You're kidding. I thought I would give it. No, no, I'm not kidding. I'm not kidding. You're breaking my heart. Um, it's it, it's not a retirement from from the Brewing Network. Oh, okay. It's a retirement from drunk of the year slash week slash whatever. You're kidding. No, I I've got like people counting on me. <laughs> Who's counting on like, you? Nobody counts on you, right? I I mean I'm a youth director, and then soon I'm going to be like a pastor. Yeah. Like, but did you did you get caught? No, I did not get caught at all. Uh, <laughs> I wouldn't call in if I got caught. Okay, Theo, I, uh, I'm not. But I'm God, not quitting. God will protect you if it's his, if it's his plan to have <laughs> you be our drunk of the year. Then don't worry <laughs> about it. He will protect you. If it's not, what? then you'll get wait, caught. He who? Wait, 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 JP. He who? The Lord wait, Jesus Christ, stop, our Savior. Both of you. I, I is, stop this before God, it goes why farther. Why not JP? I'm stopping this before it goes any further, JP. Because men are awesome. Stop it. Maybe he's just going out on top. He won. He's done. 
But he didn't win Drunk of the Year. He's been going for Drunk of the Week and Drunk of the Year. and Who's going out on bottom? Well... Power bottom. Though. So, so Theo, that. what does that mean? Does that mean you'll be listening, but you won't be drinking? No, no, fuck no. Oh, no, no. It means it means I won't be calling in belligerently drunk every week. Bullshit. Yeah, it means that he is going to have Mondays again. Yeah, listen. If he's drinking and he's listening, he's calling in. So I don't. I mean, I mean only time will tell. But. Yeah, I don't accept your retirement speech. I don't accept your retirement, right. and I expect. And and we'll talk to you next week. Thank right. you. Goodbye. Shit on you and everything you stand for. Right. And uh, <laughs> congratulations for winning no pants asset of the year. Great award. Yeah. There you go. I'm sure go. your hairdresser will be very impressed with your story tomorrow. All right, a couple more awards to get to right. before we go to the break. Now, uh, as you know, there are very few serious awards that we give during the BNAs. Um, in fact, I, I think traditionally the only serious award has been the uh, beer of the year. Uh, But we've added one this year. It's one that used to be a little bit less than serious. Um, It used to be for uh, Brewing Network listeners that had had disappeared for one reason or another, usually because their wives had decided that they shouldn't listen anymore. You know, misogyny. Oh, God, I have this really bad cough. You know, but is it true, Nicole? You know, because a is lot of true? men get treated like they're four years old. They really do. And they're told what they are what they can and can't do. Well, they have mommy issues. I just got off the phone with who I think was Sugar Valley song singing creeper. Oh, yeah. What did he say to you? Here be the And? Dude. What's it like down there? Is it- and I never be had a conversation though. with him because I think he was either like Let your real hand. high or... Oh, no, that's just how he sounds. Yeah. Real drunk. No, he's just real creepy. Okay. okay. Uh, what did he want to know from you? He just wanted to know if the show was still going on. Oh, it's um, going. And that he just got back from a football game watching somebody kick somebody else's ass. No, oh, great. Is he, is he online right now? I'm not sure. Uh, <laughs> well, he will be soon. Because <laughs> I, I can almost guarantee, you know, we do have the song of the year category... And we haven't gotten a lot of submissions this year, so so Sugar right. Valley Brewer should hang in there, if I may. Oh, I don't think he's that. gonna. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, I think he he said he was gonna tune in, but it took okay. that like that little bit of information I gave you took uh, a lot. Took a solid three minutes to get out of him. He's hammered. Great. I hope we can get an impromptu song about Bevo's vagina out of him. No, oh, I, I wonder hope if he's so that good. No, I wonder if he's that good. Dear Bevo, I'm not sure if it was him, but he just—it was a very distinct. <laughs> I like sound. that we don't. Wait, I'm not even him, but I like. I'm a big fan. I'm a big fan. I love the song. It goes like this. Dear Bevo, <laughs> all right. Uh, this award is actually serious this year. It's the Fallen Soldier Award, and we've actually lost a couple BNers. The Brewing Network is first and foremost a family. We celebrate our wins, and we mourn our losses together. Please raise your pints, for next, we bring you this year's Fallen Soldiers. See, Tasty, I told you we're a team. We celebrate our victories and our losses. Uh, even if you only have a little beer in your glass, put more in it. Whatever you got to do, raise your pints. We actually, this is, uh, you know, we usually do this for people who have disappeared, uh, not not by missing from this earth. But this year, we actually have a couple people who have uh, left us uh, from planet Earth. Meister of Puppets, Matthew yeah. Keefe. 
and Husker Brew, Sloan Michael Peterson. Longtime Brewing Network listeners, influenced uh, a lot of our listeners in the chat room and in the forum, and beloved members of the BN Army are no longer with us. We respectfully pay them adieu here on the Brewing Network Awards and give them our most graceful and dedicated Fallen Soldier Award. Everybody at home as well, cheers and take a drink to your friends. All right. Never easy to come back from. No. Uh, but we mean it. Just you like know. Uh, <laughs> look, we're going to do the same for Tasty, except that I'll be crying like a bitch. <laughs> and we'll all happens. take turns climbing inside of him. <laughs> <laughs> Tasty, are you going to have an open casket? No. Come on, you got to have an open casket. What for? We need to kiss your. We need to yeah, pinch your cheeks. There'll be like six thousand pictures of me. Yeah, beat, we, beat on your belly. Ninety-nine percent of them in a cartoon format. With the, exactly, we'll all put the little patch by you as yeah. we're like kissing your face. And people, there'll be plenty of symbols there. You don't a little party me. at Russian River. How about that? You don't what need you, my fat ass. People, what are you going to do? You going to do cremation? Got to have an open casket, Tasty. I remember when I drive off a bridge one day. There'd be nothing left. There'd be nothing left to me. We, we want to marvel. That You're like, look, I'm planning this end. You know, Tasty isn't necessarily the next one up out of us to die. That's true. He isn't in the highest on the list, is he? Sure, but it'll happen at some point. <laughs> Who is? People, Not that unlikely. People will come to the, the wake who have never met him before in real life, but they'll right. just see him from the character and go, fuck, he aged real fast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. I got one more award to do before oh, the break. Yeah. Somebody told me to tell you to load up a casket with cookies and everybody will take one as they walk by. That's good. Oh, that is good. All right. That's good. Turn in my directions. That's really creepy, eating things off a dead person. <laughs> I know, oh, it's like, good. Like we'll naked sushi. a separate bowl. <laughs> yeah. Like a really bad movie. You know like what tasty? Naked sushi. You know what? I have an urn there. You know what tasty? And we'll tell everybody it's the ashes. And, and then it'll be the, the and then we'll, okay. t- we'll tr- trick them and tell that was them code by the heroin. You know I don't like the weed because it makes me feel all creepy. I'm gonna do it for you when for you me die. that time. Okay. Oh yeah, I'm gonna get all and you know what? I'll stay in the room with everybody and get all weird too. <laughs> Good to see it. Yeah. I will be right next to you. I'll go talk to your family about how much I loved you. It'll be really weird, and you'll, it'll devolve into some. <laughs> Some conversation about combos and how good they were and they should really come back. <laughs> yeah. Especially the nacho cheese flavor. I commit. I'm doing it for you. <laughs> All right. <laughs> and then I'll go home to my family and tell them a bunch of weird shit, too. <laughs> I'm fully committed. Should All be. right. Uh, I like this next category. Uh, we'll do one more here before the break. You know, it used to be that we got several different submissions from seven, uh, several different people for this award. But this year, we had a pretty strong showing from one person. And the showing was very strong. Notes, measures, stanzas, tempo, none of these things really matter to those incredible works of art that are nominated for the Brewing Network Song of the Year. Yeah. Yeah. Song of the Year is one of my favorites. Is that the same one again? It's the same one, but I like it, so I'm showing it to you again. And I feel like there's a serious lack of nudity boobs in here. Did she send me private ones that you guys didn't get? No. Oh. Can we get more from her? I asked. We. I will invent an award for her tonight if she keeps sending photos. All right. How about that? All right. All right. <clears throat> All right. The Classic. Brewing Network Song of the Year, Bevo. 
Well, I know that you love this category. I know that some of these songs touch your heart throughout the year. <laughs> and your breastuses. The first song. You shuddered. A little bit. <laughs> From the wonderful Sugar Valley Brewer. Sugar Valley Creeper. Please welcome JP's an asshole. This is a good song. Please welcome. She likes it. <laughs> Gay guys do too. Theo loves the shit out of me. He's a good writer. JP's an asshole. Uh, a wonderful tune submitted by Sugar Valley Brewer. Our next submission. Also. By Sugar Valley Brewer. Which is weird. You're right. <laughs> yeah. You're right. Susie's boobies. <sighs> it's got a certain house flavor. It's in four chords. Yeah. Tasty got drunk, at the being party. They were drinking on some Chinese brown and firestone. Susie's boobies earlier in the day Justin got a good look at them He said they were 7.5 7.5 7.5 That's after a good look at them Right apparently. Picture, picture Sugar Valley singing this uh, on the pulpit As we carry Tasty's coffin towards the hearse <laughs> I was singing the same thing actually <laughs> I think that could be a good song for my yeah. week. Are we allowed to do that? You need to write this in your will because your family will fight oh, no, us. no, I'll tell I'll tell. Them. Right. <laughs> How many pallbearers no. are you going to need? Uh, <laughs> about as many as you'll need, I think. Says the fat girl. <laughs> yeah. That is so mean. Yeah. Yeah. Let's, com- let's compare asses. Yeah. <laughs> don't, worry, don't worry, Precious. He'll have enough. It'll be fine. Uh, right. <laughs> All right. I know a few guys. You're such a dick. <laughs> Listen, once again, yeah. Sugar Valley Brewer with one of my personal favorites, oh, yeah. Bevo's song. Dear <laughs> <Yeah. sighs> <laughs> <laughs> Bevo, let your hair hang Seem like sweating profusely in a little room singing the song. <laughs> my Bevo, let your hair this is going to be played at Tasty's Wake. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's at the after party. Like the walking out song. Oh. Is the hair on your arm standing up? You know? This one deserves more than one verse, don't you think, Bevo? I don't care. Sure. <laughs> I love to see. <laughs> I used to until you had a baby. Dear Bevo, your big boobies I long to see. Delicious and round. Hang on while I pound. That's 
Let's fuck up. Hang on while That's I pound. Twisted. <laughs> Hang on. I love that song. Classic. All right. The only non-Sugar Valley brewer entry in tonight's uh, song of the year category. You know, uh, something that stuck with us for several weeks, yeah. and, and frankly for me, sticks with me year-round, is every lovely ballad ever produced by the dynamic duo <laughs> that is Hall & Oates. That's a good mashup. That's right. Every song ever produced by Hall & Oates. All in one mashup. Well, there's only a couple examples there, but Hall & Oates is in our Song of the Year uh, category. And the winner of this year's... Now, with three... uh, Submissions by right. Sugar Valley Brewer. Pretty strong. And a Hall & Oates. Sugar Valley Brewer's up against tough competition. Well, how, how, only three submissions versus a whole catalog. <laughs> years. 40 years of music driving the beat and the rhythms of a decade. What if he doesn't win? It's fucked up. Then, he, then he's, he needs to go back to the drawing board. <laughs> I agree. All right. The winner of the 2012 Brewing Network Song of the Year. It's Bebo's song. Come on. It's the it's best song be. ever written. Here, Bebo. Let your hair hang low. Dear Bebo, do you have hair down there? My favorite line. Delicious and round. You can see you can mix up all the verses. Hang on while I pound. Dear Bebo. I'm Sam singing to you. It's good, don't you think, Bebo? Don't you like it now? Now that it's won an award? (laughs) (laughs) Chicks like award-winning things. Award-winning. To be perfectly honest, as somebody who has a smidgen, I'm going to fuck you up. (laughs) Yes. Has a smidgen of musical talent. It's good. Holland Oates is terrible oh come on what yes i will say it oh we're ending i can't go for that (laughs) i can't (laughs) no 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 i i'll do anything that you want me to but i can't go for that i cannot go for that no can do no can do no i (laughs) no can do mr oats is terrible oh lord have you seen his mustache you can't be terrible with a mustache (laughs) like that no it's a real porn stash yeah don't I'll listen tell you to what. Bebo. She's a man eater. We're gonna go to <laughs> we're gonna go to break right now. We're gonna come back to some Hall Notes plus your awards for Beer of the Year. People I used to like before Facebook. More funner guest. A brand new one. And don't forget the highly coveted Drunk of the Year. It's the Brewing Network Awards 2012. We'll be right back. 
You're listening to the Brewcasters. The Brewcasters on the Brewing Network. All right, BN Army, it's trivia time. What's the only homebrew shop with over 1,000 recipe kits, $4.99 shipping on orders over 100 bucks, and is also home of the Wolf Shirt? The one and only answer is Austin Homebrew Supply. For over 20 years, they've specialized in creating recipes such as the best-selling Texas Blonde Ale, Apocalypso, Hot Bomb 2.0, and Double Chocolate Stout. And they just recently unveiled their small grain kits that produce one gallon of beer. Visit Austin Homebrew Homebrew.com to browse their extensive catalog of equipment and ingredients. They also have many clone recipes of your favorite commercial beers. They're the exclusive retailer of Brew Vent Yeast Fuel as well, Yeast Nutrient, and the all-new Bodybuilder. Follow Austin Homebrew Supply on Google Plus to participate in video hangouts on popular brewing topics. So visit AustinHomebrew.com today and make sure you sign up for their weekly email with news and specials. Austin Homebrew Supply, AustinHomebrew.com. When I order a beer, I want my server to know more about it than I do. I want someone who enjoys good beer and loves helping others enjoy it, too. I want someone who knows how to pour a perfect pint for any beer style. I want a Cicerone. The Cicerone certification program is creating the type of people who help you enjoy great beer. Home brewers and craft beer lovers know beer is more flavorful and complex than ever, and it takes some serious knowledge to store and serve beer right. Cicerones, no beer. There are three levels in the Cicerone program. Certified Beer Server, Certified Cicerone, and Master Cicerone. Cicerones are truly the sommeliers of beer. The best beer locations have a certified Cicerone on staff. Relaxed and unpretentious, Cicerones are tested on storing and serving beer, beer styles, flavor and tasting, the brewing process and ingredients, and pairing food with beer. Learn more about your next beer guide at Cicerone.org. Certified Cicerone, because it takes top talent to present a perfect pint. Did you know the Brewing Network's very own Code Writing Fool's son, Ryan Wolf, has opened a beer mecca in Missouri? The Wolf Brow House of Beer has hundreds of beers from all over the world and is conveniently close to I-70 in St. Peter's. Free tastings, Saturdays, 4 to 6 p.m., featuring special guests from local breweries. The best build-your-own six-pack around with every style represented. And kegged craft beer available for your kegerator, too. There's always something new at the Wolf Brow House of beer new and hard to find beer every week no two visits are the same just like passing out at the rat pad hi this is ryan from wolf brow house of beer mention the brewing network when you stop in for some cool free stuff mention jp for a swift kick in the ass the wolf brow house of beer beer with personal service from a member of the bn army this is code visit my son's shop or i'll yank the fuck bn website down www.wolfbrow.com Williams Brewing is your online resource for prompt delivery of quality home brewing supplies. Since 1979, Williams Brewing has offered the finest equipment and freshest ingredients and the best customer service in the business. Cut hours off your brewing sessions by using one of their 11 varieties of famous Williams malt extract. Their new Snaplock stainless steel camlock fittings will make connecting your pump or heat exchanger quick and easy. Or check out their exclusive paintball tank-based draft beer equipment. They even have their own line of precision hydrometers. Go to williamsbrewing.com to browse their vast selection. That's williamsbrewing.com. 
Orders placed by 4 p.m. Pacific Time weekdays ship the same day. Brewing is easy. The Williams Way. Here's a bite for beer lovers. Soft caramel made with real craft brew and coated in chocolate. And hop drops. Hard candies made with real hop oil. Introducing Beer Candy from BeerCandy.com. Beer Candy's amazing caramels come in four mouth-watering flavors. IPA, bitter gold wrapped in smooth white chocolate. Lager made with a familiar beer from Boston and coated in milk chocolate. Lambic, soury Belgian goodness full of fresh raspberry and dipped in dark chocolate chocolate and stout roasty cocoa chocolate insanity hop drops are made with fuggles or cascade hops and are known as the candy that bites you back choose from sampler and full sizes of both and make your mouth jump to life all at beercandy.com hop drops and beer caramels satisfy your sweet tooth as only a beer lover could with beer candy visit beercandy.com today Wait till you can pour it out of your own kegerator. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, your friends will look at you with awe. And, and it's so. just hot. It is? It's so super hot. <laughs> the, the home of live beer radio. Because like beer, radio shouldn't suck. You're listening to The Session. You're listening to The Brewing Network. Because like beer, We're having a great time here in the studio of Martinez, uh, the six-ish annual uh, Brewing Network Awards. We've got a lot to get to, a few awards left to do, and some of them the most coveted awards ever. I love it. I love things. What do we finish with? Song of the Year? Song of the Year, which I think went to Hall Notes. You know, uh, no, it didn't. It was Hall Notes, as a matter of fact. Uh, one of the... Uh, Actually, no, Hollow Notes didn't win. It no, was, it was they were But it did remind me, especially based on uh, Bevo's angriness about Hollow Notes, <laughs> that we needed Unfo- unfounded, unwarranted. That we needed to play a little more Hollow Notes to remind her. Oh, it's almost a. Uh, it's almost Billy Jean. It's like a disrupted <laughs> Billy Jean. Was Hall was this before or after Billie Jean? Billie Jean is after. Not my love. She's just a girl. It's just got that cool thump. I'm sure Nathan's band has a great organ in it, doesn't it? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. It's it, organs are, this, uh, same producer. For organs director. are big in death metal. Yeah. Wall of sound. Come on, B. How do you not like that? That's a groove right there. That makes your big butt move. <laughs> Justin has the creepiest face I think I've ever seen him have. <laughs> I'm into it. I put the Hollow Note station into Pandora. It gets much creepier than this. <laughs> easy, easy, going twice a night. Something. I think Jay is about to get the white man's overbite. <laughs> oh yeah, I just got it. Wow, it's like I'm a wedding. I'm at a wedding.
Eric. from the mic as possible. She's like, I got cheese in my mouth. I can't go for that singing shit. I got cheese in my mouth. Oh, shit. Bebo's beating the crap out of him. JP, you can't hit back. Beating the shit out of him. JP, she hasn't told you yet. She's pregnant. You can't hit her back. Oh, yeah, the baby's watching. The baby's watching, JP. You can't do it. Look how upset the baby is. Sorry, if you hit like a man, you get hit like a man, all right? Go, mommy! <laughs> Flabby, I was like, JP's gonna get it. Don't give a shit. You hit like a bitch. Uh, <laughs> wow. well, it's hard to pierce wow. your thick skin around your thighs. Bebo <laughs> oh, is so hot right now. Poor you were trying to punch I the blob? I think so, too. Yeah. Actually, you're much hotter now that you beat the crap out of JP. Yeah. Hey, no, yeah, it really, was a draw. You really did something for me. <laughs> it was a draw. Yeah, I don't know about that. Nicole's sliding over chair now. If we draw, <laughs> if we draw a win in a win in Bevo's circle, then no. yes, no, she beat your ass. No, all right, that hurt. This is definitely one of my favorite categories, if not my favorite. It's a chance to piss people off each year, and uh, you know, here at the Brewing Network, we do that well. We do. While some of us stand tall on the mountain of our mistakes, others lie buried beneath them. For Bringing It Week all year long, here are the nominees for Douche of the Year. A lot of people have taken home the Douche of the Year. Some of them have gracefully accepted it. Some not so much. Oh, imagine that. Yeah. I don't know. I never understand that. I mean, I think it's a it's a, it's a significant award. I mean, you have to work hard to get the... To imagine what it takes to be the biggest douche of all of the year. Yeah, imagine that, Bebo. Yeah. <laughs> it's JP's Mac because he got his ass beat. I hope yeah. I win. Please not so, me. Please not me. Look at the look on his face. <laughs> that was a walloping. All right. Fuck all of you. <clears throat> you don't know shit. Your first nominee... In Douche of the Year, I do believe he was nominated last year, but he made a resurgence this year. Alabama State Senator. Is he a senator? He's a rep. His rep state, uh, yeah. representative. Same thing. Whatever. <laughs> Alvin Holmes. What is M-U-A-D? Me. What is that? The V of we, we selling now not good enough. Right. Noah was a little, little, little wino. So basically, Alvin Holmes uh, made a resurgence because they they, they brought another bill uh, to the Senate this year. And Alvin, once again, uh, made his stupid comments. And in fact, we got to talk to another uh, Alabama state rep um, who even admitted that Alvin, I believe his words were something like, is a colorful character, an interesting character. Racist. Well, I don't think he meant it that way. I just meant, you know, with the... you know, things and like I this. Just don't make it in your home if you don't have the facility to make sure it's healthy. Right. It is healthy. I mean, seriously, though, how? Uh, yeah. No, right. I had never heard an answer to that question. It's, it's almost. No. It's he healthy. does make a good point. <laughs> it's almost like how the fuck we supposed to keep peace when it's cold in the D. What is this beer that <laughs> you put in my glass? We oh, we're peace? drinking some uh, 
It's uh, it's called West Vlateran IXXI. Oh, that's the Westy 12. Oh, My girlfriend made a beer? West Vlateran. Hey, Steve-O, send us West Vlateran. Thank you, brother. Steve-O's a badass. Thank you, Steve-O. Yeah. What a badass. That's yeah. like a, what is that, like a $50 bottle of beer or something? Oh, yeah, if you can get delicious. it. delicious. Uh, it's all. It's in all of our glasses except uh, Beverly's. $86. You're not missing anything, Bebo. Here, you want, you want mine? It, rem- okay. it reminds me of the time I got completely hammered at West Flatteran and then went over to Destroy said made a fool of myself <laughs> in front of the Destroy boy and then passed out in the car out front it was not a it was not do a, that in Belgium Come it, on. Was, it was not a high point in my career <laughs> I will I'll tell you I haven't heard from the Destroy boy since I'll right. tell you that well, good work you know. son yeah this beer's really good it's uh, yeah. sweet smelling and big but dry and it doesn't taste there's no alcohol it, taste it's me smell, I don't know anything but there's smell no. it and taste it out of the glass you gave me it's wonderful. That is that is a nice, uh, very nice thing to do for uh, Steve-O to spend it's all a, that money and, very send, good gesture. and send that to us. Uh, West Fletter and 12, a highly coveted uh, beer that, that most people wouldn't be ungrateful for. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> all but one. Is that a shot at me? Yeah. I'm not ungrateful for it. I just don't like it. You're pretty ungrateful. No. I was saying because the shape of the glass that I got, uh, I got very, I got a little vomity and very high alcohol aromas. And so I just... Was teaching Scott that but it's no, the shape of the glass. JP's but no over. taste. No taste. I taste, taste nothing but a wonderful beer yeah. out of a wonderful gesture from a very generous man. Exactly. Yes. And it doesn't matter if he's Mexican. It, it, it's with the thought that counts. I taste <laughs> right. my water out of my Arrowhead you bottle. <laughs> oh, you didn't even get some. Well, you got to okay, take. I'll no, beer has take a lot JP's. of calories. I'll drink my water. It is very highly caloric. <laughs> These are calories that you want. They're from uh, one of the finest breweries on earth. Yeah, the water from, from West Bedford. They're very good. You, you can have God. JP's old glass. Yeah, they're from God. It's fine. <laughs> it smells like vomit. I only poured you a sip. All right, your second nominee for Douche of the Year is us for our April Fool's joke where I was quitting the Brewing Network for the Golf Academy. There's a Golf Academy in Fort Myers, Florida. Yeah, you basically can go and try out. You can go get evaluated at the. It's called Paradise Golf Academy, and you can go get evaluated. And basically, they train people to be for like the amateur tour, like the semi-pro tour. Well, here, so they sent me this letter. Dear Mr. Crossley, ooh, this letter is to formally accept you into our amateur golfing program. So here's what's happening. This is what I talked to Moscow about. I'm going to do it. Fuck it. (laughs) Shut up. All right. Yeah, fuck it. Because I told you guys a couple weeks ago how into this stupid golf thing I am. But last time I was just into something, look at this great thing we started. Like, I got the BN started, and this is what I... I can't, I get these, I get bored really easily, and, you know, at the BN, I've been doing this for seven years, and this is a good opportunity. Like, they saw something in my swing. You know, now that I listen to it, it's fairly convincing. <laughs> I ran into, we, didn't, we didn't do that bad of a job. I ran yeah. into a listener, like, in August, way many months later, at Beer Revolution, he was like, well, Justin's leaving for golf. <laughs> <laughs> I tried to keep it going, but after a couple of minutes, I had to. I felt bad for the guy. I had to tell and, you him. Can, and you can only imagine what kind of a douchebag they think that I am yeah. Yeah. To, to say that to you. Like, yeah, well, what he meant to say was that fucking douchebag Justin is leaving. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, because we was convincing. It, well, we never. We you know we followed through with it the whole show, right? And then waited till the outro music was over. Yeah. And waited a couple seconds after that before <laughs> saying April Fool's. It's true. So if you don't listen to the whole the whole entire show from literally beginning to end, you miss Which the who whole does, punchline. Really, right. Yeah. Right. Uh, yeah. And the the guests that day were even in on it. That was right. uh, 
Who is that? The Fitgers guys? Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's pretty good. All right. So we've nominated ourselves uh, for Douche of the Year. The third nomination. My dad for falling for our April Fool's joke (laughs) that I was leaving uh, uh, for, for golf school. Because... The whole thing happened after I went to Florida with my dad. And the part of the story was that while I was in Florida, I went and auditioned at this golf school. And my dad calls me the next day and he goes, really? You're going like, <laughs> like to? I, like I owe him some student loan money. <laughs> so he's like, really? You're going to quit your job? You and, finally found something that you can go, do well. And go to golf school. Way to yeah. go. Yeah. Uh, so... Clearly, the guy I was with fell for the joke. He is also nominated for Douche of the Year. Well, your boyfriend's stupid. Yes. <clears throat> and finally, our fourth nominee for Douche of the Year. <laughs> Terrence the Black's unborn child. Yeah. Harry Legend. <laughs> Anybody named Harry Legend. <laughs> Is 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 not going to be a productive citizen? No, uh, in our he's going to be a douche. Well, and he's and it's and he's he's what's half. that, Bevo? <laughs> what did you say? Justin said it. Oh. He, he he. Listen, uh, Terrence is dooming him oh, before yeah. he ever has a chance. Yeah, he's going to have to go through life as a black man known as Harry Legend. Yeah, well, at seventeen, he'll be making bombs in the library. <laughs> <laughs> It's <laughs> not going to be yeah, good. Yeah, to 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 get back at the kids. You put you pushed me around in elementary school. No one's going to push him around. He's going to be built like an outside linebacker. <laughs> yeah, he's going to be built like an outside linebacker who sounds like Carlton. Yeah, <laughs> yeah well, that's the Terrence <laughs> curve. Hey, no one's gonna push he him has around. an older brother whose middle name is Danger. Nobody's going to fuck with him. I don't know because <laughs> no. Danger is going to sound like Michael Jackson. He's yeah. going to be gay. Him and Theo will hang out. <laughs> so. <laughs> I nominate Terrence's unborn. This is the first unborn person nominated for uh, Douche of the Year. History. Is that legal in every state? Yeah, I mean, really, is he probably a, not. Is he a person yet? I mean, let's let's debate that right now. <laughs> right. All right, and the winner of your 2012 Douche of the Year, Terrence's unborn oh! child. Yeah, that's right. Our first ever non-citizen of the world who has earned douche of the year. But this is him earning. And I have our very own mulatto maker on line one. Perfect. All right. Oh, wow. uh, Terrence, congratulations on your son's victory. Hey, thank you. So um, I was actually trying to get a uh, acceptance speech together, um, and it consists of this. Um, fuck all of you. <laughs> and uh, Yes. And you're not. Um, yeah. <laughs> and the nominating committee. My kid's going to be fine, and he's going to be awesome, and it's actually Tommy. So it's after my dad now. So. Well, Terrence. Um, and my dad's sick, so hopefully you guys feel like shit now. But. Oh, dear. No. Oh, dad's sick, too? Oh, boy. I feel great. Well, I yeah. could have given him douche of the year if he's going to brew. I can give him douche of 2013 <laughs> if, he, if he doesn't make it. You know. Yeah, can you mark them down? <laughs> I'll put them on the nominee list. Well, listen, Terrence, think of it this way. He's been marked down his whole life. Your your son hasn't even entered the world, and he's already an award winner. Yeah, he's living up to his middle name. Right. That right. is true. He is a legend. That's a good point. He is already a legend. <laughs> he is the first unborn human to win a Brewing Network award. Oh, yeah. And he's seen more of, more of your wife's vagina than you have. Right. <laughs> oh, man. Well, thank you, guys. Have fun, guys. We'll talk, I'll talk to you guys later. All right, T-Bone. Cheers. Uh, there you go. You're a douche of the year father. Do you think he really meant 
uh, when he said have fun? I think so. Oh, okay. All right. I liked that award. <laughs> I liked giving award. that award out. <laughs> I could tell. You were applauding feverishly. <laughs> you had a crazy look in your eye. Yeah. Uh, Terrence's damn. unborn child is online, too. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, I... Put him on. You know we like acceptance. Uh, spe- uh, Harry Speeches. Legend, welcome to the program. Thanks. Go ahead. Yeah. Go ahead. It's, yeah. It's hard to talk through the amniotic fluid. Yeah, right. like he's underwater. Clear your lungs and see if you can talk. <laughs> it's not going to... No, because there's going to be the fluid. Right. Yeah. Good job, Bush. <laughs> and, and, then, wait, and then he farted at the end? What happened there? All right, wonderful. Harry Legend making a name for himself here on the program. That was certainly legendary. Very articulate. Yeah, the only one who got it was Scott. And I was like, I don't understand what that is. <laughs> All right, a brand new award here this year on the BNAs. And, you know, we, we were looking at our guests throughout the year and, and trying to figure out how to honor them. <laughs> and, we did, you know, we thought about the fact that a lot of times... Guests come with an entourage or a sidekick. That's right. Who doesn't get enough credit for their contribution to the program. And so this is the more funner guest of the year award for the entourage and or sidekick of the official guest of the program. Some of us pick better wingmen than others, and some of them shine brighter than a UC Davis graduate. Here are your nominations for More Funner Guest of the Year. Now, there aren't a lot of guests who show up with an entourage. I think they're afraid of being uh, upstaged. So we only have three nominees in this category. The first category, the aforementioned in in our uh, previous award, Alabama Legislature Representative Joe Hubbard, ladies and gentlemen. If you watch C-SPAN, there's a person talking, there's one person arguing back against them, and everybody else is playing Tetris. Or sleeping. Uh, <laughs> I've seen that. I've seen clips of sleeping. I do think that Joe makes a point that it's uh, who knows what's happening in these houses across the country. Well, gentlemen, I'm going to tell you that Tetris, I don't even think we're, tech, as, as far back as Tetris is, I think I was a kid when Tetris came out, which <laughs> yeah. tells you how old that long ago that was, but as far back as that is, I don't even think we had Tetris in the Alabama legislature. We're, we're still whittling sticks. <laughs> the man was an honest good time, and we would have Joe Hubbard back on any time he'd like to be on the program. The second nominee, you might remember Andy Furman from St. George Spirits. It was during our beer cocktail show. Because i got to be honest with you, having uh, worked at St. George Spirits for six and a half years, I mean, I love love the distillery, but one of the things that we are encouraged to do is go out there and try everybody's spirits. What a good And I'm not monogamous with my booze, you know what I mean? So right. I'm definitely no. out there Can experimenting. We, I'm in love with Andy. I'm in love with Andy, too. So we're all in love with Andy. Yeah. <laughs> I love you guys, too. You might itch because you'll have a rash after it, but you're going to still like it. <laughs> We all kind of loved her because she was a little dirty and and uh, irreverent like we are. Irreverent. But real smart about her category. <laughs> We're getting more and more uh, naughty photos from the brown nipple young lady. The Choctaw. Uh, and what, is, what is she now just holding on to uh, different... Uh, <laughs> a Dutch oven. That's like a Dutch... Uh, she's like holding a kettle. Oh, <laughs> uh, Sam's back. <laughs> the baby was the one. <laughs> uh, baby! Hey, baby! Uh, they're just... Uh, I'm right there, baby! Well, keep it up. Uh... <laughs> 
We're good in the ice. Yeah, Sam's like, I... Sam's, not, Sam's not sure about the Dutch it. oven one. No. Take the uh, baby downstairs. All right. She's but the the point I like about this photo, she's cooking topless. Oh, is that you know she's, well, she's cooking? Well, I she's didn't know the, she was just posing or I, cooking. I don't know. She's in the kitchen without a shirt on and holding up a pot. Oh, like if the, she's the, cooking ramen in that pot, she will win an award. That's just dangerous. <laughs> yeah, I hope she's not cooking anything too greasy. That could kind of hurt. That's true. But, and now she's holding up a bottle of something, and it's, we have half a nipple coming uh, out. Just tell them to go do it already. God. <laughs> yeah, and send a photo of that. I'm not ashamed to look at it. Or don't. All right. Your third and final nominee for the More Funner Guest of 2012. You might remember during the Mills show, he brought his friend Kevin, who instead of doing an Adam and Eve read, auditioned with an Adam and Steve read. Kevin, take one and action. There was a knock at the door. Steve was just getting out of the shower, his body glistening with water. Matted his chest hair down around his well-defined chest. Be there in a second, he shouted, grabbing his towel and wrapping it around his firm, tanned ass. He grabbed the doorknob firmly and gave it a gentle but forceful tug. Standing there was Adam, his neighbor. Hey, Steve. I thought I heard some screaming and... Adam paused as he scanned Steve's dripping body, his thoughts racing. Noticing how Adam's pants were betraying his desires. But if you want, you can come in and look around. Adam entered the house as Steve closed the door. Adam turned around just as Steve's towel fell away. See any reason to hear screaming? Steve asked. Adam dropped to his knees, approaching Steve's thick member. Not screaming, but I think I hear gagging as well. Better check on that, Adam, Steve said, grabbing Adam's hair and forcing his mouth open around his throbbing cock. And the winner of the More Funner Guest of 2012, Kevin for Adam and Steve. Wow. That was excellent. Now listen, this is not on the agenda. I kind of want to know what happens in the story. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. And that's where this next award comes from. (sighs) We've never given this award away before, but this uh, the uh, More Funner Guest Award has prompted it. Um, the best brewing network writing <laughs> for a bit for 2012 goes to none other than Mr. Jason J.P. Petros <laughs> for the Adam and Steve uh, read. That was great stuff. Uh, oh, wonderful writing. The uh, future in adult porn. A Thank home you. run, uh, as we oh, say in the I think he's industry. found his niche. One has to wonder oh. how you, you know, the detail and the, the sort of, I was right there. You know, I was in that room. Yeah, <laughs> you're right. Yeah, but you weren't much of a distraction for me, so I felt like I could, and I appreciate that. Um, it, it did feel it, it was such a vivid picture that yeah. you drew. It came to me. It just, it just, it just started, it started it's flowing. Just the man on man connection. <laughs> Something you had came that to so, you. Done so well. That's what it. Wait, what? <clears throat> you're right. I, you know, I can just, I can put myself in any, any place. In anyone? In anyone. <laughs> Anytime. Throbbing members included. I do object to that word, member. Yeah. Don't object. But gay guys don't. Embrace it. Yeah. My, my favorite line was, uh, <laughs> his pants betrayed his desire. Yeah, I like that. That was pretty good. That's what I'm saying, JP. It, right- cha- it all changed for me right then. It was just great. <laughs> you, you couldn't have written. You stole it from somewhere. I mean, it was brilliant. You couldn't have written. Uh, I did. I, I loved it. it. Well, and that's why you have won the best writing 
of the Brewing Network of 2012 Awards. Thank you very much, JP. Yeah, I would stand up and make a speech, but I can't stand right now. <laughs> right. <laughs> All right. It's time for another one of our uh, relatively serious awards. Uh, Who one died that, now? One that we think long and hard about every year, much like the last uh, award. Uh, it's time for the Brewing Network's Beer of the Year. Of all the things we put in our mouths this year, here are our favorites. It's the Brewing Network Beer of the Year. Right. All right, now this is one that we actually do think about. And uh, we should elaborate just a tiny bit because... Clearly, we haven't tried all the beers in the country this year. And, and in fact, we've admitted before that it, it, this tends to be a West Coast-centric uh, award because these are the beers we have access to. Now, we do uh, try to go out of our way um, as much as possible to uh, try other beers. Um, but I guess what I'm saying is this is dictated by our experience. They're not necessarily beers that we've had on the show. I do ask all the brewcasters to choose beers that they've had throughout the year and wherever they've had them. And then we come up with a list of nominees of, it's really just a brewcaster favorite uh, that we've had uh, all year long. And the nominees for the beer of the year are GABF medal winner, Heretic Grammarai. Yeah. Now, you might think that that's because uh, Jamil is our boy, but right. uh, we weren't the only ones who thought that was an amazing beer. The Great American Beer Festival uh, judging program thought so as well. That session beer is one of the best beers, I think, that came out in 2012, and I think I was right. the one who, who actually nominated it, and then there was a lot of seconds going around the room, because uh, what a great uh, session beer. Uh, it's a fantastic session beer. Yeah. I really do enjoy it. It is actually called Grammarie. Ah, oh, yes. it is? Yes. But that's stupid because it's spelled grammar right. I know that. Who but, says it's grammar Jamil. Why? Jamil. Because it's pronounced Jamil and not Jamil, oh. even though it's spelled Jamil. Is that what's happening? Jamil. No, because... Are we it, missing something? It's taken... Grammar, yeah, uh, grammar is the study of magic. And so since it has rye in it, he put rye in it, but it's not spelled grammar right. It's, it's pronounced grammar But is that how grammar is spelled? No. But so then it's grammar right. I thought we renamed no. it Cram and Mary anyway. <laughs> well, then why wouldn't he spell it grammarie? Yes. And I didn't know there was an R at the beginning. Yeah. Yeah. What did you thought it was gammarie? She thought it was gamma ray. It was like gamma ray, gamma ray. No, no, there's an R. There's yeah. definitely an R. That definitely makes more sense because what the hell is this gamma ray having to do with It's the Hulk. And the Hulk <laughs> so, really? He's, yeah. he's, is he adamant about that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I worked, uh, when I worked Fest for him last year, it was. Uh, it was it was grammarai. I got corrected every or grammarie. Grammarie. Every, every time. Every you time I said grammarie, it's grammarie. Well, it's actually I mean, grammarie. that's all fine and good if he wants it to be called that, but then you have to spell it that that's way right. because it's all you need to do is spell it. That uh, because it's a it's a never ending battle he's up against. I know. I mean, an idiot like me can't even get, and I know him. But people people have actually come up to to heretic and asked, "Did you make up that word? What 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 is heretic?" Right. Mean? Right. They don't even think heretic is a real word. <laughs> Really? Yeah, I swear to God, I've I, I've I've stood there. Like. Well, heretike is a word. <laughs> Herekike, it's weird, weird Jew thing. <laughs> yeah. um, it's a special yeah. hearing it's, that uh, that certain Jewish people know Christians have. Also, heretic is a popular mis- uh, heretic, mispronunciation. Yeah. Wow, <laughs> right. that's my favorite. Yeah. So I feel like he doesn't really care. 
I see. Yeah. Just but like anyway. he doesn't care about Jamal. Yeah. <laughs> or this award. <laughs> All right. So beer of the year, your first nominee is Heretic Grammary. Yes. Your second nominee... All the way from Washington, California, Washington, West, uh, Washington State. This heretic evil twine. <laughs> Chuckanut Pilsner. Oh, damn, that beer was Oh, yeah. yeah. Fantastic beer. What are they from? Montigua Bay or something? That's Bellingham. Thank Close you. Close to Montigua Bay. Yeah. Bellingham, Washington. Uh, now, we only have that beer on the program. It's not even really available outside of the of the brewery, except for probably some spots in, in Washington yeah. there. Yeah, draft only uh, in Washington. But, you know, we were all... In fact, Tasty, uh, you didn't even get to enjoy that because it was one of my garage shows. Uh, I gave you the vacation time because oh, really? we didn't have enough microphones. But uh, they sent us several Pilsners, and the Chucking Up Pills, when I sent out the email to the brewcasters... Um, almost everybody came back uh, with that one. So, Will and Mari uh, Kemper, thanks, guys. Yeah, yeah. awesome beer. Uh, the third nominee, we didn't know which one because our memory is vague, and uh, apparently we're a bunch of stoners or something. Our grammar, but is almost vague. everything from Duclaw uh, yes. Brewing yeah. Company, who's on the program. Yep. Yeah, Jim Wagner oh. sent us uh, yeah. a lot of his beers. They were uh, great. One of the few breweries of the year who sent us their beers, and and throughout the interview, we had never had Duclaw beers, but we really enjoyed uh, each and every one of their beers. So uh, Duclaw, in general, is nominated for Beer of the Year. And the final nominee for Beer of the Year. Have to think of it. I'm just kidding. There's only three nominees, and the winner is Chuckanut Pills. That beer is unreal. And in fact, uh, when I sent out the email, uh, a couple come back from Doc and some others. Uh, it could have been Chuckanut Pills, Chuckanut Hellas, Chuckanut yeah. uh, anything. Yeah, uh, Vienna Lager. All of the yeah. best beers that we got sent uh, for the year Phenomenal. were from Chuckanut. And we, we wish they were our local. And um, if we had a million dollars, we would make them our local. That's what we would do. That we would spend all that money instead of paying you guys. I would move <laughs> Chuckanut down here to the Bay Area. Wait, what do you mean paying us? Yeah, you guys get paid. My folks live up there. My dad's working on it. <laughs> Good. I love it. Uh, and 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 really, uh, I said at the beginning this is a rather serious award. We mean it. Chuckanut blew our mind. Congratulations to yeah. Chuckanut Brewery. Up there in Washington, uh, wonderful beers that we had today. Uh, this was one of those years uh, that was a little convoluted when we when we were looking at uh, beers that we loved. Uh, there were so many different ones, and a lot of good beers came out this year. I think everyone had a hard time picking one that stood out in their mind. Absolutely, I know I did for sure. And I think that's where Chuckanut came in because we all kind of went, "Oh shit, Chuckanut st- sticks out." It yeah. really just stuck out in our mind. We had one sample of it all year long. And we still all remembered the beer. Right. So, uh, to me, that means it's a good year for craft beer. If there's that many good beers coming out that you can't, that one doesn't stick out uh, uh, more than another, that's a hell of a lot of good beers. Oh. All right, there you go. I invented this category last year, and I love it. Is that baby crying down there? It's probably laughing. Out. Freaking out. Well, probably just got a sniff of Chalupa and it's going nuts. That baby does nothing but laugh. <laughs> Which is weird because they stopped making those smile. five years ago. Did I'm they? sick of it. I'm sick of your happy baby. Can't it ever, like, 
cry and be a bitch like normal babies? It cried for a minute earlier. Yeah, I made it cry. You know, you're a lot bitchier than she's, your baby. She's my daughter. She'll eventually grow into it. <laughs> Hi, baby! Right. Once, Hi. You get, once you get to know JP a little longer. Yeah. I'm she's waving at you now. Hi, it's the happiest. We, had this, we went out with this baby on New Year's Eve, and it was the happiest baby on the planet of Earth. Even when we used her as a bowling ball. Yeah. <laughs> we did try to throw her down the lane. Bebo wasn't right happy about there. that. All right, ladies and gentlemen, it's time... For people I used to like before I knew them on Facebook. Technology can change our lives. Bring us closer to the people we love. Mm, Or not. Here are the nominees in the People I Used to Like Before I Knew Them on Facebook Award. Yeah. It's a good award, and you all know what I mean. Yeah. Uh, you spend, what well, most of us, Moscow doesn't, because he's the only smart one in the room. It is more harm than good. Uh, spend a lot of time on the Facebook, and you look at it, and, and you, uh, you know, I, I friend everybody, because I don't give a shit anyway. Right. I don't, in fact, I don't even understand these people who, like, uh, start to uh, eliminate their friends. Look, and let's stuff. just get on with it. I just don't get it. Uh, it's all about the Brewing Network to me. It's, yeah. a, it's a publicity stunt, the whole situation. <laughs> But I'll look at it when I'm bored and standing in line somewhere. Right. And, uh, you end up finding out, wow, I really liked that person. Until I knew what their inner thoughts were, which is what happens on Facebook. That's right. The nominees for people I used to like before I knew them on Facebook are... Jason Petros, once again. <laughs> oh, what? God. Yeah. Wow, who two saw years, that one coming? Two years in a row. My favorite political commentator. Yeah. The room is spinning. I mean, guys, come on. (laughs) I'm right, right? Like, you're every, about once a week, you're this close to just blocking him. I can't believe he posted that. (laughs) All I'm saying is, you know, my favorite... Obama uh, champions women's rights, yet they're the lowest paid staff in the White House. Just saying. Somebody, I'm just putting it out there. My somebody, favorite troll. Somebody could post the most positive thing in the world, and JP finds a way to make a little doo-doo stain on it. It's like, suck a dick. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Yeah. Yeah. Does it? It doesn't matter. I don't give a shit that Notre Dame plays football. Who gives a fuck? What about me? <laughs> right. I'm not fucking French. Your second nominee, and I think that JP's going to like this one. Uh, your second nominee for people I used to like before I knew them on Facebook. There's only one exception to this rule. All new parents. Oh, no. <laughs> Everybody who's had a baby within the last two years, with the exception of Bevo. Oh, no, I, yes. I, I will tell you, she's. I think, and I mean this, I think she's the only parent on earth who doesn't post stupid shit about her baby every eight minutes. Yeah, possible. Uh, but, uh, yes. Here's a pink new- wrinkly thing. Yeah. Oh, oh, my baby, my baby rolled over today. Yeah. Yeah. It's a fucking worm. Who gives a shit? <laughs> right. And so it has half of a motor skill. Yeah. Good job. <laughs> Tell it to get a job. Now. And pay its taxes already. Because Obama's ruining this country. I swear to God. <laughs> I'm going to post that. Here's what I think. I, I yeah. do. I'm not a cold-hearted bastard. Well. I'm quite sure that it's a whole new world when you have a baby. And and so I don't. I'm not necessarily criticizing that. I'm criticizing your inability to recognize that the rest of the world could give a fuckwad. Well, but it's really for our family who is interested. It just so happens that it's. I'm, I'm okay with, with just a couple of posts here and there. And right. then make an album. 
and then put them all in the album so people can read it. But every single post, here's ten posts in a row because you can't use Facebook. That pisses me off more. There's people who can't fucking use it, so they'll upload one photo at a goddamn time and then go, oh, here's our baby again. Here's another baby. Here's a ba-. And they're all fucking blurry, and I they can't put them in one little fucking hat thing. for my baby. It's his number one baby. Look at the baby hat I bought for my baby. I want to turn a light switch off with his head. See, now I asked, now JP was excited about this category last year, so I asked him this year, do you have any nominations? No, I don't have anything. And I knew when I came up with some of these nominations that he'd be right there with me. Yeah. Well, the yeah. yeah. I am. I don't feel like I get a pass on that, though, because I don't ever post on Facebook. But when I do, like once every three months, it is about my kid. That's, That's fine. why you get a pass. It's fine. It's very rare. I'm happy that you're excited about yeah. your kid. And it's not like, it's not like, oh, look, there's a big duty in my kid's pants. <laughs> That's like every parent. So every parent on Facebook, you're nominated. All right. Your th- my third nominee for people I used to like before I knew them on Facebook. All people who compliment their spouse or girlfriend or husband or significant other on instead of telling them the same thing on Facebook. <laughs> this means you, bad rock. I hate and, and I'll give you the, here's how it goes. And it always starts the same way, by the way. It starts like this. Six years ago today, <laughs> I met my best friend. By the way, come up with a new way to intro it, because then it, then I, then the next day I open my Facebook and it's four years ago today, eight years ago today. You can't. What? Look at. I know that we're not all Shakespeare, right? But there are a few other words in the English language to say happy anniversary. But it always starts like that, and then it ends like this, and then it goes. It goes. Six years ago today, I met the my best friend in the world, the love of my life. Now, this part I don't have so much of a problem with. It's the next part. Juliet, I want you to know that I never would have had the gumption to be who I am today. Blah, blah, blah. I never would have been as happy. I never... But, but in other words... And then Juliet a, likes it. In other words, it's a direct, <laughs> it's a direct statement... To the person who right. then likes it. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, well, here's what I wonder. And, and I know the answer. These people never said these things before Facebook. No. You see what I mean? They, they could, yeah. they, they're incapable of looking the person in the eye. Yeah, that's absolutely Instead, right. what they did was they bought some stupid card and they said, I yeah. love you. Happy yeah. anniversary. Yeah, they used to buy those stupid cards at Hallmark that go on for like three hours. Right. That don't say any <laughs> of the words that they say. And then, and they would just go, I love you. Happy anniversary. But now that there's Facebook and they don't actually have to interact with the most important person in their life, they write it down and they say, I just want you to know. That you are everything to me. You have changed my world. You have raised my babies. Yeah. The mother of my children. You have made me into the lover that I never thought I would be. (laughs) You have you have enhanced my my brain cells have grown because of you. I would never be anything in the world ever, 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 ever after my without skin, you. My skin cells regenerate because of you. And they and the, and the problem with me is that they speak directly to them. Yet on Facebook, where they start out by speaking to us, because because it starts out with 
Seven years ago <laughs> they today. They want all of their friends I mean, to like it so they can have like 453 likes. Right? But here's the other and, thing. And I'm just uh, like, are you just... sitting next to this person right now? Yeah, because they're both on the couch. Be- Say it to them. Becca right. just did this on Facebook and tagged you in it. Oh, I hate it. I hate it. I'm going to like it. It makes me want to kill myself. Well, I think what, why they do it is to, it's With the gun. easy way to get wife points. But it shouldn't be. I agree and with this you. This is my problem. Who because a crap? Here's what a wife should do. A wife should look at that post and go, fuck you. You should have said that to me ten times this year. Why can't you look at me in the face and say to me, I love you for everything that you've done for me? You can't do that. So instead, you write it on your goddamn Facebook page and it drives me insane. Because I have to read it. And all I think of is that I want to vomit on your penis. Sam always buys me um, <laughs> That's what I think of. cards that usually imply some sort of adultery happened. Like they're like, the, I'm sorry I cheated card. I'm sorry, I, I'm sorry our pet died card. We can make it better. Like well, it's, see, that's personal. It's great. <laughs> But do you see what I'm getting at? Yeah. I don't like it. I don't like that you you start out as a public statement and you finish the sentence with a private statement. So and I don't give a fuck. I'm happy for you. Don't get me wrong. I'm happy for your no, life no, no. together. Sure. But I, say the private statement to the private person yeah. and the public statement to the public person. Or don't make people. the whole thing. Make the whole thing private. What I don't. <sighs> what I don't like. Is I hate people, it. Is people calling their spouse their best friend? Really, your best friend just happened to live in the same city that you do. Out of seven billion people, the only one special person for you ever lives fucking two doors down and works at the Safeway you go to every six days. Uh, like, well, Really? I agree with that. I think your partner think should be your best friend. Fuck that. <laughs> That's stupid. Why would why would they be your partner if they're not your best friend? You don't friend? have to be best friends with your wife. That's you should stupid. be best friends no. with your wife. No, no, no. Sorry. <laughs> the person that you spend the most time with in your life ever it does not should have to be, be your, your best, best friend. friend. No. <laughs> your best friend well, should I, not judge you. Well, I agree with that. Right. Wives judge people all the time. <laughs> all they no, are no, is bitchy. What shitty wives do? That, sure. No, that uh, wife is actually Italian for a complaint. It's weird. <laughs> Becca wants you to know oh, that man. Terrence is her best friend. I know. And, and Ter- Becca and Terrence are, the, are one of the. They're two of the worst. They are. They're horrible people. I, I mean, Terrence. I'm Terrence. Uh, I would just like to say to the Facebook world that my wife is one of the best people ever. She yeah. took Jackson. Uh, <laughs> she fed Jackson today. Jackson woke up hungry, and she fed she him. Did She's something. a hero. And then he switches it to personal. I love you, Becca. You're everything to me. You fed our baby. She's supposed to feed your baby. Right, that's and what she does. And first of all, just look her in the face, because you're in the room anyway, and say thanks for feeding the kid, because I was busy. Turn to your left. And then Becca goes, Terrence is hot. <laughs> really? She's going to say it's... Who gives a shit? I don't care that Terrence but, is hot, but you should but, look at Terrence and say, Terrence, you're hot. Well, isn't that vain? It really? Isn't that no. vanity? I hate Becca it. putting Terrence is hot on Facebook is Terrence stealing Becca's phone and putting Terrence is hot oh. on her. Well, then she should call the fucking cops because that's thievery and theft, and, and I don't like it. And they're not friends anyway. Right. They yeah. shouldn't be friends. They're married. Best friends wouldn't do that to each I other. I Sam and I are Facebook friends. Right. You shouldn't be. <laughs> well, so he doesn't have a Facebook account. So, oh, JP, so, so, so Taryn isn't your best friend? Taryn is not my best friend, no, and I tell her this on a daily basis. <laughs> Do you also write on your Facebook page, Taryn, seven years ago today, <laughs> I hate you. We're not <laughs> We're not even in a Facebook relationship. I refuse to update my relationship status. Right. Because nobody fucking gives a shit. I agree with that. 
I agree with that 100%. It's like a PDA, though. You it's know? super. I don't, it's like, I don't like PDA. It's like going to the top of the mountain and screaming it from the building top or never, whatever the fuck kind of like right. emotion. Like. And, and, I, and I don't like it. And by yeah. the way, I think it's telling that for the second year in a row, this is the most emotional BNA category that we've had. <laughs> a negative category. Yeah, right. Why people suck? Because right. they're too nice to each other. I have one more. <laughs> I have one more nominee in the people I used to like. Like before I knew them on Facebook. Everyone. <laughs> Humanity. Everyone. <laughs> yeah. Except Bevo. Bevo's the only one I like on Facebook. Because she doesn't use it. Because she hate keeps Facebook. Like I, I seriously she keeps her mouth shut. Deleting my Facebook today. And, and you did it because <laughs> Because I was at work. <laughs> and I don't go See, on Facebook when I'm at work. That's why I like her even more, because she's a, a responsible <laughs> right. citizen. Uh-huh. <laughs> You don't consider right. this work, though, right? No. Okay. <laughs> That's fine. You can be on Target and, and Facebook and everything else you do. And the winner. Jeez. Angry work. Of the people I used to know, like, before I knew them, before I know, know them on Facebook. Before you came best friends with them? JP. Oh! <laughs> yes. Wow. Yeah. You are a winner, yeah. sir. You st- Believe it or not, you, you still take precedence over all those shitty couples. Wow. <laughs> I really appreciate that. It, it, it's because it's negative. Just a- everything is pure negativity. It's just so negative. It's just so, he's just so angry. Do you agree with that? He's just think? so cynical. I disagree with that. You he's very cynical. Yeah. I am very cynical, but I wouldn't all say right. it's overwhelmingly Making negative. the world would, better by being critical. Okay. I, yeah. I, I challenge you right. to go through your, you know, we have the timeline and stuff now. Yeah. I'd like you to make a percentage-based Graph, Jesus Christ, of positive, yeah, versus negative comments, and give us the pie figure on the next show, and we'll see if I'm right about how negative JP is. Okay, I might go through and make the same pie graph and see if they match. Because well, I wonder if yeah. my version of negative is. That's I wonder what I'm if like yeah. every time he shits on somebody's post, he's like, "I'm being positive. I'm trying to help them." Yeah, right. well, yeah, I'm helping them improve. Well, like <laughs> you suck. Fix that. Yeah. I mean, you know, today I, I, I wrote a post and I said, "This is a good commentary and overview of mass murders and their various antidepressants they were on while committing their crimes." That's I would, gi- I would give that's that positive. a positive, but that's one that well, I've but, seen but in that the last today. several months. Okay. I will try to do this for you. How long? Like the whole year? Because that'll take me a while, and you'll be on the clock. Let's. For that. Go, what if we go for even three months? Okay. The last three months of 2012, and I will do the same. I will look at your timeline and do the same. Star Trek is about as boring as that new craft beer you're drinking. Negative. That's funny. Okay, well, obviously, but that's negative. negative. Yeah. But that's also really hilarious. But it's negative. Yeah, you're being negative it's right cynical. now. It's cynical. It's <laughs> cynical. Right. Well, but in JP's but defense, cynical doesn't necessarily negative. Give us another it, one. Yeah. Give it. Give us the one right before that one. Okay. Well, first of all, everyone's don't talking pick and choose and right before that. one. I know. Well, right before that one, stop messaging me. Uh, let's see, January third. Um, think Isaac Newton was hella cool. Sorry, but I don't follow scientific theory from sinners. Negative. Negative. And it's a whole post on <laughs> Isaac Newton's flaws and sins. What's the one right before that? Um, Terrence asking me what my what's happening, in my ninja that you posted. Oh. Um, I just found this commercial for an app that I was in. Look real hard at the right-hand side of the screen. At the end, that's my bald head. Okay, positive. Neutral. Yeah. I neutral. would even neutral. say neutral. neutral. You're right, neutral. One before that. Um, there was my mass murders one about how it's <laughs> not guns, it's a mental health issue. Neutral. Yeah. And then the one bef- uh, before that, or the one after that, is most of my friends on Facebook are BN folks, yet only 530 of my friends actually like the Brewing Network on Facebook. Uh, go like it before I start letting blood. Negative. Negative. 
Well, wait a minute. Why is that negative? <laughs> threatening. He's hating on his friends. <laughs> no, he's not. He's asking a question. Uh, no, he's hating on him. Yeah, well, he's gonna let blood if they don't like it. Yeah, but yeah. his own How his own blood. Like it. <laughs> his, he's letting his own blood. Not that's negative. Right, but he's yeah. threatening them. By the way, J- uh, Moscow, if you kill yourself, it's negative. <laughs> well, but if a negative <laughs> person kills themselves, I don't. I don't that's follow true. the logic. Right? It's a double negative, which makes it a positive. That's correct. <laughs> See, here's this one to Nate's point that I'm trying to help people. Pliny the Elder considered the turnip to be one of the most important vegetables of his day, second only to the bean. Neutral. Neutral. Useless. Positive. Po- it's super positive. Useless. He, he didn't. He didn't only assign a name Useless. to hops, but he did. Uh, you know, tests to prove if you're Christian or not, and um, uh, you know, extolled the virtues of the turnip. All right, I'll give you positive. On Thank that. you very much. I'm not worried that. about the positive versus negative outcome. Mm. Well, no, I don't know. <laughs> so JP wins. Wait, All right, good work, can good I say something else that I hate about Facebook? That's um, Beardy on the line. Okay. Um, I hate when people put pictures of themselves and their spouse making stupid ass kissy faces like this oh. and then tag each other in them. I can't see it. Yeah. That's because you're oh, always totally guilty of that. It's just too. Uh, you and Nate do that? I haven't seen you, you and did Nate it do once. that. You guys are gay. <laughs> Tara and I have never done that. What does Beardy want? I don't know. JP told me he was going to call in. You're a fucking call screener that has been doing this job for I I don't know how long. I know that, but JP just told me he was calling in for a reason. I mean, he just said he was calling in. He didn't tell me. I didn't screen it. I just took his call. I'm I'm going to create another award right now. (laughs) Worst call screener on the planet. (laughs) Susie! Yeah! (laughs) Lifetime Achievement Award. I'm happy to screen it, but... I have a couple awards to get through, and some of them are the most coveted uh, uh, beardy. (laughs) What's happening? Uh, good evening. <laughs> good evening, sir. <laughs> I uh, have an acceptance speech prepared. For what? Um, I heard I won an award. Where did Beardy win? Uh, um, I believe you said that uh, Harry Legend was the winner of a of an BN award. Did oh. you tell Beardy that he was the Harry Legend, JP? What are you <laughs> laughing and shaking your head no you for? You are such a douche. What an asshole. <laughs> You told Beardy that because he is the hairiest person, that he's a hairy legend and won. J- See, this is why JP. I'm changing douche of the year award. <laughs> JP just won. Two. No, I didn't do it. <laughs> what did you do? That was Warren. He's like, I heard I won an award. You said something about a hairy legend winning. I was like, well, I don't know. Call up, give your acceptance speech. I didn't tell him no. <laughs> Beardy, I'm sorry I, to I do see. this to you, but hairy legend is the name of Terrence's unborn child. I see now that if I had screened this call properly, we oh. could have avoided this embarrassment. Yeah, now you see why. You know what? 2013 is going to suck. I was thinking it was going to be good, but you guys all suck yeah. at this Karen after all these years. son is a real douche. <laughs> Bill Beardy. DNA away from me. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> right. Half black, not born, already Steven. All right, I'm sorry to take this away from you. See, now I have to look at... And and now I'm looking at Terrence and Becca. One of them is white, by the way, kissing on Facebook. Is is that even legal in no. this day and age? I, I think so. in Alabama his page is blocked. Beardy, I'm sorry that you have been misled. All right. Maybe next year. <laughs> Thank you for the call. All right. Year. A couple more awards to get through. This is getting ridiculous. Um, what did I just give I away? I to screen the rest of the calls. People right. on Facebook. <clears throat> I think I'm going to skip the next award. What? What? No, I'm going to. All right, we'll do. Uh, it. We'll do it quickly. Doesn't Beardy work at Heretic? 
Yes. Heretic, I think it's. So white. It's Terry Tight. We recognize the person who, with a generous heart, takes the selfless art of self-promotion seriously. It's the Brewing Network Dedication to Personal Success Award. Now, you remember uh, such icons as Tasty McDole have won this award in the past. This year, people who promote themselves the most, the dedication to personal success, nominees are Nicole Ernie. Now, this one takes some explaining. She doesn't really do it publicly, but off the record, she's like, you know I got Master Cicerone, right? You know I'm a Master Cicerone. You know I'm a qualified judge. Here's you my know I'm a Master Cicerone. Press release. You know, did, did you get my press release? I'm not sure you mentioned it on the BN, but I'm not sure if you got my press release. But I'm that was a master, last year! But I'm not a, I know, but it carries over because yeah. we, were, we were running out of nominees. Right. And, uh... <laughs> Nicole Ernie, yeah. ladies and gentlemen. The wow. Poor, the poor girl. <laughs> the poor, the poor that one in person? <laughs> the poor uh, master. Your second wrote. nominee. Uh, dedication to personal success. I believe he's been nominated for uh, several years in a row. Mr. Jamal Zanashev. Heretic Brewing Company. That's right. Uh, you know, I don't even think he means to do it. It's just kind of second nature to uh, mention Heretic Brewing Company. Uh, every, you know, it's his company. Yes. You know, it's like right. talking to me out in public. Right. I mention my shrink. Right. He mentions his uh, brewery. Yes. You know. As he should. It makes sense. Uh, your third nominee. Flat Tail Brewing Company oh! from Corvallis, Oregon. Yeah. They came down in January of 2012 and crashed our Winterfest party. That's they right. weren't even invited to the beer festival. They crashed it and poured their beer there and then drove all the way down for their own show. They didn't phone it in. They they drove down and then called people from their wallets after the program. <laughs> and they and they brought half their freaking brewery with them. Yeah. Right. Dedication to personal yes. success right there. If you're going to do it, you do it right. Finally, your fourth and final nominee, once again, Nico Brew. Yeah. I'm going to let you in on some secrets. First of all, the guy emails us four times a week about everything. He's a wonderful sponsor. I love the man. Uh, but it's always they did this, and he got to mention that. So much so. That when we announced that we were going to be interviewing Adam Carolla and Will Ferrell, <laughs> he sends me an email and he goes, "Hey, could you have him? Could you have him read the Nico Bruce spot?" Oh man, on the air. You, first of all, why does he sound like Harry Carey? Now, yeah. hey, <laughs> just hey, 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 can you have him? Could you just have him read that? Now, in Nico's defense, he did understand the gravity of the situation, and he was like, "It's okay." If, <laughs> It's all right if you if they can't do it, but how great would it be? How gracious of them! It's if, all right if Will Ferrell would read the the Nico Bruce spot, and I'm like, Jesus, these people get paid million to endorse <laughs> well, for doing uh, much of much we less funny things. Adam and Eve yeah. and Beersmith, and I said, yeah, we could do Nico Bruce too. <laughs> Just yeah. have him do three quick takes. We'll pick the best one. Yeah. Well, yeah. I don't know. So I told him yes. I was like, oh yeah, yeah. Sure. sure. I don't know if he's going to have time when he reads the plug for my blog, Nico. I'm sorry. <laughs> right. So, uh, there you go. Uh, dedication to personal success. And by the way, these are all given with love because you should be dedicated to your own personal success. Yeah. No one uh, else will be. Those are your nominees. And the winner 
of the dedication to personal success 2012. Flat Tail Brewing yeah. Company, Corvallis, Oregon. Yeah, if you're willing to crash a, a whole beer festival to bring your beer, and then call people from your wallet, <laughs> you are dedicated to personal success. They actually will be at this year's winter brew fest legally. Oh, legally for the first time ever, legally pouring in California. Wow. <clears throat> All right, ladies and gentlemen, we're down to the final two awards, and they are the most coveted awards in the BNAs. I think that's the music-only version. Now, here are your nominees for Caller of the Year. Now, we all love this category because we rely on our callers to entertain the listeners, entertain us, and make total asses of yourselves. Sometimes they're friends, sometimes they're strangers, many times they're Andy Wood. (laughs) Your nominees for Caller of the Year are... Theo Brew. What's happening, Aaron? It's Theo Brew again. <laughs> oh, shit. You outed me, bro. I'm calling because Susie wouldn't answer my call because I wanted to give her props. Aaron's the gay priest, right? Yeah. <laughs> I'm a priest. No. Yeah, things you have wrong. I'm not a priest. I'm a pastor. Oh, and, well, Susie appreciates it, I'm sure. Seriously, she's amazing. She's like the best, awesomest person ever. Wow, what tipped you off that he's gay? <laughs> he's gay, but he likes Asian women. Yeah. Hey, Theo, what color should I paint my bathroom? <laughs> I have green towels. Blue or yellow. <laughs> <laughs> he knew right away. See, he knows the answer. Uh, I went with gray, by the way. It's very nice. Is he really gay? <laughs> yes. Yes. Bevo, where have that. you been? I really didn't know that. Yeah, maybe you should screen his calls better. <laughs> right. You'd screen his call. You'd start with, do you the take brewing, it in the ass? <laughs> the Brewing Network, this is Bebo. Are you gay? <laughs> How many? That's, that's pretty much... Yeah. I, yeah. What, do I have to write a menu yeah. for you to read from? <laughs> it's called a script. Whatever. <laughs> I like a menu better. Menu. I prefer, She's I also, playing to your positives, that's all. <laughs> oh, I get it. All right. The appetizer is the greeting. Don't make me come over there and kick your ass again. The main course is the question. And the dessert is the follow-up. Your second nominee for Caller of the Year is actually a duo you might remember from very early on in the year. A young lady named Jordan and her boyfriend, Zach. Jordan called in. Actually, Zach called in for her. It was his hot collegiate girlfriend that he got naked on Skype. Topless for us while she chugged a beer. Get a little closer, please, would you? And the topless chug has begun. There's a hand reaching. Wow, that was a fast chug. Oh, unbelievably fast. Wow. What's what's your name, young lady? Jordan. 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 That's a pretty gnarly chugging skill you got there. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. And uh, is is your boyfriend in the room there also? Yeah, that'd be me. That's you. I'll be sending out the medal, but it does uh, it does belong to Jordan. Let's yeah. let's be Absolutely. honest. Absolutely. Yeah. She'll get it. Yeah, she will. <laughs> Such a perv. I guarantee they won't be married. <laughs> uh, 
She's getting nominated because she had a huge rack and she chugged really quickly. You know, it wasn't yeah. even huge. Too quickly. It, it, it was, was just, huge. it was fantastic. It was both. Well. It, it was, was huge They were like fantastic. C's. Yeah. D's. 34 D's. Really? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, I think. I will tell you this. But, you know, through the nomination process, Moscow has not stopped talking about this girl. She was unbelievable. <laughs> It's his dream girl. Yeah. It was your dream girl, Pretty wasn't much. it? Yep. Yeah. Do you think she was Jewish? Jordan Rubenstein? I don't think so. <laughs> doesn't have a was ring to it. that her last it? name, Rubenstein? Uh, all right. Uh, your next nominee. It's actually another dynamic duo. Uh, the Mexicans, Steve-O and Riggs. Yeah. They, you know, we have to combine them in one. Not because the bike we're, stealers. Not because we're racist, but because they called in together and knew each other. Here's uh, a couple of uh, clips from them separately. Here's Riggs. Riggs, what's up, dude? What's up? What's poppin', yo? How are you, brother? <laughs> I'm fucked up, yo. Yeah? Where are you calling from? <laughs> Where in SoCal? Uh, Fontana. Oh, Fontaki. Uh, <laughs> what? You sound hammered, Riggs. I'll give you that. Hey, man, I'm doing some shit right now. Dude. You know, since my name is still my drink, so I'll be spilling that shit. Trying to catch that shit in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Riggs, are you? You know what I mean? That's <laughs> <laughs> oh, awesome. I do, son. Yeah. I bet this yeah. guy's like super white, like whiter than Scott. <laughs> Yeah, Dude, he's a ginger. I ain't even one, yo. We can't even issue, son. Are you, uh... Sure, have, have you been drinking by yourself? Of course, dude. <laughs> Broke, lonely, and fucking being army style, son. All right, there's Riggs. Here's Steve-O. <laughs> <laughs> All right, good. Uh, good to finally talk to you, man. First time caller. Yeah. All right, where are you calling from? Whittier, dog. Whittier, around the area. Weren't you from over here somewhere? Dude, I grew up in Whittier. My n- Dog. I'm weird, dog. Yep. Don't even right say that. That's my dog. <laughs> That's uh, my dog. Let me tell you, I had like five bikes stolen from my house and where I was. I, my bike got stolen every other week. That Beat was up. me. But if, <laughs> I was going to say, you sound like the guy who stole my bikes. You know? <laughs> hey, I'll sell them back to you. I'll sell them back to you. <laughs> <laughs> you do sound like the guy. Hey, you, hey, Jesse, you're the one with the banana seat, huh? Yeah, that was my bike. Hey. <laughs> Hey, do your friends call you Chewy? Because I remember that it was. Yeah. They always told me it was Chewy that took my bike. I did have a banana seat. Hey, hold on, hold on, hold on. Fuck it, tasty. Oh, and just so you know, why we coupled them together? Listen to these two clips. Uh, this one is Riggs calling in. We got Riggs on the line, no gonna problem. play too. Hey, Riggs, what's happening, buddy? What's up, man? Who's this? Here's Stevo. All right, let's go to Stevo in California. Stevo, what's happening? What's going on? Who's this? <laughs> Something about the Mexicans. They couldn't figure out who they're calling. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm going to admit right now, I've changed the winner of this category, having listened to the ca- having listened to all the uh, really submissions once again. Oh no! I had a winner. <clears throat> I think I know who it is now. That we had uh, chosen beforehand, and yeah. having listened to the submissions uh, just now, I've revised the winner. <sighs> I don't like this. The winner. Of caller of the year is the Mexican Steve yeah. and Riggs. Come on, how entertaining are those calls? 
Who's or, this? You know, originally it was Jordan because we got to see her boobs. But I got to say, uh, only the brewcasters benefited from that. And and uh, a good set of boobs, it fades away quickly. Yeah. A fantastic call from a couple of Mexicans. It stays yeah. with you forever. A set of boobs like Steve and Riggs. Goes on for a lifetime. Yeah, it just stays right there I see with what you. you did there. I love Rig- Riggs's laugh. <laughs> yes. <laughs> was, that for a, was that for a drunk of the week? That yeah. was caller of the year. No, 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 no. When, yes. when he was calling in. Yeah, he won it that week. I don't even know what he was saying. <laughs> he was <laughs> And you live in the ghetto, and so you should know I these things. live in things. the ghetto. Well, you speak Brittany. very near the ghetto. <laughs> you live on the border of the ghetto. I do. If you were to go to the, bo- uh, the barber shop in your town, it would be the ghetto. That's how you know when you live in the ghetto. Even if you live on the border and your side is nice, if the closest bar- barber shop is the ghetto, you live in the ghetto. You live in the ghetto. Yeah. All right. Uh, that was caller of the year. That means we only have one. A highly coveted award left to give. I played the instrumental, ver- instrumental uh, version. I was going to say, wow. This is a really epic build up. I was waiting. I was like, oh, I'm looking at other things. Here are the nominees for Drunk of the Year Nicole, are you nervous? <laughs> I don't know what Moscow's been up to over there. Your first nominee for 2012 Drunk of the Year, Nicole Ernie. It's my birthday! <laughs> We're going to see JP's wiener. Yeah! Woo! My head is big, so you must be smart. All right. that's hot. You can't even describe them on the air because they're too hot. I still haven't chugged this uh, Chug it. celebration. Chug, that celebration chug, is the key to JP's vote. Wow. So, up tasty when you throw up. She's chugging. Damn, woman. Holy shit. Jesus. Spit up. We had some release. Out the nose. You're out gonna the spew, nose. spew into your purse. Can somebody give me a fucking knife? We're working on it. We're working on it. Ladies and gentlemen, Nicole Ernie finally reaches drunk of the wow. week. <laughs> on her birthday. Well deserved. Well deserved. On the birthday. Is this? All right. Can somebody don't remember that. <laughs> give me a fucking napkin. It's my birthday. It's my birthday. Give me a napkin. Your second nominee. For Drunk of the Year. <laughs> None other than Mr. Theo Brew once again. You want to take Theo real quick? Uh, let's just tell him he's a... Theo, you're kind of a psychopath. Let's take him. Theo, you're kind of a psychopath. He wouldn't keep calling, tell you that. Theo. Yeah. No, no. I'm counting the amount of times you call me. 27 times in the last uh, eight minutes. That's not even true. I mean, come on. What's going on over there? It's been like 40. What's going? You lost Drunk of the Week, all right? I, 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 no, I've, I've had like 
eight like Cigar City beers, and I'm like drunk, and I'm like. JP told you if, if you would have pissed in the hydrometer, uh, you probably would have won drunk of the week. I you, okay, you can't tell me piss in the hydrometer and then give me eight seconds to do it. Am I supposed to have a hydrometer ready yeah, at your moment? What's the reason? Baby, close your eyes. <laughs> The love that you feel tonight is more than you've ever felt. Wow. Robert is my surprise. And he's the best thing in my life because Blobber is the best. And I love Blobber so much. All right, Aaron. Thank you. All right. Theo Brew, everybody. All right, Aaron. Theo Brew. That is one of many from Theo Brew. We had to narrow it down. Uh, you might remember our old friend, he formerly the brewmaster at Drake's, uh, called in for his birthday party, Mr. Brian Thorson. I'm drinking your 1500 right now, and um, I'm sad that you're leaving us, man. I'm sad to leave, too, in many ways. Uh, it's been uh, uh, a tremendous uh, experience. Uh, this is where I'm from, so... Um, Everything means a lot. So, tell, I, tell I, us I, where I, you're I, going. Hey, yeah, uh, I'm going to Michigan, baby. Uh, it should be freaking cool. Uh, we'll uh, we'll see see what's going on out there. We'll like uh, like uh, blaze a new trail out there, and and uh, we'll see where it goes from this point. Uh, uh, at this point, I. <laughs> It's an open frontier. <laughs> that is a drunk individual. That was so awesome. I was there when he was talking to you guys on the phone. I felt bad because he was on the phone with you guys for like an hour. <laughs> he was like stumbling around. I think he helped arrange the call. <laughs> yeah. did, it just seemed like an hour, by the way. It was four minutes. Oh. <laughs> Do I only have one clip from this last nominee? Okay. Uh, the final uh, nominee for Drunk of the Year is... You might know them as the well-armed cream team. Yes. It's James and his partner. <laughs> Holy crap. Are you guys together? We are together. Yes, we are. You partners? We are partners. Yes, we are. You're like, <laughs> like partners, yeah. All right. Uh, have you been drinking <laughs> homebrew all night or commercial brew? Homebrew all night. I like that. Nice. Do you brew together? Yes, sir. So you're, yes. you're, you're drinking mutual homebrew. What kind of beer is it? Uh, we started off with the cream. Uh, <laughs> Usually you finish with that. <laughs> okay, we got a cream ale, and then we've had several of this. We just just kegged it. It's a bass clone. We like to call bass hole. <laughs> Beaver, James, you're killing Bevo. She can't even breathe. Over yeah, there. she's gonna have to put a diaper on. I'm pretty sure her teats are leaking. <laughs> the well-armed cream team. <laughs> I do believe they shot guns. They did. Yeah. They shot guns. It, we had to apologize for that to, to not condone shooting guns into the air. But we didn't mean it when we said uh, that. Probably shoot guns in the air. All right. That's a lot of quality nominees: Nicole Ernie, Theo Brew, Brian Thorson, and the well-armed cream team. The winner of the most coveted BNA of all BNAs. Nicole Ernie! I mean, come on! How do you. It's my uh, birthday! How do you. Uh, 
catch that. Uh, wow. There's, there's no pride in that. It's our birthday. <laughs> We're going to see Doobie's wiener. air because they're too hot. <laughs> I still haven't drunk, chugged this uh, Chug it. celebration. Right. Chug, that chug, celebration chug, is the key chug, to JP's vote. Wow. So, throw up on Tasty when you throw up. She's chugging. Damn, woman. Holy shit. Jesus. We had some spit up. We had some release. Out the nose. You got a spew. Spew into your purse. We're working on it. We're working on it. Ladies and gentlemen, Nicole Ernie finally reaches drunk of the year. Well deserved. Well deserved. On the birthday. Oh, wow. For this glorious moment, I would just like to thank all of the Brain Network and all of my Brain Network fans. I have worked so hard for this. And I just appreciate all of your That was my... Your acceptance speech, please. Oh, no. <laughs> Thank you. You clearly haven't that had anything to drink. Acceptance speech we've ever gotten for Drunk of the Year. My question to you, Nicole. Will you hang it on the same wall yes. that you hang your Master Cicerone certificate? That's the resume bullet item right next to Master Cicerone. <laughs> yeah, that better be in your email si- signature. My D-O-T-Y yeah. 2012. I'll put it in my china cabinet. <laughs> Once along I get with one it, and burn it down. Along with the shitty china that she inherited that she'll never use. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's just the wrestler china memorabilia. That's or, what she means. No, it's like all glassware. Yeah, That's right. fair. I, I accept the, what the DOT. Yeah, but she did work hard for it. I did really work mm-hmm. hard for it. Yeah. For a couple of years. So did your I stomach, did. too. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. In my birthday. All right. While we're doing acceptance speeches, Riggs is on the line to accept oh. caller of the year on behalf of the Mexicans. Riggs, what's up, man? What's up, bro? Yo, what's up? What? Yo, what's up, yo? What's bothering, man? Don't you want to know who you're talking to? Who's this? Yeah. Who is this? Jason. <laughs> talking to the phone. <laughs> what's up, man? Who's this? I could. <laughs> Right on cue. He's well, like first, he's like Schumann when he always he always asks what after everything you say he always goes what he's not thinking about it. That's exactly what right. Riggs is. He just goes who is this all the time. I'll take Tilly two, please. I'll take two, please. I'll take two, please. Oh, there he is. Now this we can hear him. Yo, what's happening? Who is this? Steve. This is Riggs, yeah. Hi. Hey. No, this is Riggs, yeah. Congratulations, Riggs, uh, caller of the year, my friend. Plus yeah. another nomination, I think, too, right? Yes, yeah. that's hat of the year. Yeah. That's awesome, yo. Yeah. Uh, Thank you for the nomination. I feel, feel very honored for that. You're welcome. Thank you for Yeah. There's the last. DOTW. DOTW. So, so can I have my bikes back now? Because that's no, why that we. Steve O. That was Steve O. Hey, He's man. You know what? We have to talk about that because uh, <laughs> we were just talking about some trades about that. Shit. Uh, <laughs> What's popping? Are you guys? I won gonna, an award. You won an award. Congratulations! Yeah, yeah. yeah me and Steve-O. What's yeah. popping? 
Yeah. We're so racist that we considered you one person, but you both won an award. That's right. Hey, it's so- it's all good, eh? You know what I'm saying, eh? It's right. all good. I appreciate that. <laughs> now, listen. I exp- here's what's going to happen. Uh, I expect you and Steve-O both to go to the SoCal Homebrew Festival. And here's what will happen. Word. We will bring you your award if you bring me one bicycle with a banana seat and chopper handlebars. As long as it's pink and white, you're right. I don't even give a shit. If as long as it has a banana seat and chopper handlebars, I will trade you your. I'm going to trade you. I'm going to trade you a reward for my bicycle. (laughs) Does it matter if it's twin or fucking? I don't give a shit. As long as when I pedal backwards, the brakes hit. You know what I'm talking about? You oh, you want that e-brake? That's extra, dog. Come on now. <laughs> yeah. That's extra, dog. Come on now. And listen. That's, like, that's amenities. The, the truth is, the two of you have been a wonderful contribution to the show this year. You've been a lot of fun. Word. You've been good sports. Word. And uh, we've loved talking to you. And you deserve uh, you deserve your award. Word. Thank you, guys. Yeah. Hey, been a, been a fan for a long time. You know, uh, it's finally got the courage to, like, call up and shit, you know, but, uh... All right, brother. Don't cry. Don't, hey, listen, don't tattoo a teardrop to your fucking cheek or anything, all right? It's just... Hey, I'm gonna get new tattoos for you guys and shit, you know what I mean? I'm gonna get new tattoos and shit. It's cause of that. You know what I do? All right, brother. Word. Yo, peace out. Keep it real. Word. He used to go sling a couple bags. That's my. Yeah. That, that was how I relate. Yeah, did keep you hear real. that? Keep it real. Keep it real. Keep it real. I can't. I I need to take and that rare. word out of my vocabulary. No, you have to do that. I do. Every time JP fucks up with uh, another person, it usually involves the words "keep it real." Yeah, I said it to our black neighbor the other day. <laughs> I said, "Keep it real, Terry." And then I walked out hanging my head in shame. Oh. And his name <laughs> wasn't even Terry. No wonder he <laughs> looks at me Terry. like I'm an asshole every Please. time I go in there. I have Mexican caller the sequel on line three. <laughs> oh, you got Stevo. Yes. What's up? Steve! Damn, <laughs> oh, girl. You are mad. Oh, I thought he was going to ask who's this. <laughs> for sure. Hey, you guys are nuts. Hey, you you won, uh, uh, what did he win? Uh, I don't know. I don't oh, know. No, he did, yeah. I won, I, won, I, won, I think. I don't know. I think you won caller yeah, of the year. Caller of the year. Yeah, I'm not as good as that other motherfucker, though, that you guys compare me with or combine me with or whoever the fuck, Kentucky <laughs> motherfucker. I don't know, you're okay, pretty yeah. close. Uh, here, let me play you uh, your clip, just, just so you know. Uh, here's Riggs. We got Riggs on the line going to play, too. Hey, Riggs, what's happening, buddy? What's up, man? Who's this? And now here's you. All right, let's go to Steve-O in California. Steve-O, what's happening? What's going on? Who's this? I don't hear a difference. Yeah. You sound like I called him first. I called him first. He copied me. Yeah. He copied me. Yeah. Yeah. What's up? <laughs> All right. Good. I already talked to you, man. First time caller. Yeah. All right. Where are you calling from? <laughs> Whittier, dog. Whittier. Around the area. Weren't you from over here somewhere? Dude, I grew up in Whittier. My n- dog. I'm from Whittier, dog. What are you doing right now? Say that. That's my dog. <laughs> That's uh, my dog. Let me tell yeah. you. Yeah. Steve. You brought yeah, out the, up, man. You brought out the best in me. Hey, man, dude, you guys are awesome, man. You guys, 
Hope you enjoyed that beer tonight. Did you crack that? Uh, did you crack that? Uh, uh, Utert? No, uh, we're gonna crack it uh, at the end of the show. What are you doing, fuck? It's a beer. Go uh, grab it right now. Tell him motherfucker yeah. JP. He says a Mexican don't know shit about sour beer. Tell him I want a fucking apricot cascade ale in my hand right now, motherfucker. Yeah, well, you lost me with apricot, bro. Yeah, you can't even afford that shit, motherfucker. Mm-hmm. I can't, you're right. That shit there. I can't. <laughs> you're absolutely right. I got, kid, I got an apricot. Let me, let me take a drink right now. Right. I'll take a drink of the apricot right now. My fence for stolen bikes got busted. So. Do it. We'll listen. We'll listen to you. <laughs> That's him taking I'm a drink of the apricot. apricot. Yeah. I'm taking a drink of apricot cascade right now, motherfucker. All right. Wait. We're going to open the brewery that you sent right now. Uh, Moscow's bringing it up from downstairs. He's got uh, it. We're going to crack it open. I'm going to share it with these fools. All I gotta say is, I don't care about any awards or anything, dude. I'm just so happy that you guys taught me a lot. Hey, and, and I'm gonna be honest on it right now. I've never brewed a beer in my life. Wow. I've never brewed a beer in my life. I've been listening for years already. I haven't brewed shit, but I, I know, I talk to homeboys all the time. They say, fuck. How in the fuck do you know so? I mean, you uh. never brewed and, and, and you're having a conversation with me about brewing and shit? Like, goddamn. Well, like, you know a lot. Maybe we yeah, should I mean, just for you guys. Maybe we should give but, you the guy who knows the most about brewing, who's never brewed award. Yeah. You'd have to compete yeah, against me, um, but yeah, it sounds like you might have won. Uh, <laughs> oh, shit, dude! But uh, I'm telling you right now, cover me. I give my check. Yeah. I'm gonna fucking buy my first fucking. I'm finally gonna buy my first equipment. My wife will give you the approval right now. There you go. I'm finally, I'm finally gonna buy my first equipment. After so many years, I'm finally going to buy it, and I'm going to finally brew, dude. All right, Steve-O, you are the winner of Caller of the Year, and you've never even <laughs> brewed. That's quite an accomplishment. <laughs> Here, Wait, I'm, I'm going to... Wait, I'm going to make a Facebook post to you. I met Steve-O... Uh, one year ago I today, I met Steve-O. And what I'd like to say is that he is the best non-brewer I've ever met, and he's wonderful... And I wish that I could non-brew as good as he does. You do. And he's so funny, and he's so brown-skinned, and I love that about him. And, all right, cheers. Yeah, fucking... He's so smooth. He's never been caught taking a bike. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I never even... It's like he... I th- he stole my soul like he stole my bike. And I never even saw it happen. Both were gone before I knew it. But the lock wasn't broken. He I don't na- know how he's done it. He now holds the banana seat in my pants. In my heart. And he rides the banana seat in my heart. Hey, I'm paying for Jerry of the Week, too. Let me get real quick. I'll call out real quick. All right. I'll call out real quick. All right. Two Lagunitas, uh, Dove Drunk of the Week. All right. Yeah. And uh, I had a black market YIPA. Uh, oh. some San Antonio bullshit beer. It's called a Small Batch Series Number Four. It's uh, like a smoke uh, rusher. And I had a Bass Point uh, Victoria City, my favorite winter well beer. And I also drinking a fucking why not fuck you JP because I'm drinking a Cascade Apricot Sour. It's pronounced and Apricot. Right it's pronounced now, Apricot. Fuck you. You can't afford this beer, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Maybe I should come by your ha- apartment oh, and steal it. I really like how this guy talks to JP. I'm is great. I'm drinking the weed, bitches. Maybe I, maybe I should come 
I'll come by your apartment and wow. steal it. What do you think of that? Yeah. Listen, here's what I love about Steve-O. I can't he's, afford it. He's won an award tonight. He doesn't even give a shit. He no. just wants to apply for Drunk of the Week yeah. and tell JP, you can't even afford what I've been drinking, I son. Can't, I can't afford a $13 beer. And I feel <laughs> bad about it right bitch, now. You can't. You can't. Does that make you, you better than me? Beers, bitch. And you only say you like session beers because you can't afford good beer, bitch. I can't. All right, Steve-O, thank you for the call. You're in the running for Drunk of the Week, and you've won Caller of the Year. Wow. What a night. Wow. Yeah. So can I just say, it took me like a whole week to find my Drunk of the Week medal. I was oh, like, yeah? I got. I, so you didn't hang it on the wall next well, year? Fuck well, it. one I'm, day I was I'm, like... You know what? I'm insulted. I was like, Nate, shit, like... I'm really embarrassed to tell you this, but I, I think I've lost my Drunk of the Week medal. I tried to trade it for hamburgers not, at Nations. It's not in my purse. <laughs> it's not on the table. Like, I turned my purse inside out looking for it. I was like, shit, I, that would be so messed up if I lost it. That would be messed up. And then I was up. like, I bet you that I was taking it off on the way into Nations and I left it at Nations, which would be the most awesome thing to do with your Drunk of the Week medal is to accidentally leave it at Nations. <laughs> and, and did you? No, I found it. On, I, oh. I managed to somehow magnet it to the fridge. I see. I don't know how. Hang it right pref- next to your picture of the Hop Queen. <laughs> it was right yeah. next to the Hop Queen. I would have preferred Nation. <laughs> well, ladies and gentlemen, the BNAs have come to an end once more. What a wonderful year of awards. Uh, I think that uh, we've had some top competitors. I agree with that. Some uh, wonderful things to give away. And some bottom competitors. And some bottom. Uh, no. Bevo. Right. You're talking about Bevo again? Um, I could if you want me to. Right. I wasn't even nominated for anything. Well, what does Cards? that tell you about yourself? <laughs> well. Work harder next year. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you all for contributing to another year of Brewing Network shows. We couldn't do it without you. The BNAs are really, uh, you know, we do this to just say the the show is shit without all of you. The listeners, the guests, uh, the contributions to callers, uh, all that stuff. uh, You know, we're just a bunch of dickheads talking about beer without you. So thank you to you all. That's what the BNAs are about. And uh, we really appreciate all of your contributions. And uh, we'll send out... uh, well, we won't send out anything because there are no trophies for any of these awards. You Absolutely just, not. You just covet them and you hold them tight. Network? And, Fucking uh, lame. Yeah. Uh, did we get any more booby picks? We got a lot. And so um, she is now very upset oh, that what? we haven't given her her award. What, what award did I say I'd give her? A, an award. You never really specified. No, but at one you point would, I said I'd give her something. You would right. make up an award for her. Best okay. Native American nipples. <laughs> Actually, here's, here's the last one that we got. Let me see. Um, is she going to call in? Um, I don't know. Call in so we you know, have to accept it. Bevo's making a gross face. Is she on the phone? No. Somebody else gross is on the phone. Oh, I like the last picture. Oh, so she's she's Filipino. She's Filipino. Uh, I told you she was a Mexican. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I was wrong. Yeah, I was with you on that, although I didn't have any other good ideas. Uh, okay. Uh, what, what award did I... Uh, <laughs> you said you were going to make one up. Yeah. Hey, Sammy, come in here for a second. Um... What award are we going to give her uh, for all these photos? The the golden nipple award? Is that like golden earring? Golden orangutan nipple. Orangutan. Orangutan nipple. Oh, my God. This lady was nice enough to send us pictures of her boobs. Sam, why would you do that? Too big. They're just no. brown. No, they're very they're tiny. Nice. They're not hair. Are they hairy? No, look, they're look, cute little no. adorable boobies. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> fucking Sam. What's your second 
thing off the top of that noggin of yours. I love I love the way Sam's brain works. Cracker Jacks. Go what ahead. Go. Day. Ow. Go ahead. Ready. Go. Oh, <laughs> It's just the same thing again. Without the word orangutan in it. Ready. Go. Ah, uh, semen, vaginal intercourse. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Sam. The holding your daughter makes yeah. you think of that. We need to bring in uh we need to bring in a uh psychiatrist to do um word association with Sam. I'm a Jew, I can do it. In fact with Sam and JP. And I bet it would be the most entertaining show we've ever done. The two of them just they hold up a word and the two of them have to say the next thing that comes to their brain. And I bet you uh, we open a whole new world of entertainment. Everything would be sex or booze. <laughs> right. Or orangutan. Or things that you don't that actually I think it'd be things you don't even think about. Yeah. If they would really commit to saying the first word that came to their brain, yeah. it would be, blow our minds. Gold, yeah. You two would blow our minds. I would do it. <laughs> we'll we'll have to keep baby Abby out of the room. Even though she can't really understand things, I don't want to subject her to that. Here. Yeah. Word no, she's old enough to start repeating things. Baby, you want to see boobies? You want to see boobies? She sees boobs enough. Alright, I'll tell you what, we're going to give her the... She does not need to see that set of boobs. Boobies? Sam. Hmm. Dude. Be general about it. You don't want it to be just boobies. You know, this may have been an award next year where... Uh... True. Here's what I'm thinking. I'll give you my thought process, Tacey, so you can help me out. Mm-hmm. Basically, she's been the most open and prolific. She sent so yes. many photos yeah, and un- has been un- so open about uninhibited. it. Uninhibited. Yeah, uninhibited yeah. that I feel like it should encom- the award should encompass all of those behaviors. Um, I feel like it should start with something like this. One Six hour, ago. One hour ago today... <laughs> I met the Filipino of my breasts of my listeners. Uh, I think we should give her. Well, she has sent the the largest catalog of breast shots right. to us this year, right? No, last year for this award show. You know what? We so. should give her the first. You know, it should be something that's never been given before. Um, an award that I think could be coveted by others. She should be the Brewing Network Classy Broad Award, Mrs. Skin. Brewing Network 2012. Mrs. Skin. She showed us the most skin. Yeah, Lady uh, Skin. Why is it Mrs.? <coughs> Miss, like, Miss Lady Skin. I like Lady. And we'll go to Lady. Lady she's, she's also Because, you know, it's always like Miss, it's like Miss Universe, Miss America, oh. Miss Skin, Miss Brewing Network. Miss Brewing Network. What if we ne- just give her Miss Brewing Network? She's Miss Brewing Network 2012, yeah. ladies and gentlemen. Now you have to make a sash for her and shit. Uh, that's fine. JP, get to sewing. I got one. You're a crafts guy. I am a crafts guy. I'm a crafts guy. <laughs> Make her a sash. One that doesn't cover her, cover her brown nipples. Or get her pregnant. <laughs> Please. Yeah. Mrs. Brewing Network. Miss Brewing Network. Right. And nobody will ever see her what? face because I'm sure that she doesn't want her boobs paraded around. You know, I was going to take Drunk of the Week calls. Um... Ah, fuck. All right, I'll dude, do it quick. These, I'm going to accept the speech. Two, and these Give her two the are number. hella drunk. Is the dude, his name is West Portland? <laughs> his name is West, and he's from Portland. That's, that's, uh, Why West, is there a T at mean? the end of it? Bevo, could you do your fucking job? Could you just work a little bit could at improving you? as a call screener? <laughs> okay, could you buy me a phone that I could hear from? Number one. <laughs> I don't think it's the phone. I, I will do that if that's what really is. I, I'm no, not asking for much. No, 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 no. Just his, try a little. His name was West. 
W-E-S-T. No, it's West. West. He spelled it for you? Well, I couldn't understand. This dude is drunk. Okay. No, it's it's Blake. It's our buddy West. Okay, but my... So it's West. Yeah. Without a T. Yeah. So my request... Just, I'm just saying, in 2013, just try a little... I mean, just give an effort. Even it in 2013. 2013. It's 2013. Let's be honest. It is other. 2013. And yeah. I'm saying for the rest of the year, could you just try to improve a little? <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> Least improved, not giving a fuck of the year award goes to Beverly. Nine years ago today, I met my, I met my call screener. I punched her in the coot. All right. Wes, what's happening, brother? Jay, what's going on, man? How drunk are you? Say your name, by the way. Uh, what's what's that? What's it, your name? Is it Wes or West? My name is Wes with no T. Right. It seems pretty okay. fucking clear to Did me. It sound like West to anyone else? <laughs> no. But you know what? You know what? You know what? Bevo can call me West if she wants to. It's cool. <laughs> right. I'm gonna jerk off either way. She can call me whatever. His last name is regardless. You know what? You know what? I called in for drunk of the week from I'm I'm out in the in the fucking parking lot of my apartment complex where I got kicked out of the apartment because I was too hammered. Did you get kicked out by your roommate or by the neighbor? I got kicked out by my fiance. <laughs> wow, that's pretty good. His last name. Yeah, is, yeah. His last name is Dowd. So, uh, what are the chances of you uh, going back in there and putting her on the phone for us? Uh, well, I mean, that could happen. Slim <laughs> good. How bad do you want to win? I want to win, absolutely. All right, get your, no ass, question. get your ass back in there and put her on the phone. All right. Celebration. Hey. Hey. Give me, give me a second. I got to walk a distance here. How long is, uh, <laughs> how long has she been your fiance? Distance. For about a year and a half. So, would you consider the deal pretty much sealed, or is there still a chance she could bail on you? Oh, she's sealed. Okay. How long have you been with her? Like, since high school or something? No, it's been a little bit shorter than that. She's not. She wasn't like a stripper beforehand or anything, right? <laughs> it was an arranged marriage. Unfortunately, no. Mm-hmm. Unfor- the only guy I've ever met who wanted his fiance <laughs> to have been a stripper. Wes, uh, <laughs> does... Does she have a job? She does. Do you have a job? Taking care of me. I do. Oh, okay. Well, so, all right. We can't... uh, Things things should be okay. Things should be fine. Things should be fine. Yeah. You want to talk to her? Yeah. All right. What's her name? Hold. Rebecca. Okay. Same as Terrence's. Oh, yeah. Do you want to talk? Do you want to talk? Do you want to talk, though? Okay, do you want to talk? That's great. Okay, she doesn't want to talk. She doesn't want to talk. <laughs> well, you asked four times. That's pretty. That's good. Good on you. Was the response verbal or just a look? Okay, but I was trying. <laughs> but did she just look at you like you're the biggest shithead on the planet, or did she say something? No, she said, "She said turn the light off, or I'm gonna fucking kill you." <laughs> I'll, be- I'll bet yeah. you this guy's single. That's just fair fully enough. delusional. <laughs> yeah. There's not even a person there. No. It's his cat. It's two pillows of the market. Was that Moscow? Yeah, that was Moscow. He doesn't know what the fuck he's talking about. Let's be honest here. <laughs> no, that's true, but you don't know that. We know that, but you don't know that. Right. We're not supposed to know that. All right, hey, congratulations on your guys' 2000, uh, 2012 award show. That was, a, that was a good one. Thanks, buddy. 
All right, well, you're in the running for Drunk of the Week. Just You don't even have to give us your resume. You're drunk enough to uh, go to your fiancé and ask her to be on the phone, and that puts you in the running. I, think I, got, I think I got kicked out for the night. Was I'm she in bed? I'm walking the streets of Portland for the rest of the evening. Oh, boy. Is she going to lock you out? I think so. <laughs> That's pretty good. That'll get you a win. Yeah, I'll tell you that. that. I mean, we're not going to feel remorse or anything, but that'll get you a win. All right. All right, well, Wes. Thanks, brother. Thanks, you guys. Cheers, man. Cheers. Wes. I like Wes. He's, he's a, a little dude. creepy dude, but he's he's a nice guy. Wes is kind of a creeper. Huh? I like West. And then we just have a <laughs> Double H. Is that what we have? West isn't real, sweetheart. West yes. regarding. Double H name. from Georgia. What's up, man? Uh, Double H uh, from Georgia. What's up, man? Hey, buddy. Turn your uh, computer uh, down. Uh, oh. Um, yeah. What? Am I on? Yeah, you're on. Turn your radio up. Uh, uh, go for a second. Okay. Okay. Turn it, turn it up. I got it. What's Hello? up? Can you hear me? What's Hello? up, Double H? How you doing, buddy? Hello? I'm drunk. How are you? Hello? I'm kind of drunk, yes? too, actually. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Oh. Can I hear you? Yeah. I don't I don't know. I was asking you. Oh, shit. Hello? Hello? Yeah. Can you, I, I can hear you. Can you hear me? Hello? Hello? Hello. Hello. Yes. No, I can hear just. just I can hear you, Jay. Oh, I can hear you, JP. Oh, see, that's good news. Hello. Hello. Wait. We have a call from George on somewhere. Yeah. Who is this? If you're fucking with me. If you were quiet, you can hear like a disconnect. <laughs> He's not <sorry>. drunk. <laughs> All right, Double H. Uh, how drunk are you? Um, I don't know. I, I watched the uh, <clears throat> you know the national championship game today and uh, always had a mint julep in my hand. That's how drunk he is. He had to, he watched college football and enjoyed it with a mint julep. Really? <laughs> and well, a sea sucker suit on. Really? Right well, like four hours, leg. and then uh, and then had what is it? Tried the new Matt Hatter or Magic Hat uh, Heart of Darkness. Hang on, which is slow, slow down. Awesome. Why would you watch okay. football all day with a mint julep? Yeah. Well, because I don't. I don't know if Alabama can win if I don't have a mint julep in my hand. And what is, happened? Oh, is what? that your is that your uh, superstition drink? Hey, it's only weird if it doesn't work or you know whatever they say on the. That's true. The so were you drinking like or whatever. good mint juleps that you made with like mint and good bourbon, or were you using like green syrup shit to like make your? No, no, uh, good paint. yummy stuff. He was using paint. <laughs> <laughs> he had green paint. Paint thinner. I think Double H sounds hammered. He had just admitted to drinking mint juleps all day. He is pretty hammered. He is sure. southern, though. Well, would it help if I was, uh, if I said I was taking apart my Jeep all day? It might. I thought you were watching football. With is, a mint julep in your uh, hand. Well, let me ask you this. Is, is the Jeep your daily driver or your hobby? Um, well, it was a daily driver until it quit working. Okay. So that helps your drunk of the week, I think. He's taken it apart all day. It's daily driver. He has no idea how to put it back together. <laughs> yeah, he's fucked. Yeah, yeah, it, it still doesn't work. Yeah. <laughs> all right, you are in the running for drunk of the week, my friend, uh, along with uh, Steve-O and Wes. It's time to uh, pick our first ever yes. uh, drunk of the week for 2013. What we have is Steve-O who was uh, not as concerned about his win as he was uh, for his nomination for Drunk of the Week. And then we had Wes, 
who was willing to go back into his fiance after she had thrown him out for being too loud and asking her to speak on the phone and then got thrown out again. And then finally we had Double H who um, admitted to drinking mint juleps all day. Tough competition uh, for our first show of 2013. Uh, raise your hand if drunk of the week is Steve-O. All right. Raise your hand if drunk of the week is Wes. West. West. West Regarden. <laughs> there you go. Wes is our winner. Drunk of the week. First ever 2013. Congratulations, my friend. You are now in a long list of drunk of the weeks uh, that could be in the running for drunk of the year. We should put just a- like me. Uh, just <laughs> like Nicole Ernie over there. We should put AA pamphlets in every medal I send out. Yeah. That'd be good. That's a good idea. Thank you. Do you want me to call Ray and talk to him about your victory? <laughs> I, I mean, and we could just and play him up. Play I mean, I know because you, you can't toot your own horn, so I'm thinking that maybe it's appropriate if somebody else does it for Go ahead you. And not oh. discuss. Oh, you know, or okay. Well, tweet right. about it or Facebook it. Okay, you can just. Uh, all right. Well, I'm just trying to help. I mean, I thought because I don't want you to have to like brag. You know. <laughs> Yeah. We'll send out a press release. He'll yeah, I'll write your press release right now. <laughs> <All right. laughs> JP's writing it right now. He's putting it out on the AP, which really cares about what we do here. Mm-hmm. I'm sure of it. All right. Although, if I will wear, uh, if you make me a sash also for Drunk of the Year, I will wear it at uh, the Winterfest. You will. Yeah. Will you, <laughs> Miss, Mrs. Ernie? you wear a sash? Um, what we haven't done is sing the Drunk of the Year song dad. yet. <laughs> nor oh. have we done the Twitter game. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I'm letting you know. I'm reminding you things. I missed a reminder. I think I had the Drunk of the Year uh, song all ready to go. Oh, no. What? Oh, yeah. No, there's no, song. there's no song. There's a song. Everybody no. ready? There's no, there's no yeah. song. Get ready for the you song. You guys remember how it goes? Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. No, there's no song. You gotta no wait song. for the first dun, Right. Dun, 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 dun. Okay. <clears throat> and then we'll go, you know... Nicole, uh, yeah, how are you? Yeah, yeah you no, no, And everyone, yeah. everyone at home, <laughs> sing along. No matter if you're listening right. to the song five years from now, you're singing it full volume. Uh, Tasty, Nathan, Bevo, I expect all of you to participate. The, uh, don't even think a, about singing. <laughs> this tradition is big. Uh, oh, you better think about it's it. It's bigger yeah. than the show. Come on. Yeah, that's yeah. right. It is much bigger than the show. Thank you, Nathan. Here we go. Uh, the Honorary Drunk of the Year. Drunk, 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 drunk of the year. Nicole is the drunk of the year. Drunk, 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 drunk of the year. Nicole is the drunk of the year. There you Woo! go. Yeah. Woo! Yo, you earned it, girl. Mm-mm. It's my birthday. I think, I, I think I'm tearing up a little bit. It's my birthday. It's my <laughs> All right. Twitter game, I believe, was what should Moskowitz's uh, New Year's resolutions be? Yep. Yeah. How did we do? I've twiddled them do down that. to four because uh, I knew we're pressed for time. Uh, <laughs> Bill Coon says uh, to find a third profession that pays even less than the BN and painting. Dave Malone, uh, Dave right. Malone says to stamp out the anti-Semitism that has plagued the Brewing Network for years. <laughs> right. Good luck. Clayton Latham <laughs> says to get on a real radio show and get a Sharks jersey reading Petros 69 on the back. Oh. 
Nice. And then uh, Chris B says to raise self esteem by looking by losing enough weight to do one cock push up because one is all you really need. Okay. <laughs> That's, That's all we it? had? Well, no, we had like six, but I willed uh, them down because it's almost 11.30. What was the first one again? To find a third profession that pays even less than the BN in painting. I like that one. I'm not applauding for that. All right, that was Bill at Gimme Good Beer. All right, let's get out of here. Uh, thank you uh, for a wonderful year of Brewing Network shows, everybody. Uh, once again, your contributions make it happen. We got a, an awesome year planned for you, and uh, you know what? I think we got some surprises up our sleeve. I think it's going to be a big year for the BN. Uh, we're starting next week. Mark Carpenter and crew back in the studio from yes. Anchor Brewing Company, and we're going to go to the Anchor Brewing Company actually on Thursday yep. and get a little inside tour, so we'll uh, put together a, little, a photo log a little fucked uh, up. of the whole thing we get yeah. a little fucked up too yeah. and uh and have a good time but we got a big uh, year in store for you <laughs> as always so just stay with us oh wait let me do this can you say dibs not driving when thursday, thursday? yeah <laughs> you can do that all you want shit. It, we're gonna end up with none of us driving shit it's gonna happen Thank you to our show sponsor, More Beer. You can get absolutely everything you need to make great beer at home by going to morebeer.com. JP is on Twitter. Follow him at Major Jim to better understand why his family has abandoned him. Scott the Jew has finally acquiesced to Twitter. Follow him at Moscow Paints for mildly interesting info about how to paint shitty giants. For some good beer insight and homebrew info, follow Nathan Smith at Nathan Homebrew and Mike Yip 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 McDole at Tasty McDee. The Bean Winterfest is fast approaching. March your calendars for January 26th. Make sure you are up to speed on all the latest updates by finding the Bean Fest feed across your favorite social networks. Check out the Brewing Network store for all the latest BN merch, including the new Homebrew U DVD pre-order sale. And be sure to find the Brewing Network on Facebook and Twitter. I can't go for that. Can you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, an asshole. Just on my sky and wind.